your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. This is Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs, back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The website is Let'sTruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. Today is Sunday, November 19th. We are here live. Pick up the phone and call 8888 Road Dog. The show is all about the business of trucking. We'll take your calls and answer your questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, getting your authority, you name it. We'll talk about it. All you have to do is pick up the phone and call. We're going to get to those calls in a little bit. Um, Quick update if you haven't been following um, what's going on with taxes. Um, It passed, the uh, president's bill passed the House with some changes. It's being debated in the Senate The Senate version is quite a bit different. If they pass something in the Senate, then we'll have to get the two bills together and hammer those out and hopefully get something for the president to sign before Christmas. That's what they're shooting for. Um, The way President Trump outlined the tax proposal, I was in favor of it. So far, most of the changes, I think, are making it worse. It's not going to be as good as what I had hoped, but there's still a chance. Looks like there's still a lot of good stuff going through. We'll just have to wait and see. I'll keep you updated on that. We may have something here in the next couple of weeks. And again, I'll keep you updated. I'm keeping an eye on that because that could be a game changer for small business. Now, Every year at this time, I talk about getting your accounting together because it's always important. If you're going to run a business, you need a good num- good numbers. You should have a business report or a profit and loss statement you could look at every month and know where you are. That's how you run a good business. That's how you make good business decisions. This year, it's even more important to know your numbers because this is a major tax law change. We also have major changes going on in the industry with rates going through the roof, the ELD mandate. Um, Fuel prices have been edging up. 2018 looks like it's going to be an interesting year. You're going to want to know where you are. I, I have a feeling that after we see the tax law changes, If things go through the way they are, that's a big if. Remember that I said this. If they go through the way they've been outlined, many more owner-operators are going to want to incorporate. Now, I've been helping owner-operators decide when they should incorporate for a very long time. There's a formula. There are numbers. You you analyze things, and then you decide, yes, being an S-Corp would make more sense. It's not for everybody. But when you should do it, it can save you a lot of money. That's going to change pretty drastically. If we get the tax law changes the way they've been outlined, I would estimate about half as many owner-operators more would need or, or should be incorporated to save more money in tax. 
But the only way to know that for sure is to have your accounting caught up so we can look at real numbers. Now, forming a corporation, you only have a limited amount of time at the beginning of each year to do that. So we're supposed to be getting the tax law changes before Christmas. That would be perfect timing if you have your numbers together for 2017 it'd be much easier to decide if you should form a corporation early next year or not. So get on your numbers. Get those together now. Like I said, every year we do this. Every year I talk about it. In the final quarter, we run a special on our program. We're doing it right now on our accounting software. So you can go online to letstruck.com. Sign up for our Profit Gauges free trial. It gives you 30 days to use every feature in the program. And we will open up the entire year of 2017 in your free trial. So you sign up for free. You have 30 days to go all the way back to January. Put in all of your data for the whole year. Have all of your numbers. Won't cost you a penny. Then you'll have the information you need to know how this tax law change is going to affect you, how all the changes in the industry are going to affect you. If you call here on the air, I can pull up your business reports and we'll go over them. This is a critical time. It's always been important to do this. That's why we push this so hard in the fourth quarter. But it is so much more important this year. I, I, don't, I can't possibly talk about all the changes any more than I already have. And, and while I'm talking about the changes, I posted again today um, some news on autonomous vehicles. They are just all over the news. Yesterday I talked about Tesla's electric truck. That has um, their version, version 2 of their autopilot software. So we have autonomous technology changing things. We have electric technology changing things. You know, Tesla's bringing out their electric truck. They claim 2019. If you haven't seen that yet, you need to call me if you want to talk about the Tesla truck. Whether or not they can pull all this off is yet to be seen. But other than missing deadlines, which they're pretty good at, Tesla is, They're also pretty darn good at bringing their technology to market. They have a much better track record in electric vehicles than anybody else. They bring amazing technology to the market. They've put a rocket into space and brought it back down and landed it on a barge in the ocean. They do get things done. So I've heard some people say about Tesla, it'll never happen. They were late on this. Their Model 3 isn't going well. Yeah, I I get that. Tesla is one of those companies that they set really, really big goals. Most of the time, they fall a little short. I, I don't think that's a bad thing. I encourage people to set big goals. If you set big goals and you fall a little short, why would you look at that as a failure? I mean, look at what they have accomplished. If you haven't studied Tesla's vehicles, you really should. They're pretty amazing works of engineering and art. And their plans for this Tesla electric truck are bold. You know, when Cummins announced their electric truck, 
I wasn't all that impressed. It, it looks like a standard day cab that they're going to retrofit. Tesla built a brand new truck from the ground up. If you don't have an engine, a diesel motor, why would you build in a truck that was designed for a diesel motor? That's what many of these other companies are doing. They're taking the parts and the components they already have that are designed for a truck with a giant diesel engine and a transmission and differentials and cooling systems. They're, they're taking that basic truck and they're trying to retrofit it to electric. That's where we went wrong on emissions. We didn't build engines from the ground up to meet the emission standards, other than a couple like the DD-15 or the PAC car. We retrofitted, and that's where a lot of our problems come in. And most of what I see in the electric truck market are retrofits. I'm pretty impressed with Tesla's version. It's nothing like a standard truck. It doesn't look like that truck shares any components with any other truck I've seen. The cab is wildly different. The driver sits in the middle of the cab. No mirrors. He's got two big touch screens on either side of the steering wheel. It's very, very aerodynamic, crazy aerodynamic. And it was designed from the ground up to be an electric truck. And there are a lot of advantages to to building it that way. So a lot going on there, a lot going on in the autonomous technology, a lot going on with uh, digital brokering. Now we're hearing about blockchain. Um, I did speak with some, I wanted to get down to that blockchain alliance meeting um, last week and I just wasn't able to get my schedule worked out. But I talked to somebody who was there. They claim that it we're still in the very, very early stages of this. Um, And I believe that as well. I I also talked to somebody who's very familiar with blockchain. I'm trying to get up to speed on it. And there's no guarantee that this particular alliance that got started in trucking will be the one that will bring blockchain to trucking. Somebody else could step up and and work on it as well. Um, I'm not going to get too deep into blockchain because I don't think we're really there yet. But it's certainly something we need to be keeping an eye on and remember just because i talk about something or post something doesn't mean that i'm for it or i'm promoting it i just think it's something we need to pay attention to all right i'm gonna get to a break we'll come right back we'll get to your calls and questions stick around i'm kevin rutherford Artist of the Year and their own limited run Sirius XM channel. Hits One in Hollywood has behind-the-scenes AMA dress rehearsal moments all weekend long and will be on the red carpet right up to the show with live celebrity encounters. The American Music Awards tonight, 8 p.m. Eastern and Pacific in collaboration with Sirius XM. 
Hey, what's up, y'all? This is me, Darius Rucker. Being here on PGA Tour Radio and hailing from South Carolina, I have to talk about some of the great golf that the Palmetto State provides. Myrtle Beach. Many call it a golfer's paradise, but there's a reason they call themselves the golf capital of the world. We've hosted the Hootie and the Blowfish Monday after the Masters Celebrity Program there for over 20 years and raised millions of dollars for children's education programs and junior golf programs in South Carolina. There's a reason we chose Myrtle Beach for man, as it's the one place with so much to offer for every golfer and the best golf vacation out there. Myrtle Beach has something for every type of golfer and every type of golf vacation, from luxurious to affordable, from super challenging to super chill. There's over 80 courses, and it's the only place I've found that offers the best variety and availability of premier golf courses in one place. We've hosted our charity program for years at the Barefoot Resort in North Myrtle Beach, which has four courses, each designed by the likes of Pete Dye, Tom Fazio, Greg Norman, and my boy Davis Love III. So yeah, you won't be let down with any golf here in Myrtle Beach. Courses are offering amazing multi-round golf packages. Visit MyrtleBeachGolfHoliday.com. This is Michael Medved. I'm here with Mike Stahl from Health Markets, helping folks find the right Medicare coverage. The news reports say that the rates might be going down. The government projects the cost of Medicare plans will decrease this year. So you have to ask yourself, are you getting the best rate? Health Markets offers a free service with access to thousands of Medicare plans nationwide to help folks maximize their benefits and save money. What is it people need to keep in mind? Enrollment in the right plan is not automatic. With so many Medicare options, it can be confusing. My advice don't go it alone. Get unbiased help to find a plan that may cost less and cover more with lower co-payments, more choices like dental and vision, and the freedom to choose your doctors. With the enrollment deadline only weeks away, it's important to act now. Our Health Markets Medicare assistance is free. Thanks, Mike. This is Michael Medved for Health Markets. For your free Medicare assistance, call 800-550-0867. That's 800-550-0867. 800-550-0867. Comchex and Express Codes keep me rolling. However, codes aren't always convenient. From finding a place to cash them, to balances left over, or losing the code. That's why I downloaded the Comcheck mobile app from Comdata. Now I just plug my codes in, and the funds go on to my Comdata debit card account. It's an improvement on the classic system. And my Comdata card works at stores and ATMs. Download the Comcheck mobile app today. Visit comdata.com slash no more codes for more information. Landline now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. Possibly the first news program ever dedicated to the truck driver. Landline now with Mark Reddy. Exclusive. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford, the number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. So I, I just want to make a um, kind of an analogy here, then we're going to get to your calls and questions. So um, roughly 10 years ago, the first couple of years I was on the air, uh, I, I can remember talking about the ELD mandate way back then, almost 10 years ago. And when I talked about it, I certainly wasn't promoting it. I was just saying, it's coming. In, in fact, I remember saying, I've talked to people that say, it's not a matter of if it's going to happen. It's just when. The decision had been made 10 years ago. But I said, if, if you are against this, you better pay attention. It's coming. Now, that in no way means that I'm promoting it. 
In fact, it's the opposite. I'm telling people, look, if you want to, to stop this, you better get out in front of it now. Two years ago, when it passed as law and we got the December 18th deadline, I clearly remember doing many shows saying, it's coming. If you want to fight this, you better get busy. Nobody did. Well, I shouldn't say nobody did. Obviously, not enough people did. Not nearly as many as are fighting it now. If we had this much effort two years ago or five years ago when the listening session started, this may be a different conversation. It doesn't mean I was promoting ELDs. I wasn't. I was never for them. I am now. I've changed my mind, finally. I've changed my mind. Bring on the ELDs. Let's get real hours of service change and be done with it. For the last year, I've been talking and posting a lot about autonomous technology. It's everywhere in the news. I'm not exaggerating when I could when I say I could easily post 10 articles every single day, new articles about new advancements, new regulations, new technologies, new companies, all getting into the autonomous vehicle market. Because I post it and talk about it here does not mean I am promoting it. Let's think about this. Every penny I earn today, comes in one form or another because of truck drivers and owner-operators. That's what I do. It's what I've done my whole career. Those are my customers. If you've ever listened to this show, you know when I talk about customer service, customers are everything in your business. You have to provide value to your customers in order to be successful. Knowing that, and knowing that you know I know that, I talk about it all the time, why would I be in favor of or promoting technology that will replace my customers completely? Why would I ever be in favor of that? I'm not, by the way. I'm not taking money from any company that has anything to do with autonomous technology. I may at some point, but it'll probably be, you know, for some other reason, because lots of companies are involved in autonomous technology. So it may be a company that I partner with for some other reason or some other product. I'm not saying I'll never do it, but I can tell you right now, I'm not taking any money from any company with autonomous technology. There would be no reason for a company with autonomous technology to pay me anyway. What am I going to do for their business? It's not like we, you know, these are ready to sell to owner-operators yet. Honestly, I could see partnering with a company like Tesla. I think their truck could be a huge opportunity for owner-operators. If you're willing to take that risk, clearly there's going to be some risk. But those are the people, especially when we're in these major disruptions, the people that are willing to take that leap, to make that big, risky, bold move, are the ones who could potentially be the big winners. They could also be the big losers. That's what risk is all about. Many times, the more risk you're willing to take, the bigger your rewards could end up being. But the big winners are not going to be the people that stick their head in the sand and complain that I'm promoting all of this technology and just get mad about it. It's coming. 
I've even had people say, well, you need to do something to stop this. Just like people said, you need, to me, you need to do something to stop the ELD mandate. Why me? And when I ask them that, why, why do I have to do that? Or why should I do that? And they'll, they'll say, well, I would do it, but I'm just one voice. You have a radio show. Yeah, there's a reason I have a radio show. That's no different. Saying I should use my position, my influence, my airtime, uh, my social media time, telling me what I should be using that to promote would be no different than telling anybody that they should spend their money on something else. My airtime, my credibility, my social media presence, those are all resources I've earned. I, I've worked hard to get in this position. And it kind of um, irritates me a little bit when people tell me how I should be using my resources. I, I have customers. I, I decide how to use my resources based on where I think I can make the biggest impact for my customers. Me trying to fight autonomous technology would be the biggest waste of time I could ever imagine. You're not going to stop this. That's what I'm trying to get people to understand. Love it, hate it, ignore it, benefit from it. doesn't matter. You're not going to stop it. I could devote my life, every minute of my time to stopping this. I wouldn't matter one iota. So why would I ever waste my time and resources fighting things like that? That's a waste of time. But I do believe it's important for me to use my time and resources to keep you, my customers, aware of what's going on, aware of how the industry is changing, how the business is changing, and and try to help you understand it in a way that you could potentially benefit from it. That's really my point in all this. So just because I talk about something, even if I talk about it a lot, and post about it. Doesn't mean I'm promoting it. I'm not for or against autonomous technology because it wouldn't make any sense to be for or against it. It's going to happen. It's coming. This is private industry doing this. You, you, unless you want to stop private industry from innovating, you're not going to stop this. And I will be the first one to stand up and say, hell no, I don't want to stop private industries from innovating. Could it hurt my business? Of course it could. The other argument I've seen quite a bit lately, uh, when we look at trucking, there's two big pushes to replace people right now. You have autonomous truck technology that could potentially replace drivers. You have all the digital brokers and artificial intelligence that could be replacing a lot of people in the broker industry. It's funny how I hear truck drivers say, oh, good, we'll get rid of the brokers. But it's not so good if somebody wants to get rid of you. I keep hearing this statement that if we keep eliminating jobs, if we eliminate truck driver jobs, if we eliminate broker jobs, we keep eliminating these jobs, who's going to have money to buy anything anymore? I get the, the argument, but just look historically. We have been replacing jobs with technology and machinery for well over a hundred years. 
I mean, go back in the last hundred years and look at how many jobs a machinery has replaced. Lots and lots and lots. Look at all the industries that have completely disappeared. You know, a lot of the fear I hear from people is, oh, well, it might happen, but it's not going to happen anytime soon. Maybe somebody should have, should have told Kodak that back in 1998. 1998, Kodak had 170,000 employees. They sold 85% of all the photo paper in the world. That's darn near a monopoly. That was 1998. Three years later, they were bankrupt because of digital cameras. That, that entire industry was virtually wiped out in a very short period of time. Now, you could say digital cameras were around a lot longer than those three years. They were. It took time to get to critical mass. But once we did, it happened fast. See, people think autonomous trucks are new. They're not new. I was investing in in putting this kind of technology on trucks back in the early 2000s. 2001, I had a, a truck with smart crews that could maintain its own following distance and speed up and slow down in traffic all by itself. Auto shift transmissions are a form of autonomous technology. We, we are reaching the tipping point pretty quickly, though. That's what I think we need to pay attention to. Autonomous technology has been around for more than 15 years in trucks. This isn't new. We're starting to reach critical mass. you got to pay attention to this. There, there are a lot of changes going on. I think they're exciting. I don't love them all. But I, I love disruption because of all the opportunities it could create. But you got to be open to those opportunities. I'm going to get to a break. When we come back, we're getting to your calls and questions. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Trucking Radios, Trucking Business and Beyond with Kevin Rutherford. You name it, we'll talk about it. Tires, taxes, technology, money, health and fitness on the road, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight. The show is about the business of trucking. Keep the money you earn with Trucking Business and Beyond. It's more than fuel. It's more than truck payments. It's more than maintenance. It's more than insurance. Weeknights at 12 a.m. Pick up the phone and ask the question on Road Dog Trucking Radio. What is the future you doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor-trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. 
For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. T'was a week before Christmas and all through the land, the ELD mandate was finally at hand. Those truckers who planned ahead truly scored because they had wisely gotten the gorilla on board. That gorilla safety A board only costs 10 bucks a month. Now they're ELD compliant and riding out front. Don't let 1218 be the date you foolishly ignored. Just call 833 FlexLog and get the gorilla on board. GorillaSafety.com. <laughs> I'm Todd Bork. The Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot in the sense of precipitation across U.S. We have some gusty winds all across New England, the Great Lakes, and the Ohio Valley. And watch out for some lake-effect snow showers in those regions as well. East-west interstates, lake-effect snow showers along I-90 in upstate New York through Pennsylvania, as well as northeast Ohio. It does affect parts of I-90. 96 and I-94 and far eastern parts of Michigan as well. Lake effect snow showers and gusty winds along I-88 and I-86 in upstate New York, I-80 and I-76 in Pennsylvania as well as Ohio. And once again, no matter where you are in the Great Lakes Northeast, watch out for some gusty northwest winds. I-90 out west, we have some rain showers and high elevation effects of snow in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings the brighter tomorrow. I'm Eidrodge Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to head off to the phones. We're going to get started today in Wisconsin. Steve, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. What's on your mind today? Uh, well, I love Tesla. I love Elon Musk. Uh, however, I think non, the non-trucking people made another assumption uh, with numbers that they didn't get exactly right. They came up with the ATRI figure of $1.51 to operate a truck. That includes driver salaries. Their 121, uh, saving 20% over the 151, is just operational. The 151 includes driver salaries. I operate my truck for 61 cents a mile, but then I pay myself. And right. when I pay myself, another, you know, counting payroll uh, per diem and everything else another 55 cents mine comes up to 116 after paying myself so they they're going to save 20 percent but they're not going to pay the driver i have a feeling their lease is going to be at 120 a mile uh in a year's time at 125,000 miles you'll your operational cost for the for the vehicle will be 150 now they'll probably cover all maintenance 
They may include all the electricity for the fuel and everything else in that. Um, but they're not they're not taking into account the driver's salary, which is taken into account for the dollar fifty one a mile that Atri surveyed all the companies recently and came out with. So you know, when we get non trucking people into the numbers of trucking, they a lot of times get it wrong. You saw that big time with Nikolai. <laughs> yeah. I think here yeah. is a number they got wrong and if they're assuming a dollar twenty that they can charge that and then they've got to pay a driver another uh, you know, counting counting uh, un- uh matching social security, unemployment, uh work comp another seventy to seventy five thousand on top of that, they may have a tougher time with the numbers at that point. So uh, that's something to look at. I want to see more numbers. I'm like you. I, I would have loved to have seen more numbers. Though. I love the, I love the concept. Love the vehicle. But uh, so, what do you think about that? Because that would that would change the equation quite a bit. You know, we're trying to get in touch with them. I, I'd like to to be able to get you know inside and get more information on numbers, more details, more specs. But here's the thing: the the problem with using any number. You know, you're right. The dollar fifty-one from Atri is wages included. Well, yeah. we could also take somebody like you. We could take an owner-operator with a paid-off truck, nine-plus miles to the gallon, low-maintenance cost, and we could show their numbers, like you said, down in the 60-cent range to operate a truck. So numbers are always yeah. going to be all over the board. You know, are we looking at what they're what they're really comparing is a fleet that would buy brand new equipment. And you're right. They've got a driver number in there. That doesn't really make sense right now. But here's the thing I have to believe. Um, They have to publish something and they're obviously going to publish the numbers that make them look the best. I mean, it's a press release. They're trying to drum up interest. But I also have to believe that they wouldn't even be in this market. They wouldn't even be anywhere near this market if they didn't believe that they could make these numbers work. And I also have to believe that they know what the real target that they have to reach is. You know, whether they admitted that there's driver's wages in there or not, I don't think any of that matters. I think they know what the numbers are, and they believe that they can revolutionize this market, that diesel is not the, the engine of the future, that electric is. I'm with them. I, I think electric is the future. Yeah. When, we, oh, when will we get yeah. there? I, you know, I didn't think we were as close as this. I mean, I didn't expect this truck. We expected a day cab with a 300-mile range. Not a sleeper with the driver sitting in the center of it with no mirrors, with crazy new glass, with, you know, unbelievable performance. And this blew me away. This isn't what we were expecting. So I have to think that they, they probably don't have this perfected yet by any stretch. The numbers may or may not make sense in the beginning But you also have to know, even if they come out and the numbers aren't a savings, let's say that that when the real numbers come out, there isn't isn't any clear savings here. You are still going to see at least the big fleets get on board. I expect companies like UPS, FedEx, we already have J.B. Hunt and Walmart. Those companies will get on, if nothing else, just for the PR 
of saying we're helping clean up the environment. It's just like everybody jumped on board the natural gas trucks. And I was trying to say back then, this is a lousy technology. There's no future in this. The fuel is going to get more expensive. The trucks are horrible maintenance nightmares. Building out the infrastructure for natural gas is not easy. And, and I don't see the advantage. It, and that kind of died. I, I was calling that back then. And I'm not saying I'm some you know, amazing predictor. In fact, I hate making predictions because I don't like being wrong. But I, I don't think I'm wrong on this one. I, I think that electric is probably closer than what we think. And maybe it's not two years, but I wouldn't be surprised if we have some pretty amazing electric trucks in five I, I agree. I think, uh, and I think, I think their their numbers right now that yeah they're going to be all over the board right now because obviously their concept truck they you know they're going to get pricing down when they start making it uh, in a mass production plant. They're going to get production down quite a bit. They got a lot of R and D in it right now, and you know the the beam counters are probably wanting a real big number. Uh, to be able to get for it, they they may have to ease into the market. Like you said, the the folks that are getting it are going to get it for PR value. It'll be a little bit more expensive as they make more of them. I think the price will come down, and they you know even though they're Tesla, they will get some competition from somebody at some point. They'll have to drop pricing uh, at that point anyhow. So uh, I, I still I'm like you. I believe it's a, I believe it's going to be a, it's a wonderful concept. I just. Uh, you know, it's like I think it's the same thing. Anytime somebody comes into trucking from the outside, they get some of the numbers wrong. Oh, I mean, yeah. that's that's yeah. just a given. You know, and I think that's more than anything. I think once they see it, I think they could do it for eighty cent a mile. I mean, they wouldn't. It yeah. would have to be a dollar twenty-one cent a mile, like they said. They could probably do it for eighty cent a mile. They probably got a lot of uh, profit built into it. They need they need profit. That's a great company, but they you know constantly lose money. Uh, but they will, you know, it, they, it's just like Steve Jobs. He's like Steve Jobs. Yeah. He sees things that we, he sees things five years before we think we need it. And then he Ooh. puts it out there. And, and uh, you know, like the iPhone, it'll, it'll, it'll grow its way into its own market. The Tesla is just, uh, cars are just wonderful. And, uh, well, but, uh, it, but yeah, it, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I think, uh, I think it'll be, I think it'll be a huge success. It just, the timeline, the numbers. We'll, we'll all vary along the way. I think that's, that's kind of it. They will. You know, here's the other thing, and I, I kind of made this point yesterday, but I don't think I made it all that well. Look at gasoline engine technology and diesel engine technology. They've been around over 100 years. Where is the big breakthrough? I mean, I, I just don't see it. I, I, I don't know where we go with that technology to make it much better. We know in order to make trucks much more fuel efficient, aerodynamics are number one. Well, because of the big diesel engine that we need and all the airflow that we need, that dictates the shape of the vehicle. You can't build a really super crazy aerodynamic diesel truck because where do you put the engine? It takes up so much space and it needs so much airflow that dictates the design. That's why I was shocked when Cummins brings out their version of an electric truck and it looks just like the trucks we have today. What are you thinking? (laughs) You know, here's your chance. So 
I, I, this is a number I still have to check on, but according to Elon Musk, um, their truck has a lower drag coefficient than a Bugatti. I, they built a crazy aerodynamic truck, but you can only do that with electric. You, you can't do it with a diesel engine. So, and then look right, at flat the, bottom. Yeah, look look at the crazy performance numbers they're getting out of these vehicles. You know, their their new Roadster will be the fastest production car in the world. Everybody fights for that title. Every automaker that that builds a supercar fights for that title of fastest production car in the world. They've been trying to do it for 100 years. Tesla comes along and all of a sudden they they now build the fastest production car in the world. That's that's the potential here. It is. It is. Yep. So it, it's interesting. Well that's, and I, I well, that's all I need. Thanks for the call. I'm not sure people why people got so upset about me talking about the Tesla truck. I think this is exciting. Yeah, I get the autonomous is in there, and we just have to realize autonomous technology is coming. But boy, the, the electric truck is pretty darn exciting, even potentially for owner-operators. I'm telling you, if I still had a fleet, I'm pretty sure I'd be giving them the $5,000 and I'd be ordering one of these. I would take the chance. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL Radio. They don't just speak to the insiders. They are insiders. Jim Miller, 11 years as an NFL quarterback and a Super Bowl champion. Pat Kerwin, NFL coach, scout, and executive. It's Moving the Chains weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern with me, Jim Miller. And me, Pat Kerwin, on NFL Radio Channel 88. And tell your friends and family they can listen free on any satellite radio as part of Sirius XM's free listening event now through November 27th. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your 
premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days. With more than 100,000 five-star reviews, free prints is one of the world's favorite apps. Download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints. The app is free and so are the prints. No subscriptions, no commitments, just free prints. Go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints. That's freeprintsnow.com. When it comes to truck insurance, protect your business with the organization that's working on behalf of your business. OOIDA provides a small business trucker with a complete range of coverage at low rates and easy monthly payments. Insuring through OOIDA does more than just benefit your business. OOIDA's programs directly support its active representation of all professional truckers. Call OOIDA at 1-800-444-5791. Give us a call today. Free wheeling with Meredith Oaks and Chris G. We do good work here most days. Everything in Everything. moderation. What a concept. Weekdays, 11 a.m. East on Road. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We are off to Maine. Guy, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Good. What can I help you with today? Oh, uh, I listening to uh, yesterday, and uh, this is a little while ago, about electric uh, in old days, we had manpower, then we had some machines that helped magnify our power. Eventually, we got electricity, electric motors, and I don't want to go back to the good old days where i got to hand wash my clothes, and i got to do everything without the drill a hole by hand or without the electric motor. So it's, I see it as a natural progression that we have electricity, electric motors to get us around and boom around. The other crazy thing... We haven't done enough research, but we think about it. We're sitting on one big magnet, observe. And Moses used magnetic kind of plate technology at least. So there's there's a whole avenue uh, a world of exploration, but it's change. Change is scary, so I can you know, I can understand where the where the resistance would come and or the fear comes from, but that's that's on my take on the, on the electric deal. I'm excited about it. But what I'm more excited about, Kevin, is what you have done to help us to understand that we are what we eat. And that's some of the reason I'm calling tonight is if you could give me uh, your uh, your input on some educational books to understand the uh, the importance and the workings of our intestinal tract uh, from the from the beginning of where we start to salivate and think about eating, maybe uh, catching a rabbit or digging up something to eat, all the way through to where we have elimination. Uh, three of the books a year ago you recommended that I read, and they've been very influential. 
it was keto clarity, effortless healing, and wheat belly. And uh, they, I tried to incorporate those teachings or whatever to uh, people around me. And but, uh, but I just wanted to like to understand more about the digestive process. Yeah, you know, it's interesting, as you were asking that, I was trying to think back through, and I don't know that I've read one single book that really does an outstanding job of covering it from north to south. There are a couple good books I've read on digestion, and and I'll tell you what they are, but now that you said that, I don't know that I've ever had one really address digestion um, from top to bottom, across the board, maybe... Maybe we need one, but um, my probably my two favorite books on digestion, if you're ready. The first one is Eat Dirt by Josh Axe. And the second okay. one is uh, called The Microbiome Solution, and that is by Robin Chutkin. Uh, both of those two okay. are doctors. Those, again, they're not going to go through that entire process of, like, getting our mind ready to eat and then chewing. They'll cover it a little bit, but both of those two are more about, you know, the the gut microbiome and the kind of foods we eat and how it affects digestion. So both of them have a a lot of really good information. Okay, thank you. Uh, I had a question also then... uh, Soybean oil is to be in everything, but it's not a good oil for us. Uh, uh, help me understand that. Yeah, um, most of the oils you find in processed food are really, really bad for us. And, and one of the things they did, and it was all about marketing, they call them vegetable oils because we've always been told vegetables are healthy. Eat your vegetables. So when they call them vegetable oils, that sounds really healthy. Well, they're not vegetable oils. They're seed oils. We don't squeeze vegetables and get oil out of them. We squeeze the seeds of vegetables and get oil out of them. Their omega ratio is horrible for humans. And in order to get those seed oils to market cheaply, they are heavily processed with all kinds of solvents high temperature, they are damaged before they ever get... So they weren't healthy to begin with. They're not a good oil for us just because of their nutritional profile. Then we really screw them up with all kinds of solvents and crazy processing. So those oils are just garbage. Soy has one more problem on top of that, and that soy is what's called an estrogen-dominant nutrient. Soy causes our body to produce estrogen. Estrogen is a hormone, and we don't want to be screwing with our hormones. So soy has some problems along those lines as well. So soybean oil, really, really bad idea. Virtually all of the, what they told us were healthy oils, the vegetable oils, are all garbage. They would just stay away from them. We need to go back to the animal fats. And that, but the nut oils are pretty good. Nut oils are okay, yeah. E- even with nut oils, though, you want to you be very careful about how they were processed. You want to expel your pressed. You want cold pressed. Um, because even some nut oils are heavily, heavily processed and, and damaged. 
So get good quality nut oils. Those are good. Coconut oil is excellent. Um, animal fats, beef tallow, pork lard, duck fat, all of those are good fats. Those are the kind of things we should be going back to. Avocado oil, olive oil, if it's true olive oil, those are all okay. Let's go to Texas. Randy, welcome to the program. Afternoon, Kevin. What's on your uh, mind today? Yeah, you know, I just wanted—I just wanted to comment on your your, your Christmas wish of, of four dollars a gallon. You know, back well, when was that? It's been ten years, hasn't it? Since it went up like that? It's been a while, yeah. Uh, I got yeah, I got to say, I, I made more doggone money, and I was pulling just a just a step deck, you know, and I was just pulling regular flatbed feet, still getting like three bucks a mile, boy, back to back, just cranking it, but. The only problem with that is the economy took a crap because of it. Well, see, I'd be afraid of, really. Sometimes we've got to be careful with that, though. It's easy to say that that's why the economy, you know, took a nosedive. But our economy is way, way more complex than that. That may have been a factor, but it's it's like we all we all like to point to our favorite political party or our favorite candidate and say, oh, look what he did, and now the economy's doing so great. Well, sometimes it has absolutely nothing to do with what they did. Um, in the same, well, it, with, the same think, with prices. Don't you think it was a lot to do with the expendable money? I mean, it slowed everything down. I mean, everything did slow down. It just seemed like a... It just seemed like a, a, a reaction and a reaction to me. It just seemed so, it, you know, because it always, it picked up. The oil went up because the economy was up and everybody cranked it up. And then and then when it when it caught up with it, it's, it's just a big wave. I mean, it cycles like it always it does. does, you know. Yeah. I've seen it happen yeah. so many it, times. It, it, and you're correct. It does run in cycles. And, you know, in the beginning with the oil prices, there are some benefits. Then you may get to some people who are spending less because of it. But I, I guess what what gets me is those are natural cycles. Like you've said, we've watched them happen forever. Yet the minute I come out and I say, I'm hoping for $4 fuel for Christmas, and you know when I say that, it's somewhat tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, I know. You're, you're, <laughs> it's, I know. I know. It, it, and people I, just I'm go, just reacting I know. To, the, to the consequences Pe- people just that, go I, that I observed. <laughs> nuts as though I have some control over it. Like, just because I said it, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, if it happens, you're going to be in trouble. <laughs> I know, exactly. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, it's not such a bad thing that people might have to drive a little less because gas prices go up. And then people will tell me, oh, but, but the poor people aren't wasting their miles. Yes, they are. I watch them do it every single day. We are so spoiled in this country with cheap fuel you know, we have people who commute 45 minutes or an hour to work. Look, if you want to do that, knock yourself out. It's a free country. But if you're going to live yeah. somewhere and commute an hour back and forth to work every day, don't complain about the price of gas. That was your choice. Don't buy an Escalade. Exactly. <laughs> Escalade yeah. D- yeah. <laughs> don't buy a big gas-guzzling vehicle and move an hour away from your job and then complain that gas is too expensive. Hey, on this subject, you know the gas tax game and why they keep they keep stuttering on it or, or, or uh, you know, they were also against raising the gas tax. Everybody was pointing at that because... 
oh, they don't want to raise any taxes because of their, their voters voting them out because they raised the tax. I think there's more to it that, you know, the, this whole electronic wave here, the, the people that, you know, have the money, like Carlin used to say, run the world, you know, they're kind of in the know ahead of everybody with this technology. It, it's kind of like the ELD, you know, the real reason for the ELD. It's, it's all part of this Internet of Things thing. And, and I'm kind of wondering... Now, if we have electronic vehicles, the gas tax is out the window. Hold that thought. I'm going to come back because you're right. That's a big issue, and I'm thinking about that. Uh, We'll talk about that right after this. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. An insightful and informed look at the trucking industry. The reason they're in this trouble is because of poor maintenance, and the first thing they do is fire their mechanics. Current events and social issues. Well, it's also the way you move your country forward. Educate your kids. And business strategies for any owner-operator. Are we trying to accomplish getting a truck on the road at the cheapest price possible? No. That's short-term thinking, and it will kill you in the long run. For everything trucking, it's Road Dog Trucking Radio. On Sirius XM, we know you. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett-Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Hey, owner-operators, you could win accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax consulting free from American Truck Business Services. As long as you're driving a truck for official rules and to enter for a chance to win, go to atbs.com slash radio. As the largest tax and accounting firm for owner-operators, ATBS helps eliminate the stress that comes with running a business. For a chance to win free services for the rest of your career, enter at atbs.com slash radio or call 866-920-ATBS. No purchase necessary to enter or win. And now, El Presidente, Dave Portnoy. Music. Okay, about 10 months ago, we got our own radio show, right? Little show, Barstool Radio. You know what I'm here to do today? Coming in January, we have our own channel. 24-7 Barstool Sports. That's all you're going to get. You wake up at 3 a.m., tune in. Barstool's on. You wake up at 11 a.m., tune Barstool's on. 24-7. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Barstool Sports. Music. Barstool Sports Radio. Coming January to Sirius XM. I'm Todd Bork for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates, like effect snow showers and some gusty winds. Along your ride along I-75 in the lower peninsula of Michigan, also dealing with some lake effect snow showers and gusty winds on I-77 in northeast Ohio, I-79. In Pennsylvania, we also have lake effect snow showers and some gusty winds along I-81 
in upstate New York and even affecting parts of I-87 in upstate New York as well. Uh, big issue, though, across parts of northeast Great Lakes and the Ohio Valley, the gusty northwest winds that affects all the interstates across that region, even I-95 as far north as Maine, as far south as Virginia. I-5 out west, some rain showers in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings a brighter tomorrow. I'm Idrata's Todd Bork. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to Trucking Business and Beyond, the show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome to my world. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The website is letstruck.com. We're going to get back to the phone calls, 8888-ROAD-DOG, if you want to join us. I was talking with Randy in Texas. So, Randy, what we're seeing is that we set up a lousy system for fuel tax. It made sense back then. It was the easiest way to collect it. But really... I, I think what will happen, and, and we're just go, going to have to adapt to this, is states and, and the federal government will just switch over to a straight mileage tax rather than a fuel tax. The fuel tax is a That's consumption. Yeah, it's a consumption tax, which honestly doesn't really make a lot of sense. If you take two trucks driving the exact same number of miles across a state, why does one pay a different amount for fuel tax just because it burns more fuel? What, what does that have to do with paying your fair share for the roads? So really, Oregon has the better idea. I know everybody hates Oregon because of the way they're the only one that doesn't have a fuel tax. They only have a mileage tax. Then we have three states with both a fuel and a mileage tax. Well, the easy answer here, and we have all the technology to make this easy. We can track every mile every vehicle drives. Just turn it into a straight mileage tax. Well, we're pretty much. I, I kind of wonder if the ELD doesn't have something to do with that. I, yeah. They say they're not going to track because so many systems are. My company is reliant, and I'm not sure they're proper charging me back for it because they had a deal in the truck to track our mileage. You know, I've got a thing up in the ceiling there that, that knows where the truck is and tracks the mileage for the fuel reports. But the new ELD that we're getting is. Uh, we got to have our own cell phone to do it on, you know, but it uh, right. it tracks the mileage and all that. And it, it's optional with some of the programs they've got with them. And I think that's got a lot to do with it. I think that might have sold Congress on it. Uh, everybody says, oh, you can't do that because you're brave, invading privacy with the, yeah. with the, the private sector. But, you know, they got camels got to get his nose under the tent somewhere. Yeah, ex- exactly. And, and you know what? What I'm trying to get across to people Um, People want to keep fighting the details. You know, I I spent an hour today online just because I wanted to see how far it would go. Um, I I didn't have a lot planned for today. I was sitting around doing some writing, so I was kind of monitoring Facebook at the same time. And I spent an hour going back and forth, and the argument, and I did it almost just for the fun of it, was about... If we get autonomous trucks, who's going to fuel them up? 
it, and the guy <laughs> ju- just kept arguing back and forth. He kept saying, well, the big, tr- the big truck stops aren't going to hire somebody to pump fuel. And I said, look, you know, one person, one person could probably fuel 30 to 40 trucks a day. Well, we don't do that right now because there's already free labor in every truck. You have free labor in every truck to fuel the truck. It's just part of our job. But if we have autonomous trucks, how hard is it going to be to figure out a way to get the truck fueled? Come on. This is not a big crisis to try to solve. But yet people will latch on to a detail like that and just fight it till the end. And my point is, look, guys, forget the details. I don't know every answer to all of these issues, but I do know when you see billions of dollars being invested into a technology, you better pay attention. It's not going away. They will solve those problems. That is nothing. Yeah. You know, that's like the whole ELD thing. Uh, Of course, everybody's, uh, you know, it's here. It's here. I mean, even if it holds off for two years, it's still here. I mean, there's so many of them out there. Uh, The the squawk about the hours of service, uh, you know, and then there's going to be all these exemptions, this one and that one, everything's different. They're not going to go up with that. I I think we should have a 10% leeway before we get written up now if you do 10 percent over every day for a week then you get rid up you know <laughs> right if you're abusing it right. but right you know when it comes to like like speed limit and everything else you know they allow you a little bit there but well you know it, it, the, the change we're going through now this major disruption i i've i've compared it to you know the major changes throughout this entire industry diesel engines then the highway system then deregulation I was just getting into the industry right after deregulation. I was part of the industry because of my family during deregulation. You think back to the the transition during that time was very disruptive. Brokers were basically created because of deregulation. We really didn't have freight brokers before then. That that's a huge change. We used to trip lease. That was our produce. Yeah, yeah remember trip lease? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Interline, all of that. It, I, I started in '69, Kevin. Yeah, I was you, that's a major carrier. Yeah, I've been an operator so, since damn near day one. Yeah, so you remember how, how we, things happened just because of the transition. And and then they went away, and then new things came along. This is a very, very disruptive technology. It, it, autonomous, electric, digital, the Internet, the Internet of everything. Huge, huge disruptions. We can't predict where this is going. But I, I am just... Oh, it's a culture changer, yeah. Oh, it, it's it's huge. And, and when I see people that, that want to argue about how we're going to fuel an autonomous truck i I, i'm just frustrated because i want them to see the big picture because if you don't you you are going to get left in the dust here yeah i I, I tell them a drone will come and do it for them they'll just deliver the fuel oh now there you go now you're going to rile people up good job um yeah um it's crazy to think about some of the things that are coming. 
Um, you know, when when you look at the technology and and what's already here, I, I it's just frustrating. I I just I I'm not here to say I have all the answers or I know how this is going to work or that I'm even for or promoting any of this stuff. I'm really just trying to keep everybody's eyes open because we are in the middle of major disruptions. Let's go to Connecticut. Doug, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Kevin. Fair tax yesterday. Yes, what's on your mind today? Uh, two things. Uh, a caller on a another program on this channel this morning mentioned something about the House tax bill taking away trucking's per diem deduction. What? Are you kidding me? I wish I could make this stuff up, Kevin. Did, did they... Here's the only thing I can think of, because I've been all over this. Now, we don't have a lot of details yet, because nothing's passed. You know, they're still voting on stuff, but I've been all over this. Nowhere, nowhere does it take... Well... Let me correct that. It's not taking away the per diem deduction. It's taking away the ability for most people to itemize on their tax return. Now, company drivers itemize on a Schedule A. The Schedule A is almost all of those deductions are going away. They're going to let us keep mortgage interest and real estate. But the way I see this happening, And I don't see any reason why this can't be done. And it actually creates an even bigger benefit. Now, owner-operators will still be able to take their per diem deduction on Schedule C. That's not changing at all. Company drivers are the issue. But if you can't take the per diem deduction because it just goes away and we're not going to itemize anymore, every fleet out there should start paying their drivers per diem. Now the driver gets all of his per diem tax-free, and he still gets his $24,000, if he's married, his $24,000 standard deduction. In my book, that makes about the first thirty-five dollars to $40,000 or more, maybe even all the way up to forty-five, forty-eight thousand dollars of a company driver's wages tax-free. I, Absolutely. I, I, I'm not sure what I'm missing unless somebody's reading something I haven't seen yet. I don't see anything that would stop a carrier from paying per diem. If, the, if they're allowed to pay the per diem just like they've always been allowed to, now it creates a huge benefit for drivers. Yep. And what I originally called for, uh, need to pick your brain a little bit. I've got a 2014 Cascadia Evo, DD15, hey, 10-speed overdrive transmission. Let, let me jump in, because I just had a thought. Sometimes you've got to talk this stuff out. Let, let me think about this. I, I had a thought, because I might be looking at this wrong. Let, let me talk about that when I come back. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
fly. The channel taking you back to a time when everything was, was big. Sirius XM Fly, your source for hip hop and R&B from the 90s and 2000s. Sirius XM Fly, Channel 47. Is streaming on the Series XM app. I'm Jamie, founder of Ring. And I'm Shaq. Today we're here to share some of the thousands of reviews we get here at Ring. Like this one from Dorothy. I love this invention. It makes me feel so safe. I'm away from home a lot, and now I can see what goes on at home. This one's from Erica. On Friday, someone tried to break into my house when I was at work. Thanks to your doorbell, that didn't happen. And this one from Debbie. The Ring Pro is great. Something I'm definitely recommending to friends and family. A lot of love in these letters. With over 20,000 five-star Amazon reviews and millions of happy customers, Ring is changing the way we make our neighborhood safer. Home security begins at the front door with the Ring video doorbell, then extends around your home with the floodlight cam and the new spotlight cam. Motion-activated cameras, two-way audio, lights, and even an alarm connected right to your phone so you always know what's going on. Build a ring of security around your home today. Go to ring.com forward slash shack and get some serious savings on the smartest security around. That's ring.com forward slash shack. Ring makes it easy to protect your home. With Zika and mosquito-borne disease all over the news, picture yourself owning a business that guarantees its customers a mosquito-free yard. We're the Mosquito Authority. We'd like to let you know how you can cash in by owning one of our few remaining franchise territories. Our backyard mosquito control business is in such big demand that we've already grown to more than 130 franchise owners. Franchise Business Review recently called Mosquito Authority a top emerging franchise, a top low-cost franchise, and gave us their Franchisee Satisfaction Award. Customers love us, and mosquitoes hate us. You know that timing is everything, and Mosquito Authority has just opened up a limited number of new franchise territories for sale. If you know a great thing when you see it, you have to call Mosquito Authority now. Get all the details from your cell phone now. Dial pound 250 and say the word mosquito. Dial pound 250, and when prompted, say the keyword mosquito. Again, Mosquito Authority is selling a limited number of franchise territories, so dial pound 250, keyword mosquito. Message and data rates may apply. Planning for the future is rarely about one person, one generation, or one outcome. I'm Mike Schrader, President of Private Wealth Management at Baird. For 95 years, Baird has provided trusted investment and financial advice for people like you and families like yours. Together, we can plan the future you want for yourself and those who matter most to you. Discover wealth management for your generation and the next. Visit BairdWealth.com. Robert W. Baird & Company, member SIPC. Road Dog Truck and Radio. 18 wheels. That's how we roll. Serious Six. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. we go back to Connecticut. I was talking with Doug. So, Doug, I just had a thought. Um, we're not getting enough yeah. details, but it's possible. I guess it's possible that if they eliminate the Schedule A deduction for per diem, that they may not allow you to pay per diem anymore because we're allowed to pay it now because it is tax deductible. I guess that's a possibility. I, I, 
it wouldn't go away for owner-operators because that's a Schedule C deduction. And there's no talk about changing those. I guess it is possible that if they eliminated that per diem deduction because we're not going to itemize anymore, that they could also say because it's no longer tax deductible, you can't pay it. If that's true, that would be a huge loss for drivers. But I haven't seen that anywhere. That, that would be just be pure speculation right now. Yep. Anyway, uh, my question regarding the driveline. As I said, 2014 Cascadia Evo, DD15, 10-speed overdrive, 342 rears. Uh, I typically drive, depending on the load, between 55 and 62 miles an hour, never faster. Uh, if I wanted to re-ring the rears to run this truck in direct, what ratio would I have to go down to, or up to, as the case may be, to run it in direct and still be turning 1,250 RPM at 57 miles an hour? Somewhere between 250 and 270 or so, maybe even all the way up to 280, but I don't know if I'd want to go that high. 250, 260, low 270 range, any of those would work. Okay, and I know that the uh, ROI time frame is astronomical, but you know, sometimes you've got to bite the bullet and do that. Yeah, you know, with fuel where it is now, it's on its way up, so the time's getting a little shorter, but, um, you know, figure you'll pick up two tenths um just depends on how often you, you're able to run indirect let's uh let's go to nebraska mike welcome to the program hello kevin hey uh uh bottom feeder yeah last week did you get that yes that guy last week bottom feeder i'm your biggest bottom feeder with my cheap trucks that i bought and helped guys out with <laughs> Unfortunately, they're making their, you know, in the eighty to $100,000 a year in their pocket. You know, one of them dead, you know, he he married a lady with three kids, had one of his own, and he's taking care of them real well, was able to, you know, great job by putting an add-on to his house, and, and he was able to go out by a, 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 a like Escalade, and, he just wrote me a check for 15000 for a trailer, one of my flatbed trailers. And then I went out and bought a brand new flatbed trailer, along with the other guy that's raw freight bought a new trailer. So, you know, I guess he's not better than I get. We're not creating any jobs because we didn't buy a new truck. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's just, you and, know, it's. And our low operating cost allows us to do that. Yeah, I, I've never understood the argument of the people that say, well, I don't worry about my expenses because I'll just get a better rate. Well, why not Why not do both? I don't understand separating those two as though they're mutually exclusive. The goal of every business right. is to generate more revenue and spend less. Earn more, spend less. That should yeah. be the goal of every business. That's, that, that is as basic of a business principle as we could possibly get to, and yet so many people seem to not understand it. Well, you know, uh, like myself, this for this year at the company I'm at, uh, before they took take my 75%, I was at 267 for the year, 
per load. That's my average, 267 for, for my rates. And I got a cheap truck. Exactly. But what that allows me to do is to deadhead from Portland, Oregon, back to Nebraska, because everything up there is, to, you know, it's about 40 coming back in right. heavy weight. So right. I say, I'm, I'm going to stick with my core values. So I'm going to come back. That, that, so, that, know, that, that's what that allows you to do. Yeah, you know, the, the, and, uh, the difference I see... You know, there, there seem to be two big schools of thought, and, and this is really becoming evident with all this disruption in trucking. There's, there seems to be one group that no matter what you mention, I don't care whether it's brokers, rates, ELDs, autonomous trucks, government, whatever, they immediately point out what's wrong and blame everything on something external. And then you have the other group that, that realizes, yes, things are happening, things are changing, but they internalize it. They say, what can I do to make this better? What part of this is in my control? And that's really, I think, we're seeing this huge separation be- between the people that look at everything that's happening and, and look at it as a very negative thing and want to blame all of these outside sources on why they can't succeed. And then there are the other people that immediately say, look, it, it, this is what's happening. It doesn't mean that I'm for it, against it. It doesn't mean that it's good or bad. It just is, and I'm going to deal with it. Yeah. Um, I had three things. I'm just going to stick with two. One of the other things was, you know, being a, an airline pilot, uh, uh, when they came out with, you know, this technology and all the airplanes and stuff, glass cockpits and, you know, auto land and all that kind of stuff, uh, I, I picked up on it pretty quick. And and guys used to always ask, how come, you know, how come you turn that autopilot on at 100 feet off the ground and you don't ever turn it off until it's on the ground at 60 knots? Because I auto land 100% of the time. I always said, well, I kind of figure that uh, I make more per hour because I'm not having to work. That's right. But but anyway, the technology there, and it's just plain safer. My question to you is, you know, I got this old FLD and put this Pittsburgh power motor and everything in it, but I'm thinking, you know, five, how many years do you think it's going to be before? You know, I think they're going to have autonomous trucks for sure, but before that, they're going to have some sort of autopilot system in it for the guy. You know, you're going to be monitored like they're doing right now. When is the guy going to be able to buy one of them trucks that's going to be reliable? So a guy like me could buy it and kick back and relax like I did in the airplane for my life, you know, last five or six years. Well, it looks like our closest opportunity could be Tesla. I mean, Tesla already yeah. has some pretty robust, you know, autopilot technology in their cars currently. They say the truck will have all of that technology, and my guess is they'll have even more of it developed in the next two years. Um, but I also think that right. you're going to see the other companies catch up. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that hard. Right now we have, you know, predictive and adaptive cruise control that can, you know, match speed to traffic we've got lane departure we have self-steering we have auto braking i I think we're like i say basically if if tesla pulls off their timeline you would have a pretty functioning autopilot in less than or, or right around two years yeah 
but I think Tesla, my personal opinion, is it's going to be on down the road a ways before, before you know, a guy like me is going to go out and buy one of those, the electric thing. But I was looking for the same thing. You know, I don't want to steer it. I right. want to go down the road, and get back and watch it. Yeah, uh, it, and you know, whether it's a freight line or something like that, you think five, eight years. You know, it's hard to say. It seems to me like the major truck manufacturers are actually behind the curve here. When you look at the companies that are bringing us this technology, they're not truck manufacturers. It's companies like Auto, right. you know, which is owned by Uber. Right. But but they they're doing uh-huh. it for their own interest. You know, that's why I'm. people have asked me, Kevin, why are you kind of excited about Tesla, but you refuse to work with Uber? They're both trying to put drivers out of business. Well, yeah, eventually I see that. But here's the difference. Tesla is only building trucks. Well, cars too, but I mean, they're they're in the trucking industry. They're going to build a truck. Well, they'll sell that truck to me. If I want it, they'll sell right. it to me, and I could possibly use that to my advantage. It might have a lower cost. It, like you said, I might be able to work while I'm driving down the road and do something else. I could turn that to right. my advantage. That's what Tesla does. They uh-huh. build vehicles. Uber, on the other hand, is I haven't seen one sentence anywhere where Uber is planning on building a truck that they'll sell to me. All I see is Uber right. developing this technology to replace me. They're going to own the truck, and they want to put the driver out of business. On top of that, Uber wants the driver to help them build their freight business that they're eventually going to take away from them. So two totally different approaches. You know, autonomous technology is coming, um, but I don't want to support Uh a company like Uber because I see their big game. I'd much rather support, you know, whether it's Daimler that's going to do this or Tesla. Uh, at least somebody that's willing to sell the technology to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was just thinking, you know, another five, six years down the road, you know, I, uh, being I able to purchase something and finish out your last, you know, five or six years after that or whatever you want to have some technology there that makes it nice and easy like the airplane, you know. Yeah, you know, I again, I don't like to make predictions because I hate being wrong, but I would have to say that what you're talking about is less than 10 years away. I, I really think it is. All right. We'll be right back. Stick around. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Dog Trucking, Sirius XM are pleased to present a legendary overnight show. I'm George Norrie, and welcome to Coast to Coast AM. The most dominant overnight show in the country is on Road Dog Trucking Radio. Did you hear about it? Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East. It's Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie telling it like it is. Widely unreported by the mainstream media over the weekend. Coast to Coast AM with George Norrie. Weekday mornings at 1 a.m. East on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. Truckers, Schneider now has more types of team driving opportunities than ever. New dedicated accounts hauling for one customer. New less than truckload opportunities. Improved van truckload and tanker team options. Team drivers can earn more than solos and drive the newest equipment in the fleet with mostly automated transmissions. Plus, of course, electronic logs. Make the switch before the December mandate. Get a team sign-on bonus when you join the Schneider team today at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. 
In the trucking world, reliability is everything. As America's most reliable bypass and e-tolling platform, PrePass maximizes your opportunity to save time and money. The PrePass transponder ensures you receive up to 100% connectivity without spotty cell coverage. Don't rely solely on cellular apps. Rely on the trusted platform, PrePass. We're so sure you'll love it, we're offered one free month of service to try before you buy. Call 888-559-PASS and use the promo code ROADDOG, 888-559-7277 or prepass.com slash roaddog. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot in the sense of precipitation across U.S. We have some gusty winds all across New England, the Great Lakes, and the Ohio Valley, and watch out for some lake effect snow showers those regions as well. East-West interstates, lake effect snow showers along I-90 in upstate New York through Pennsylvania, as well as northeast Ohio. It does affect parts of I-96 and I-94 in far eastern parts of Michigan as well. Lake effect snow showers and gusty winds along I-88 and I-86 in upstate New York, I-80 and I-76 in Pennsylvania, as well as Ohio. And once again, no matter where you are, in the Great Lakes Northeast, watch out for some gusty northwest winds. I-90 out west, we have some rain showers and high elevation flakes of snow in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings the brighter tomorrow. I'm Ethan Rogers, Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The website is letstruck.com. We're going to get right back to the phone calls. We're going to head off to Ohio. Aaron, welcome to the program. How are you doing, Kevin? Good. What's on your mind today? Uh, Well, uh, knowledge. (laughs) Okay. Um, I'm a driver for two years now um i've done some flatbed uh some reefer box now i'm off to flatbed i'm liking flatbed a lot more um anyways i'm looking to go owner op i i want to become an owner op um i want to know where i need to be heading off to looking reading um i've joined with oida to uh 
talk with them, watch their videos and stuff on how to become an owner-operator. Um, right now, I am a company driver. Um, uh, I just just some knowledge and where I need to go, because I, I talk to the old guys out here um, ever since I started, and I kind of get mixed stories, you know, so... And I want, you know, I know that some things that work for them ain't going to work for me. So, yeah, I, so, I, I found your show, so I, I wanted to talk to you. Got it. So there, there's not a lot of information out there. It, you know, I went through this 30 years ago when I wanted to buy my first truck. And, you know, I came from a trucking background, so I had some help. Um but there's just not a lot of information. And, and 30 years ago, I decided, I guess, someday I'll have to write it. And, and I have. I have a whole program on how to go from zero to 100, how to buy your first truck, how to go through every step of the process, how to do it right. Um, you can buy the program as kind of a, you know, work your own way through it. It's got video. It's got audio. You can listen while you drive. It's got workbooks. It's got worksheets. The whole program about getting started, every step you need. You can get that in our store right now. I also teach that material. Um, Let'sTruck.com. Go to the store under education. You'll see it in there. Uh, I also teach that as a course. So I do it over a 16-week time frame, and then we make all of the material available online, and we go through it in, in a, like a class each week. I'm I'm giving one of those right now, but that one's sold out. The next available slot for that program starts on March 2nd, I believe. You can sign up for it now, and you could get the program and start working through the material, and then starting on March 2nd, we'll do a 16-week uh, course that I actually teach it. So each week we get together for a conference um, webinar, and I go through all the material. I answer everybody's questions. We work through it. I assign, you know, other books to, to read and listen to. Um, I, I really don't know of any other resource like that anywhere. I, I've looked all over the industry. And like you said, you can find a couple YouTube videos here and there, a couple articles. But I, I haven't seen anything else that takes you from step one all the way through the end of your first year operating and, and that's what's in this program. It's very comprehensive. Okay. Um, what's some good things to start off while I'm being company? What's some things I need to be doing to get myself in the owner-operator mind? You know, one of the biggest mistakes I see owner-operators make is not having a good accounting system. I know guys that have been running a truck for 20 years, and they say, well, why do I need it? I've been in business 20 years. I'm doing fine. Well, yeah, you might have had four or five trucks now had you actually run it like a business. You know, just just saying, well, I'm in business and I paid the bills, there's a lot more than that. You know, so having a good accounting system is the biggest mistake I see. You, I, I've helped people start doing the accounting on the company truck that they drive just for practice. You know, just get used to it. Get get start to understand the numbers, how to do the accounting. And it's not going to be perfect. You don't have access to every number on your truck, but you could get started. You know, start keeping track of cost per mile and revenue per mile and, and you know, what is your profit after all the expenses. Because that's, that's clearly one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is not knowing how to do that. I think I can actually get a lot of those numbers because my company that I work for, 
Um, I, I have heard how you say no to the lease, but we have one, and I know not. I know I don't want to sign that, um, but they are kind of. I guess they're one of the companies that will help you understand what you, gets you in the owner operator mind. So they will help you and understand what you're getting into, and they ex- and they won't let you buy a truck from them unless you've been working for them for a year and can prove that you can run your truck as a company guy first. Yeah, um, yeah, the, and and there's still a lot of reasons why the leases just aren't a good deal. But running, you know, your current truck as though it were your own, and putting in as many numbers into an accounting system, so you you start to get the hang of it and you start to understand it. I, I think that's the single biggest thing. The other thing is, you drive roughly sixty hours a week. You should be listening to at least. Two to three business books every week. Okay. And they don't have to have anything to do with trucking. I mean, I wish there were that many books about trucking. There are virtually none other than (laughs) mine. Um, But I have a list on my Facebook page. I have lists on my Goodreads account. I mean, I I put out lists all the time, the top ten books you should listen to, you know, when you want to become an owner-operator. So... Um, there are some resources out there. There are a ton of books you could be listening to. Um, you could get my course now. You could sign up for the course coming in March, the live course. Those are all things that will start to get you prepared to, to succeed at this. Okay. Well, I appreciate your time. You're welcome. Thanks for the call. Thanks for listening. Let's go to South Dakota. Reggie, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going today? Good. What's on your mind? Well, whenever I face a problem or a challenge in life that I'm unsure of the future, I always look back at history. And I feel this is a really good time for us as individuals and as tribe members as a whole to do such. And I just wanted to kind of talk about the things that I've been thinking about and, you know, maybe it'll bump up into some other ideas. So I think that's a great um, the idea. The first thing I was thinking, yeah. No, so the first thing I was thinking is, um, obviously, the big one is electronic logs. You know, everybody's talking about it. And, uh, you know, what did they do back in the day? They ran two books. And I'm not saying it's right, and I'm not saying it's wrong. But, you know, it's a solution if you want to do that. You know, run two books just to figure out the system you need to do. Um, Another thing is, is John Henry, he lost to the machine a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. So we have to remember that as well. Yeah. Um, and, and let me jump in and address that real quick, because I keep seeing this thought that if we replace truck drivers, we replace brokers, although all the truck drivers are happy that the brokers might get replaced. They're not so happy that they might get replaced. Um, they always say, well, if, we, if, if nobody has a job, who's going to buy anything? Well, Again, we've been replacing jobs for a 100 years. I don't know what truck drivers are going to do or what brokers are going to do if they eventually get replaced. But there will be something. There always is. I mean, our economy wouldn't function without it. So we've we've found new jobs for, I mean, right now we're supposedly at, you know, very, very, very low unemployment. In fact, they call this full employment right now. Everybody that wants a job has a job. So I'm not sure about this fear and this doom and gloom that all of this automation means nobody's going to have a job anymore because that started 100 years ago. 
Right. Another point I would like to bring up is um, it all really blends together if you're seeing it clearly with the taxes, with the electronic logs, you know, it's all about, in my opinion, is, you know, and I don't remember exactly the year, but when the regulations were, when the industry is deregulated, um, you lost a lot of your big major carriers because they couldn't handle the disruption. And we might see that. Yes. And so with that going forward, you know, we need to stay savvy and stay innovative as small carriers, and we need to try and work with small brokerage houses, you know, and that's another thing with this tax plan is I look at it as I know you support it and I really disagree with you because I feel it's um it's about corporate welfare and a corporate takeover of our country. You know, we need, we should be proud to pay our taxes as business owners and not try and, you know, fudge the law. That's that's messed up in my opinion. Well, hold on. Let and me let, hold on. Let, let me address that. You're right. We all have to pay tax. I, I've never said there should be no tax. I'm, I'm a big proponent of the fair tax. I think it's a more efficient way of collecting tax. We all need to pay our tax, but if the law changes, we're not fudging the law. It's just a new law. We're still going to follow it. But I, I, I would disagree with you on the corporate tax. Let me, let me talk about that when we come back, because you, you make a good point. Just think we have different opinions about how this will shake out. Stick around. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. California turns 40 and the Eagles are celebrating with their own limited edition channel. Here hits rarities, influences, and insight. All my influences came from listening to radio. Plus the Eagles captured live at Nashville's Grand Ole Opry House. Find Hotel California, the Eagles channel on now on channel 30 and tell your friends and family they can listen free on any satellite radio as part of Sirius XM's free listening event now through November 27th. Are you a small business owner in need of cash to fund payroll, to buy new equipment, or to expand your business? Has your local bank turned you down? Have you been told no when you really, really need to hear yes? Get cash to run your business right now. Call Strategic Funding and get a yes today. 800-511-3038. If you've been in business for at least a year, have annual revenue of at least $150,000 and minimum credit score of 550, we can provide you with up to $500,000. Our unique financing service can get you the cash you need with very flexible payment plans, personalized to fit your specific situation. Growing your business just got a lot easier with approval in as little as one day. Stop worrying and call Strategic Funding today for a no-obligation consultation. 800-511-3038. 800-511-3038. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients and building a community of home chefs. Some of the upcoming meals are crispy wild Alaskan pollock and garlic mashed potatoes with roasted broccoli and tartar sauce, seared steaks and garlic butter with oven fries and romaine salad, 
and roasted chicken and fall vegetables with cranberry and ginger compote. Don't they sound good? Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash news. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash news. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Remember when a small business needed a landline? With Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system, you get all the features of a business phone system on your cell phone. Choose a Grasshopper phone number to connect your team and make it easy for your customers to reach you. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Using our iPhone and Android apps, make calls and send texts from your Grasshopper phone number. See how it works at grasshopper.com. At 7 a.m. East, it's the Dave Nemo Show. On the Dave Nemo Show, we'll wake you up and catch you up with what's going on. Exclusively on... Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to Reggie in South Dakota. So, Reggie, you don't think that almost a 40% corporate tax rate, the third highest in the world, is a problem? Now, I'm not saying corporations shouldn't pay their tax, but when is enough enough? And we have to realize corporations don't pay tax. Corporations have to pass right. tax on to their consumers. They have to because right. they, they can't let – you have lots of businesses that operate on very, very small margins. And they do that because it's competitive. There are a lot uh, – let's look at carriers. I just read this. I had a hard time believing this. But according to the FMCSA, we have 1.5 million carriers, trucking companies. That's a lot of competition. That's why rates are low because there's a lot of competition. That means small margins. If the tax goes up or the tax is really high, the, the company has to raise their costs, their rates, to cover the tax. They're not going to take it out of their own pocket. They can't. So when we lower corporate tax rate, we increase our competitiveness worldwide. We also, the whole point is to bring a lot of that money back to the United States that corporations keep offshore because our tax rate's too high. So I think a 20% corporate rate is, I, I hope that's the one thing that doesn't get cut out of this. Kevin, Maserati, Mercedes-Benz, they don't lower their prices. If you want to play in America, you know, that's our system. And I understand it's high, but that's our system and it's been very successful. Well, wait a minute. It's how kind do, of gotten how do, out of control. How do you know, the, how do you know those on. companies won't cut their costs? They'll have to. It only takes one company in every sector to lower their cost, and then everybody else has to. That's competition. So back in the day, a company, there's a lot of companies that this business model is made off of. Is The highest employee earn no more than 10% than the lowest paid employee. 
You know, now we have this huge discrepancy in wages. So you're saying that CEO that's making 50 million rightfully deserves. He's got a lot of responsibilities and he's paying his employees, you know, dirt wages where they can barely survive. So what would you, you know, do? That's what, a problem. what would you do to change that? I would change the way that we pay our CEOs. You well, know, they, they're making the scale is getting way t- lopsided. T- tell me how These you would change. No, hold on. How would you change how we – are you saying the government needs to dictate how much you can pay somebody? No, I'm saying well, as how else do you do it? as a business owner, I'm trying to build a business model that's going to reflect my views. And that's what I really believe in is the business uh, okay. model creators I, are going to be the new leaders of this, of this country. I, I'm fine with that because you're making an individual choice to run your company based on your values. Uh, but I also don't have right. a problem with the CEO who makes $50 million a year. I, what are you going to do to stop that? Well, what do you like to eat, Kevin? Do you like eating the corn or do you like eating, you know, local grown home food, stuff like that? Yeah. You know, you I, like the local. You're right. going back to the roots. You're going yeah, but again, that's my choice. When you, so right. I, I'm fine with that. And I pay my employees really well. I always have. Way better than average. And I do that because for me, I like the loyalty that that creates. I like the fact that I don't have employee turnover. When I owned trucks and I had drivers, I didn't have driver turnover because I paid them better, way better than average. But that was my choice. Right. But I, I don't... And that's what, I'm, that's what I'm trying to say is that through business models... The people that have good ethics and are doing positive things for a community at large, you know, not being greedy and, you know, making their money, being successful. Success. Look at Patagonia. Great company. They don't, you know, they're, they're about creating a quality product. It costs a little bit more, yes, but they, you know, you can keep it forever. And through our eating and what we're doing with our food and that change in the market, we're creating an industry where the people that create a good product, a sustainable product, they're the ones that are going to succeed through this next, this next future. I'm 27, man. I see this. And the only way you could get authority back in the day, it, wasn't, it didn't matter if there's service or not. If you, you couldn't even mention rates in your Interstate Commerce Commission. The judges knew it was rigged, and nobody would say anything. Well, the rates and that's were, what it's all about. Is the, these, the rates were set. That's why you didn't mention rates. Exactly. The, the government set the rates. Yeah, it, it wouldn't matter because, you know, if, if there wasn't a service there, you needed to have a you needed to find a lane that wasn't already getting service. Well, now we're jumping all the over the way. place. We're jumping all over the place. I, I but certainly it all, it all wraps together. Well, how? It all what? wraps together, my man. I, I'm not understanding. It goes from we went from a, a corporate tax that you believe is fine. I think is too high. To companies that make good decisions to now deregulation, and maybe I'm missing the connection. Were you for deregulation? Let me absolutely. Okay, Let good. Me explain the circle. So it goes from good companies creating sustainable products, healthy products that benefit society as a whole and contribute to society, and then it goes into you know putting money into our our government which creates a sustainable way of living. Well, well, but, well having, let's, let's stop you know, there. Let, let's stop there. Because let's go back to the government. Because this is where I'll fight you. 
I, I, you're right. I love companies that are responsible. And, and so, but we were talking about a corporate tax rate. I don't want to burden those kind of companies with a 40% corporate tax rate. Let's get something a little more reasonable. We're the third highest the in the world. Reason. That's a problem. But let's go back to you saying we, we pay into the government so that we have this stability. But how much? We have a government that's $20 trillion in debt. We have a, a government that does almost nothing right. The gover- we need to get the government out of private enterprise. That's the problem. The government doesn't need nearly as much money as we fund them with. Our government has just gotten too big. Kevin, we are the government. Us individuals Correct. Are the I know. We're we the voters. We're the voters. We, and that, that's my point. I yes. vote libertarian because it's the and only party that wants to make the government smaller. But what I hear from you and is almost like you want the government bigger. No, not at all. Not at all. I'm saying that we have too much, too much corporate money, the people that are making poor decisions running the show. You know, they're putting the money into the government, creating laws so they benefit. You know, we have, we have farmers going out of business because the producers are buying up farms and they drove the market out. That's the same thing that's going to happen to the trucking industry. They're getting this on the e-logs. Next is the speed limiters. Next, they're going to increase our prices on insurance. We're not going to be able to do it anymore, and they're just going to gobble all the freight up. You know, and we'll be back working at CR England. Yeah, and now, see, Swift. I, 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 I no. disagree with that, and I'll tell you why. I've been in this industry a long, long time. 25 years ago, I heard owner-operators were going to go away. 20 years ago, I heard owner-operators were going to go away. 15 years ago, prices are too high. Owner-operators can't afford the fuel. I've heard every excuse that owner-operators are going out of business. But it never happens. We have more owner-operators now than ever. So I, I disagree with that we premise. We have technology now. We have technology now, Kevin. This we, technology is changing the world. Of course if, it is. If good I'm, people I'm, get it, I'm the one talking about that every day. If the, if, exactly. If the good people get it, us little guys have a chance. But if the corporations get it, they're going to wipe us out, man. Yeah, no, it depends see, I, on who gets the technology first. Well, if Uber gets it, they develop it first, you know, that's a different story than if Tesla gets it and develops it first. But what happens if they all develop it at the same time, which is really what's going to happen? It's not like once one company... Then we have some good competition. But it, it's not then like just because Uber comes out with a self-driving truck that the game is over. Because there's still all these other companies. That's why we have a free market. That's why we have competition. And that's why prices will get driven down. If you take the corporate tax rate from 38% down to 20 prices will drop. We've tried it, man. No, we haven't. Tell me when we did. Tell me when we did. In the 80s. In the 80s, we had a similar tax plan. They didn't, didn't lower didn't corporate back. They, oh, oh, come on. I, come on. I was 18 had, years old in 2001 when deregulation happened, but when we got the big tax cuts, that happened in the 80s. Let me tell you what changed. When I got out of high school, zero jobs. Every one of my friends was going to Texas to work in the oil fields because it was the only place to work. We had rampant unemployment in one. A home mortgage in 1981 18% for a home mortgage, 18%. Do 
You couldn't afford to buy a car because the interest rates were too high. Couldn't buy a house because interest rates were too high. By, by the time the tax cuts went through, we saw some of the biggest boom times ever. So you can't say that the tax changes in 1986 did not fix anything. It clearly did. We got the same thing going on now. We got the same thing. My generation is struggling. So let's cut taxes. It worked last time. That's what I'm saying. Let's cut taxes then. It worked last time. But this isn't the right. It's not the right tax cut. That's the problem. It's for the corporations, not for the people. Wait a minute. How do you take seven tax brackets down to three, lower them all, double the standard deduction, and say it's not for the average person? Who's getting the biggest chunk? Who is getting the biggest chunk? You agreed with me. Corporations don't pay tax. We do, the consumers. Cut the corporate tax, we get a break. Cut the personal tax, we get a break. I don't see how you can say this isn't for the average person. Certainly looks like it to me, and I have a pretty good grasp of our tax system. Good stuff. Stick around. We'll be right back. Full loads, long hauls, way stations, and truck stops. Three wheels. It's all about trucking. Keep up with the industry through us. We talk about things in the truck driving world without concentrating on the same four or five topics. And hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Around that curve could be anything. I can't believe you went there. Free wheeling. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East. It's Meredith Oaks. Do we get to no drink tequila? And Chris T. Well, you want to know that about every day. Free wheeling. Exclusively on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio. Truck drivers, thank you. This is Craig Harper, Chief Operations Officer with J.B. Hunt Transport. I hope those two simple words adequately express our gratitude for the tough job you do, not just during truck driver appreciation, but over the entire year. At J.B. Hunt, truck driver appreciation is a time for our drivers and our office employees to come together and enjoy cookouts and family and music park days and other celebrations. It's a time to step away from day to day and to simply say thank you. For your continued work to move the goods America needs, we thank you. For your attention to safety on the roadways, we thank you. And for your dedication to on-time deliveries and superior customer service, we thank you. For every mile driven, we thank you. If you're a truck driver looking for a carrier who appreciates you, connect with us at drivejbhunt.com. Search current openings and chat with us online. Visit drivejbhunt.com. Again, that's drivejbhunt.com. The ELD mandate is coming up fast, but VDO Roadlog has you covered. Roadlog electronic logging devices are VDO certified and FMCSA registered, and they're the only ELDs to feature a built-in log printer to get you through inspections faster. With Roadlog, there's no need to hand over your phone or worry about data transfers. Plus, Roadlog ELDs are available without monthly fees. Roadlog ELDs are simple, safe, and secure. You worry about the driving? Leave the mandate to VDO Roadlog. Find out more at VDORoadlog.com. Listening to NFL radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tori Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. I'm Todd Bork for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates like affect snow showers and some gusty winds. Along your ride along I-75 in the lower peninsula of Michigan, also dealing with some lake effect snow showers and gusty winds on I-77 in northeast Ohio, I-79. 
in Pennsylvania. We also have lake effect snow showers and some gusty winds along I-81 in upstate New York and even affecting parts of I-87 in upstate New York as well. Uh, big issue, though, across parts of northeast Great Lakes and the Ohio Valley, the gusty northwest winds that affects all the interstates across that region, even I-95 as far north as Maine, as far south as Virginia. I-5 out west, some rain showers in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings a brighter tomorrow. I'm Idrash Todd Bork. Your money, your taxes, your truck, and your road to success in the trucking industry. Now, now, back to trucking business and beyond. The show that puts the money where it belongs. Back in your pocket. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're heading into the third and final hour of the program. Still time to get through. Keep dialing 8888 Road Dog. I'm going to go back to the phones. We're off to Louisiana. Ken, welcome to the program. Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. Yeah, I uh, learned some questions. Uh, I was uh, at an 01 FLD. I ran for 800,000 miles, and it, it was at 700,000 when I got it. Uh, and I finally believe I just wore it out. I got to where I couldn't get it leased on anywhere, so I uh, got myself unemployed. So I sold the whole truck for the price of the uh, track back on it. Uh, I was talking to another one of your listeners today. He's, he's got a – I didn't recognize the truck. It was a Canadian Volvo, a 2000. He said he's talked to you a lot uh, and he, like I had, he he had put everything into that truck, and uh, and he was asking fifty thousand dollars for a two thousand model Volvo. Uh, since I couldn't get a bank to loan fifty thousand dollars on a seventeen year old truck, I had to pass. Right. So I've been thinking about later model trucks, and talking to other drivers. And I ran across a guy who had a two thousand and twelve International with an international motor that he had had the ECM reprogrammed, uh, much like Pittsburgh Power would do. And so I called Pittsburgh Power and said, well, what should I be looking for? And I, I fell out of my seat when the, when the guy on the phone said, get something that's uh, a pack R 13 liter with depth, and you get the best fuel economy, and it'll run well and not give you headaches. And that's not what I expected to hear. Is that what something I'm supposed to be looking for? If well, I go back to being an owner operator. Well, you, you got to remember that when it comes to trucks, engines, transmissions, gear ratios, everybody has their own opinions. Um, we do want to talk to people that have some basis for their opinion. Uh, Pittsburgh Power is a big company. I'm not sure who you talk to. Um, I like the Pack Car 13 liter. It's not my first choice. I don't think we're quite there on that engine yet i would rather have a dd13 I, I, i'll tell you the engines i could live with right now if i were buying a newer truck a dd15 a dd13 those would be my first choices the um isx the new um x15 from cummins what used to be the isx now called the x15 i would buy that engine my third choice would be the pack car engine 
So uh, uh, my last choice, I can tell you this, since you were asking about it, you wouldn't catch me dead with one of those international engines. They were absolute junk, and they don't even make them anymore. That engine didn't even make it, what, three or four years? And they were a disaster. I can't even imagine who reprogrammed the ECM or what they did to it, but I would stay far, far away from that truck. Uh, as far as a pack car 13, yeah, it, it's, it's got potential. It's not my absolute favorite engine right now, but it's, it's in one of my top three. You there? Uh, cutting out, Kevin. Uh-oh. Yeah, sounds sounds like I'm losing you. I'm going to have to cut you loose. Like I say, um, I, I wouldn't put the Packard 13 as my first engine, but it, it, it is in my top three or so. Like I said, the DD series, the uh, X-15, then I would move on to the Packard engines as kind of my third choice. Um, but any time you talk to somebody, whether it's at Pittsburgh Power or anywhere, people are going to have their own opinions. If somebody over there really likes the MX-13, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I don't think you can make the claim you'll get the best fuel economy. I haven't seen proof of that. You can certainly get good fuel economy out of them. Let's, uh, let's go to Tennessee. Paul, welcome to the program. You could also get a pack iron and have bad fuel economy. Yeah, exactly. You could get a bad Detroit. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah, two sides, two sides to every coin. So, yeah, and um, I, I like. I got, a, uh, I got, a, I got a couple of things now. I like Doctor Phil's saying on this one: it, no matter how flat you make a pancake, it still has two sides. That's right. Yep. Um, you were talking about the fuel tax. Yes. And then you said about going to a, a miles, uh, you know, um, a mileage tax. <clears throat> In New Zealand, there's absolutely no tax on diesel fuel. And then you buy your road tax and you have to prepay it. Uh, and you pay the ton miles, whatever tonnage you're going to run at. But if you have more wheels on the ground it actually makes the tax cheaper. Uh, for and this it can be done, but more it's expensive in New Zealand, but everything's expensive in New Zealand. So, but I think that system actually really makes sense. What I, and let me make sure I'm clear on what you're saying. If, you, if we take the same amount of weight, but we put it on more wheels, our tax goes down. Is that correct? Yep. Yeah, well, here's mm-hmm. why. Let's think logically. Why do we charge a tax anyway? Well, we charge a tax to maintain the roads. That's why I've never understood our system. Our system says the more fuel you burn, the more we're going to charge you. Well, how did me burning more fuel have anything to do with what I did to the roads? But the system in New Zealand says if you put this weight on this many tires, it does less damage. The more you spread that weight out, yep. the less damage it does to the road. That makes total sense. So that's why you see a lot of trucks running around on nine and ten, or truck and trailer running around on nine and ten axles. But you might see the same guy with a different setup, and he's doing the exact, hauling the exact same product, 
but he might only have seven axles, but he's going to pay a whole lot more tax. So then so. Now, now you have a new calculation to try to figure out which one costs you more, all those wheels and axles, and you will burn more fuel with that or less tax. Yeah. I mean, I don't know which one is better. Yeah. You'd have to look at it every time. Well, I'm, th- I'm thinking it's, it, it must work out cheaper to have more axles because um, it seems like every time I go back, they shoved another axle under everything. So, yeah. Yeah. So, but then uh, the the caller you had at the end of the last hour, um, he sounded like a confused Democrat to me. He was all over the map. If he's not happy where he is, he could go out and get educated or get a skill to do something different, and then he could get paid more which would probably mean he'd pay more tax, but he might not be <laughs> happy with that. I don't know, but um, he need to get educated as to how stuff works because I don't know many poor people that employ people. It's rich people that have companies that employ people, that not create, poor people. Yeah, you know, the, the 86 tax cut did a ton to stimulate the economy. We, we had... <laughs> Things got a lot, lot better after those cuts, and these look very similar. You know, here's the other interesting thing. I didn't even really remember this. Um, You know, we kind of know John F. Kennedy as a Democrat, but when I've been going back and researching all the tax law changes, John F. Kennedy as a Democrat was big on cutting taxes for both companies and individuals, because his belief was it did stimulate the economy, that companies would put that money back into their business, generate new jobs. I, you know, now when I look back at Kennedy, he looks to me a lot more like a libertarian than a Democrat. Yeah. Well, damn it, I haven't been here for long, but, well, I don't know, 18 years nearly, but uh, people that, fly under the democrat flag now are way different than what they used to be 20 30 years ago well you know i I think we could say the same thing about the republicans too though they don't look much like republicans anymore yeah so that that's you know i i think yeah i i think the true you know kind of uh fiscally conservative people that we just don't seem to have many of those left um, in government at all. But looking back now, I I think uh, John F. Kennedy could have been called a libertarian based on the policies that I see. Clearly, he was socially liberal. I get that, but that's what a libertarian is. But fiscally conservative... And he sounds a lot more fiscally conservative than some of the Republicans I see today. Let's uh, let's go to where are we going? Oh, we're going to go to a break. I'm glad the music's playing. We will uh, we'll be right back. We have lots of calls on the line. Keep dialing. Sometimes you can break through in that last half hour. 88, 88 Road Dog. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford.
holiday season, don't just give thanks. Give back. Join the fight against hunger with Sirius XM and Why Hunger's Hungerthon annual donation drive. Our finest gifts we bring. Bid on one-of-a-kind experiences like co-hosting an episode of the Y2 Country Show, Throwback 30 with me, Trace Atkins. Or hang out with the Sirius XM Hits 1 Morning Mashup crew. And help Nicole with the daily entertainment report. Or simply donate. Go to SiriusXM.com slash Hungerthon now. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. Do you know the top three promotional items for driving new customers? We do. Do you know how to make your logo come alive and magnetically attract new, long-lasting customers? We do. And do you know how to ensure your logo is delivered on the right promotional items on time at a great price? We do. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. Who are we? We're for Imprint, the nation's leading team to make your logo shine on your choice of thousands of promotional items. And right now, we want to share with you, for free, the top three promotional items for driving new customers. Discover them now by texting ACT77 to 88988. Let us show you what a difference the right promotional items can make to help grow your brand. With 4imprint, you'll get high-quality products, exclusive items, popular brands, on-time delivery, and outstanding customer service. That's what we do. Discover the top three promotional items for driving new customers by texting ACT77 to 88988. That's ACT77 to 88988. The objects people choose to keep in their homes define who they are. Now, Fox News Channel and Harvey Levin bring you the unheard stories of prized possessions and surprising insights from some of the biggest names in the world on their brand new show, Objectified. Go inside the lives of Shaquille O'Neal, Hulk Hogan, Benjamin Netanyahu, Tyler Perry, Judge Judy, Simon Cowell, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and many more. Objectified, new episode Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fox News Channel. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Some of the upcoming meals are customer favorite seared chicken and roasted fall vegetables with caper butter pan sauce, 30-minute meal, shrimp and pesto fettuccine with spinach and black bean and cheese tortas, with roasted broccoli and lime sour cream. Don't they sound good. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Check out this week's menu and get $30 off your first order with free shipping by going to blueapron.com sports. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com sports. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Land line now, weekday, 7 p.m. East. We report on pretty much everything trucking. We are very balanced, accurate, specifically for the driver. Land line now. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to go right back to the phones. We are off to Alabama. John, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. I've got an odd one for you. I'm trying to decide if I've got a good job or not. Okay. I drove for this company for seven months, and along with each paycheck, 
you could see what the driver made per load. You could see what the truck made per load. And I felt like I was missing out on a lot. So I went and bought my own truck. This company covers 65% of my health insurance and my family's health insurance. Every year you're here, they pay 25% more of your tags. They pay your IFTA. They pay your tolls. And I'm making ridiculous money. Last last week was probably my best week, and I brought home $7,700. But you talk to other drivers, and they're always telling you, oh, no, the grass is always greener on the other side. And then at the same time, you ask them, well, what is your best week? And I've heard 3000 I've heard 5000 My biggest complaints on the company are I can make a phenomenal week and go home for two days, and the company's calling me the day after I'm off and every eight to ten hours after that when you're coming back to work. Or, for instance, right now I'm on my way back to Ohio. I'm, I'm deadheading 800 miles. That kind of stuff just really irks me, but at the same time, is this a good job? Is it worth the effort that I, I enjoy the work, but is it worth the, the, the what I'm having to put into it? Well, I've always been one that I, I really, really try to look at the big picture of things. Because if we get so wrapped up in the details of everything that's wrong with something, it's just easy to, to turn away from everything. Yeah, I'll give you a great example. I, I, I had trucks contracted to FedEx Ground for 25 years. I, I almost stopped going to any kind of company gathering with owner-operators because all that anybody ever did was bitch. They could find this. Yeah, a lot of negativity. Oh, it would make me crazy. And I'd think, look, guys, I deal with owner-operators, thousands of them at other carriers. And I can tell you, we have a killer deal here. We had an excellent contract for if you wanted to grow a fleet, if you wanted to make. I I know people that that have contracts now worth several million dollars at, at FedEx Ground. And yet. They, everybody always found all kinds of stupid things to complain about. So that's the first thing is I, I wouldn't get too worried about the details here and there. I'd look at the big picture first. Now, you said 7,000 take-home. The problem with comments like that is I don't know what that means. After what? Was that what's in the settlement? So I'd rather not deal with numbers like that. Is this a mileage contract or a percentage contract? It's a it's by the load, and uh, it was seventy seven hundred is my is my paycheck for last week, and that's after fuel, after anything, my health coverage, anything uh, yep, the, um, that could be billed out possibly. That was just take home, right? And so the, the I, problem, and I don't know I don't know how to compare that with other drivers because well, I don't know what other drivers are making. I mean, it's, well, you can't they'll either that, not tell you the truth or not tell you at all. Well, that's what I was trying to get to. You can't compare a number like that because when you say take home anything that could have been out of the settlement well that changes for everybody i know some people lease to a carrier nothing comes out of the settlement they do everything on their own they have their own fuel card they have their own insurance so well if we want to compare and i'm not all that big on comparing anyway we would have to do based on real accounting rules you know, there are, there are recommended practices in accounting. We would have to be consistent. We would have to say, okay, here was the gross revenue. Here are all the expenses it takes to run a business, and here's what's left. Then we could maybe start to make some comparisons. So th- this is a percentage contract. Do you track your, Do you have an accounting system that tracks things by the mile? 
Well, we have at the company, we have what they call a, 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 a voluntary deduction. For instance, my insurance on my truck when I'm bobtail is about $230 a month. No, I, so I have them quarter that and I, take out of each, that. each paycheck that, that, for insurance or anything on. else like we're, that. We're getting off in the weeds. That None of that matters. That's all internal, how the okay. company handles it. What I'm looking for is can we get down to some real numbers that I could use to see how you're doing or not? So again, do, do you have not an accounting? Really, okay. Not really, because it, pay, it depends on the load and it pays by the load. Uh, but, but, for instance, I may on, drive on, 300 stop, miles stop, and only make stop. 600 bucks, or that, I may drive 3,000 miles and make 2,500. I get all that. I understand. Every operation's different. Every run's different. Or, but that's why I'm trying to get down to a standardized report that we could start to make some comparisons. So I don't care how they pay you. What I would want to know was at the end of a week, a month, any period you could give me, for all miles you put on your truck, what was the revenue per mile per, for last month or last week? Or I mean, we got to start comparing okay, somewhere. So if you could tell me that I drove 10,000 miles last month and I grossed $15,000, well, then we know you made a buck fifty a mile for all miles. It's a place to start. I see what you're saying. All right, so I'll start keeping track of my miles and and bring home and break it down that way. And again, that that term "bring home" is, is very deceiving. What you should have is an accounting system that accounts for everything. You know, are tolls taken out of your settlement, or do you pay tolls? No, well, that's what I mean. Anything that actually does come out of my pocket, for instance, my my um, uh, bobtail insurance, that's literally out of my pocket. That is automatically deducted from my check on a voluntary withdrawal or a voluntary deduction, and then at the end of the month, I can withdraw that money to pay my bills. No, literally the seventy seven hundred for last week. I probably drove thirty five hundred miles total. So you're and making literally a, all of that was after the bills. You see, there, I, I, I'm, maybe I'm not being clear. You can't say it's after the bills unless you're including everything it takes to run the business. You're not. You're saying, well, some of these things come out of my settlement. That's why you can't compare to somebody else because everybody has different stuff come out of the settlement. You keep focusing on how something gets paid. I don't care how it gets paid. I don't care if you write a check, use a credit card, direct deposit, it comes out of your settlement. What we have to get down to is how much are you grossing per mile. That, that's the first number we could start to compare. And that should be an easy one. Okay. I don't deduct anything. You, you got paid some amount of money. It was more than 7700 because you said that was after deductions. But those deductions, yeah, again, more. are th- probably are, closer to 11000 Well, see, what we, we don't want to know closer. I want to know, how much did you get paid that okay. month, that week, whatever period we're looking at? Then we divide that total revenue, no deductions, total revenue divided by total miles. That will give us your so gross break, revenue per if, month. If I break this down completely, for instance, last week, if I break it down completely, including all, all costs, as well as gross pay, can I email that to you? 
Well, no, because I don't do that kind of consulting off the air. I mean, you could send it to me the next time we have a show, and I can kind of try to look at it as we're doing the show. If I did that kind of consulting, I would never, ever get off the phone. And honestly, I charge, I about, I, I charge about $500 an hour to do that kind of work because I just get swamped with you. it. But, but what I'm trying to get to is I'm trying to help you. I think you could do this yourself. If you had a good accounting system, and this is what you hear me talk about all the time. It's what I opened my show about today. You're trying to compare numbers, but you have no system. We, we don't have any numbers we can look at to compare. I mean, I'd love to help you with your question, just, but we don't have that information I just assume whatever. I just assume whatever you brought home as spending money, so to speak. But, but and that's stop, what I was stop. trying to compare and, and, to. Well, let me, let me explain one more time why that doesn't work. If you and I both go to work, it could even be the same carrier. And you decide that you're going to let the carrier take out the money for insurance. And you're going to let the carrier take out your money for fuel. And you're going to use all these programs. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I could be at the same carrier and say, well, I'm going to use my own fuel card. I went and bought my own insurance. So now I could say the 11000 that I grossed, I got it all, and you only got 7700 so I must be doing better than you. But do you see right. how that doesn't right. make that any sense? sense. That, that's, that's illogical. That makes- I still had expenses. They just didn't come off my settlement. You're trying to use your settlement as an accounting system, and it's not. You need an accounting system so we can clearly see how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. Then we can calculate those per mile. I mean, from what you said, it sounds to me like you're making right around 210 a mile, all miles. But that's a guess. We're only guessing. And then we have no idea how much is left after you pay all of your expenses. You keep using that take-home number. But that take-home number is meaningless. I just assume because everything was being deducted for all other well, expenses. But, it, but it's and not. like I say, that's my but, but spending it, money. But it's not. You, you mean to tell me that the, you don't spend any money on your business that isn't on that settlement? Is that what you're telling me? For the most part, yeah. Other not than if I bought go out and buy new socks or something like that along the way. Well, socks have nothing to do with your business. All of your maintenance goes through your settlement? Everything. Is this a lease? Yes. Well, there's part of the problem. Um, I guess I should have caught that up front. I never heard in there that it was a lease. I, I still think there are expenses that are coming out of your business, but the problem here, your settlement is not an accounting system. So we can't use it to compare anything. You need an accounting system with a profit and loss statement or a business report, something we can see the real numbers. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy. Larry the Cable Guy here. Happy to bring you Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup. You'll hear all-American comedy that you love, backstage interviews with your favorite comedians. Be me, Jeff Foxworthy. And a whole bunch of our friends. Did I mention me? Jeff and Larry's Comedy Roundup is on right now. Check it out. Sirius XM 97. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. You're going to love it. I promise. 
owner-operator truck drivers. The freight market is hot. Rates are up, and the e-log mandate may push them even higher. Lease your business on with the leading freight board so you can immediately share in the higher rates. Schneider's Choice Program, the premier choice for owner-operators for years, now boasts even more access to freight in a hot market, plus lower operating costs and ELD compliance. Lease on now as a van or tanker owner-operator with Schneider's Choice Program at SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. That's SchneiderOwnerOperators.com. Welcome to Geico's Motorcycle Meanderings. Oh, man, this is great. I sure saved a lot of money by switching to Geico. Scored some big savings, and now I can use their mobile app 24-7 for all sorts of stuff. Life just makes sense now. What doesn't make sense is if we call bicycles bikes and tricycles trikes, shouldn't we call motorcycles mics? Hmm. Maybe a bunch of guys named Mike teamed up and put a stop to it. Geico Motorcycle. Savings that make sense. Vita Pirobel, Nantole Comecito, Shaquille, Shaquille. Shaquille O'Neal is not serious about opera. Vita no But like Ring, Shaq is serious about keeping our neighborhood safe. And that's why I've teamed up with Ring. With Ring, I can keep an eye on my home from anywhere, right from my phone. I got security in my hands. Get Ring today and create a ring of security around your home. To learn more about Ring Video Doorbell, Floodlight Cam, and the new Spotlight Cam, go to ring.com forward slash Shaq. That's ring.com forward slash Shaq. Tall like a tree I stand, luscious green above, beautiful brown below, I stand alone. My message clear. Shaquille O'Neal is not serious about poetry. But like Ring, Shaq is serious about keeping our neighborhood safe. And that's why I've teamed up with Ring. I got security in my hands. With Ring, I can keep an eye on my home from anywhere, right from my phone. Get Ring today and create a ring of security around your home. Get some serious savings today at ring.com forward slash Shaq. That's ring.com forward slash Shaq. I'm Todd Bork. The Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot in the sense of precipitation across U.S. We have some gusty winds all across New England, the Great Lakes, and the Ohio Valley. And watch out for some lake-fed snow showers in those regions as well. East-West interstates, lake-fed snow showers along I-90 in upstate New York through Pennsylvania, as well as northeast Ohio. It does affect parts of I-90. 96 and I-94 in far eastern parts of Michigan as well. Lake effect snow showers and gusty winds along I-88 and I-86 in upstate New York, I-80 and I-76 in Pennsylvania as well as Ohio. And once again, no matter where you are in the Great Lakes Northeast, watch out for some gusty northwest winds. I-90 out west, we have some rain showers and high elevation effects of snow in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings the brighter tomorrow. I'm Eadrodish Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're back to the phones. I'm off to California. Tom, we'll, oh, hold on a second, Tom. I'm going to put you on hold. I had another call waiting there. Uh, we're going to go to Florida. Joseph, welcome to the program. Yeah, hi. Good evening, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for all the good info you give on trucking. Um, first, you know, I, I don't like it that you have to, you know, promote yourself. 
in your program, I, I can say from somebody who started out as a company driver, saved up 30000 followed your program. You know, I bought a $15,000 truck, and I, I'm, you know, I, I'd say I'm in the top 5% of all earners in America, according to the scales. Granted, not all of it's in trucking. I've used the money I've made from trucking to open up other businesses, but which is a good I, idea. I feel bad for you when you got to try to self-promote. Yeah, um, you got I'm like everybody else. I got to pay the bills. Um, so I, I, you know, I wish I could spend more time just talking about pure information, but uh, the bills need to get paid. And you know, I try to do it when there's a need for it. You know, that he was asking, where can I go to figure out how to become an owner operator? If I couldn't, if I couldn't promote my own program, I'd have to say. Well, I don't know. Try a couple business books because honestly, there's nothing else on the market. No, you could quit being a cheapskate and maybe pay for some commercial time and have people who will <laughs> vouch for your name. How about now, that? Now, why would I want to do that? Oh, because you're such a, a great capitalist. Yeah. Isn't that what capitalists do? They invest in their business? I do. I invest my time. I've always been pretty good at getting okay. free marketing. Okay, uh, for that guy just now, I mean, he could just take the total number of miles he's driven for the year, divide it into his 1099 amount Yep. if they're taking out everything. and Okay, but now you told him to do that, and he was asking you, you know, is this a good place to be? Now, what number are you telling people that, hey, if you're not making this much, it's time to move to a different company? What number would you have told him? You know, I don't have a hard and fast answer to that because how much money somebody wants to make is very, very personal to them. But I have some rough guidelines. You know, if people are in a lease purchase, we know the average truck driver can make $45,000 a year without trying very hard as a company driver. I mean, that, that, that shouldn't be a very tall bar to reach. If you're not doing 55 in, in a lease or as an owner-operator, you're really at risk. Now, that, I'm not going to say that's a good number, but, but it's, it's a starting number. If we're significantly below that, you better really think hard about, you know, are, are you able to handle this if you lose a transmission or a clutch? Or, you know, is there enough money even to keep your business going? Although somebody comes to me and they say, look, I make $40,000 a year as an owner-operator, but I'm happy. Well, good. Keep doing it then because it's your business, and if you're happy, that's fine. When somebody comes to me and they're asking, you know, I'll go buy some averages. If he's making 65000 a year truly net, then maybe that's okay. I would have to ask him, how happy are you? You know, he talked about not liking deadheading once in a while, but that's what I was kind of trying to stay away from. Don't worry about the little things like that. Are you happy with the big picture? The problem is, without numbers, I can't even get started. Right. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for you to tell them. Just, you know, are you happy? Because you'll always find somebody making more, no matter how high you get up in life. You're exactly. always going to see someone. It's, it's all about whether you're happy or not. You know, people could, you could look at all the hours I put in. I work a lot. You know, I'm at home or I can work in the coach. I can work when I travel. So I'm not complaining. I choose to work a lot. 
but I could look at all the hours I put in sometimes and say, sheesh, I don't think I'm paid enough. But I choose to do that, and I'm happy doing it. Could I make more? Yeah, I, I could make my business more profitable, but I'm pretty happy with the way it is. Yeah. Um, now, with the, with the guy earlier talking about taxing corporations, I mean, I would agree with him if we were 100 years ago, but now, since they can go over, since, you know, everybody's interconnected with, you know, pretty much every country has a, a Federal Reserve type of bank. So everybody's connected now. Right. So it's not, it's stable to go anywhere. So now, in my mind, I would rather have that corporation over here, no matter what it takes, to get some revenue, get them over here, have some jobs, than have nothing and to feel like, oh, I got a victory. I punished those scumbags. When in all reality, you, you took away the gift from probably quite a few of your fellow citizens that could have had jobs because in the end, like you said, they're just going to uh, put the tax in their price of their product. Well, You're they never winning against them. Right. They have to. I mean, there, there is very seldom is there a business that just gets to operate at some outrageous profit margin. Every once in a while it happens because somebody creates something so new and so unique, but eventually the rest of the market catches up with them, and virtually every business in the U.S. is competitive. You have lots of competitors, so you have to price things in order to stay in the market, and if the taxes go up, everybody in that industry will raise their prices to cover it. If the taxes go down... Then people will say, oh, but they're not going to lower their price. Well, they have to. It only takes one company in any industry to lower their price, and then the rest have to follow. That's what a free market does. So the tax on corporations is paid by us, always. Right. But where I would agree with him on is, I mean, you said in the past, you know, things Technology changes, you know, the horse and buggy went away, then the car, then, you know, it, it continues on. But the products were constantly being replaced by things that a human would, would be involved in the process. We're getting to the point now where they're trying to take the human completely out of it with, the, with their new technology. So I think that's what he was trying to say is that, look, yeah, in the past, you know, when a new technology would come up, the human was still involved. But now no, we're no, to the point not, not where we aren't as smart as a computer. Hold, hold on. I, I would disagree with that. Let's look at factories. You used to go into a factory, any kind of factory, whether it was textile, auto, anything, widgets. What you found in that factory were lots and lots of people. They ran the assembly lines. They ran the machines. They fixed the machines. There were a lot of people in factories. Walk into factories today, there aren't that many people. Robots do most of the work on assembly lines. Robots do the welding. They do the painting. They do all kinds of things. So our textiles, we used to have people that would hand sew all the clothes that got made. We, We don't have that anymore. There used to be machinists. Nobody's a machinist anymore. That job's gone. Those are all robotic. So our technology has been replacing people for a long, long time. Yeah, but it hasn't been taking the people out of the process. And in turn, 
uh, the jobs that are, you know, being left, because, you know, the average uh, salary is like 30000 20, 29000 you know, per person, not, you know, not right. per family. Right. And what has happened is that the government has now have, had to start subsidizing all these people. And you can talk about the unemployment rate, but, you know, I got to get Trump credit uh, where he would always talk about the labor participation rate, because that's what really matters. The, labor, the unemployment number is all, all it's doing is telling you about the stability of the job market at this time. It's not saying whether, yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, really anybody's working or not. I agree. There are better ways of looking at that. But, but I, I don't see, I mean, I still think we, it, even if you look at farms, a hundred years ago, look at how many people worked on farms. Well, our farms are way bigger than they used to be. We produce a lot more food than we used to. But look at how few people work on farms now. We took the person out of that equation. We did it in factories. Now we're doing it in trucks. I, 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 I'm not saying I'm for it. I'm not. I, it's just I don't see any difference. I know you're I, not. I think we've been doing it for 100 I, years. I, we've been replacing people with machines. Yeah, but not not to the extent now where the You're computer right. is smarter than the human being. And and two, what has happened with wages? What do they say that seemingly wages have stopped stopped growing back in the eighties for the last thirty years? And like I said, that's what's happened. The government has now started having to subsidize people to be able to survive now. So it's not like it's if we didn't have these government programs. I mean, we this country. I don't know what it would look like. We can print, print print fake money and not have to pay pay the piper twenty trillion in debt. That's what's kept it afloat. Not that uh, things have been working smoothly. Things are I, going horrible. I I wouldn't disagree with most of what you said, but I'm not sure what the answer is. So you're right. We are subsidizing more people. Would it be worse if we didn't subsidize them? I don't know. We, it's hard to say. If we keep sub- subsidizing, how do we know what it would look like if we didn't? But even if I agree with you 100%, I don't know what the answer is. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL Radio. They don't just speak to the insiders. They are insiders. Jim Miller, 11 years as an NFL quarterback and a Super Bowl champion. Pat Kerwin, NFL coach, scout, and executive. It's Moving the Chains weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern with me, Jim Miller. And me, Pat Kerwin, on NFL Radio Channel 88. And tell your friends and family they can listen free on any satellite radio as part of Sirius XM's free listening event now through November 27th. Wheeler Trucking, a leader in the light and medium-duty truck and transportation business, is looking for drivers to run in all 48 states and Canada. If you love what you do and your record reflects your passion, then see what Wheeler Trucking has to offer. Company drivers average 70000 annually with over $100,000 potential. Owner-operators average 230000 annually with over $300,000 potential. Want more reasons to make Wheeler Trucking your new home? How about anniversary, sign-on, and driver referral bonuses? Top quality health insurance for the whole family that's 65 percent company funded ten thousand dollars in free life insurance 401k and roth retirement with up to four percent company match and no equipment or lease fees owner operators also enjoy paid tolls loaded and empty 
fuel and tire discounts. And Wheeler Trucking has the best equipment in the business. They have a custom low boy that surpasses all others. Apply online today at wheelertrucking.com. That's wheelertrucking.com. Or call 810-638-5900. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-200-1390. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-200-1390. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-200-1390. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-200-1390. 800-200-1390. Good things come to those who wait, said no one who ever attended Drexel University. To those who wait, the world says, move or move aside, which is what Drexel students say to anyone who dares hold them back. Drexel students won't spend their entire education sitting in a classroom. They're wired for a world where new algorithms, art forms, and industries are emerging every day. Drexel gives their fire a place to burn at real jobs, in real professions, before they graduate. Because ambition can't wait. Free yours at drexel.edu slash ambition can't wait. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Our favorite color is chrome. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Sirius XM 146. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. We're down to the final segment. I'm going to get right back to the phone calls. We're off to California. Tom, welcome to the program. Hey, thanks for uh, getting back to me. Uh, I lost the signal. Uh, when you first uh, started the show, you said, uh, pick up the phone and call me, and I did. And I lost it when I got into California. Uh, over there, what was that, 97, right by Doris, okay. the, the little town? Just I come to call. I'm sitting in the rest area at uh, Lakehead, Chasta County. Got it. Thirty-two All right. miles from uh, Reading. Well, uh, you know, you, you had a real great show yesterday. Talking uh, a lot of talk was about the Tesla, and uh, I had a couple thoughts of uh, uh, you know, like if they come up with a uh, Tesla trailer, uh, you could set this thing up so. Uh, with a couple extra things, the solar panels on the trailer, maybe some uh, of their motors on the trailer. Um, so you got the the braking in there, and uh, and even like uh, uh, like the uh, APU, but you wouldn't need the climate control on there. But that could recharge the batteries on the go, so it could be a team truck, and. Uh, Maybe it would only start to uh, run for half an hour or something every so often to top off the batteries. And, uh, you know, who knows what they're going to do once they get the tractor done. But, uh, yeah, I think it's it's gonna, definitely going to be uh, a big uh, 
big change, you know. And then it's the the next list, and like they're they're going to go with solar. So if they do that, that'll take a lot of what uh, weight off uh, the country's back as far as oil dependence, uh, overseas oil. We could have our oil for the guys that have hot rods, classic cars, you know. But uh, uh, I got in uh, the new uh, new company truck. Uh, 20,000 miles ago, the 2018 Peterbilt uh, with the pack car, and, you know, it's uh, it seems to be uh, doing good. I don't know what it, how big of a horsepower and stuff, but uh, I like it. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's two kind of competing technologies right now. If we look at electric, you've got Tesla, which is going pure electric charge between runs kind of thing and you've got Nikola which is doing a hydrogen electric the hydrogen electric significantly more complicated but it does solve some problems you, you don't have to get to the next charger every time I, you know it's hard to say which technology is going to win and I'm certainly not going to try to make that prediction but Clearly, we're starting to see that move towards a new technology. Um, I, I never believed we were going to go to some other fuel like natural gas. I, I just didn't see the future in that. I do see a future in electric. I don't know if we're there yet, but I think we're getting awful close. Let's, uh, let's go to Oregon. Chris, welcome to the program. Hey Kevin, thanks for uh, thanks for getting to me. I have a question. I'm driving a 2016 Volvo 670. It has. Uh oh, Chris, you just dropped off the radar. There, you were there one second and gone the next. Let me uh, let me head off to Michigan. Demir, welcome to the program. Hi, Kevin. How are you? Good. What's on your mind today? <laughs> Um, I have a 2013 uh, Fitzgerald glider kit, Coronado, and uh, here the last couple of weeks I've uh, put uh, some serious money into it. I'm having a uh, coolant temperature issue um, at idle. I cannot, uh, unless I'm, I got the idle bumped up, I cannot build any more than 130 degrees. Driving right now, I got about 42,000 pounds in a box, and I'm barely at 170. I've uh, put new thermosets in, a uh, new air compressor, which I needed a new one anyways, um, coolant flushed, and uh, I was told that one of the reasons could be the coolant I put in there or the oil that I'm running because I'm running an Ains Oil 530 full synthetic, and I just uh, ignored their advice and wanted to see if uh, you could help me out. Um, yeah, and not I'd, to mention, I have the radiator completely blocked off right now with cardboard and still not building any heat on the engine. That was going to be my recommendation, was block off. Because one of the things that we see with the gliders, remember when, when they build a truck, a glider, it, it's built for a new engine. The new engines, because of all the emissions, generate a lot of heat. 
That's why our hoods kept getting bigger, our grill openings kept getting bigger and bigger, because we had more and more heat with these emissions that we had to deal with. And then we take one of those trucks that was designed for one of these new emission engines with all the heat, and we drop an old 12.7 into it that just doesn't run that hot. So a lot, that's very common when we build these gliders with the older engines, that they run really, really cool. Because we have a lot more airflow than what we really need. But if you're blocking it off and it's still running really cool, um, what temperature thermostats do you have in there? I have uh, 190s in there. And, and I saw that like uh, the temperature sensor would be wrong, so put a new one on. I checked the gauge, uh, the KR gauge that uh, I have from you. You know, it's right now it's reading 168. Uh, and then I checked, uh, we hooked up the laptop to it. Um, and this is why I'm kind of like, I know that coolant or, or oil is not gonna, uh, reduce the heat by 25, 30 degrees. No, no. what, what they're telling you you about the coolant and the oil that, that might make a tiny little difference, but there's something else going on here. Um, oil samples, um, the only thing that I was concerned about was the soot level, which showed at 1.2, but that's after uh, 12,000 miles on the AMS oil, 530. That, they didn't flag anything um, really else. Yeah, um, 1.2 on the soot isn't horrible, but it could be because the engine isn't operating at full temperature. You know, if we had this thing running at 185 or 190, your soot number would go down. We would be burning the fuel more right. completely. When an engine, when a diesel runs too cool, it doesn't burn the fuel completely. That's where we're getting the soot. So we have to figure out why are we not getting up to temperature. I mean, unless the thermostats are just stuck open, but it sounds like you've replaced them. So I don't think that you've Twice. got... Yeah, so... That doesn't seem to be the case. All I can think is that this cooling system is actually too big for this engine. It's what? The cooling system itself, the size of the radiator, the number of tubes, all those things. Again, they were designed for a new emission engine. And it seems to me like even if we block off the air, it's still running really cool that we just may have too much cooling capacity. Um, here's a stupid question. So should I look into trying to get a smaller radiator? I, I wouldn't go to that extreme yet. I, I would do some more troubleshooting, but I, I'm, I'm not even sure what else I would troubleshoot. I mean, I'm not coming up with anything off the top of my head. Um, this would be... Uh, uh, probably an area where I would say let's spend some time. This is going to have to be a hands-on. I mean, I I would have to get my hands on this. We'd have to put it on the dyno. Um, So I I would find a shop. If you can get to Pittsburgh Power, they could certainly do it. Someplace where we could put this on the dyno and start to figure out why. If it turns out that the cooling system is just too big, then maybe we would go to a smaller radiator. But I don't want to just jump to that because I'd like to do some more troubleshooting and figure out why um, this thing is running so cool. 
But if you've already blocked off all the airflow, thermostats have been replaced twice, temperature sensor. I'd have to, I would want to troubleshoot electronics a little more just to see if it's the electronics. Um, I would assume the fan isn't coming on at all. There'd be no reason for the fan to come on at these temperatures. Yeah, I, I really think we would just have to do some more troubleshooting, and I'm just not coming up with anything that that I would uh, that would make any sense to go to next. So uh, that may be a great call for a Tuesday Pittsburgh Power. We could certainly do it here on the air, or you could call them directly. Maybe they'd have some other. But I, I know we've dealt with this in the past, and it's almost always on gliders. And nobody seems to have any answers. That's why I'm thinking that the cooling system is actually just too big for that engine. It would seem to me like we, with those thermostats, though, we should be able to get this temperature up. So I, I still think we're missing something. Uh, with that said, I've got to get out of here. I am all out of time. I will wrap this up. And we'll, uh, we'll see you again next time. Join us uh, on our app. If you haven't downloaded the app to listen to our show, go do that. Get it in your app store. Search for Audio Road. One word, no space, Audio Road. Both Android and Apple, and you can download our app and listen anytime you want. Thanks for joining me. We'll see you next time. Be safe. Be profitable. Be fit and healthy. Always do the hard work. Master the Journey. Kevin Rutherford, thanks. We're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio. Driving coach to coach. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. And now, El Presidente Dave Portnoy. Music. Okay, about 10 months ago, we got our own radio show, right? Little show, Barstool Radio. Do you know what I'm here to do today? Coming in January, we have our own channel. 24-7 Barstool Sports. That's all you're going to get. You wake up at 3 a.m., tune in. Barstool's on. You wake up at 11 a.m., tune Barstool's on. 24-7. Hey, what do you want for Christmas? Barstool Sports. Music. Barstool Sports Radio. Coming January to Sirius XM. Hey, owner-operators, you could win accounting, bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax consulting free from American Truck Business Services. As long as you're driving a truck for official rules and to enter for a chance to win, go to atbs.com slash radio. As the largest tax and accounting firm for owner-operators, ATBS helps eliminate the stress that comes with running a business. For a chance to win free services for the rest of your career, enter at atbs.com slash radio or call 866-920-ATBS. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Hi, my name is David Price, Snyder's 2017 Ride of Pride driver. The Ride of Pride is a rolling tribute to military past and present, and it's just one example of Schneider's military support. 28% of Schneider's employees have military experience, and the Credit for Military Experience program gives higher starting pay. Learn more about Schneider's military program and quickly pre-qualify at schneiderjobs.com military. That's schneiderjobs.com military. 
Washington, D.C., After Hours, because politics and the news never stop. The conversation is just getting started, and that's why Shannon Bream is now live every weeknight from the Capitol to the White House. What happens in this town never stops impacting you. That's why she's digging into every agenda, issue, and event that could shake up the country. Get the facts, get the expert analysis, and get it all live. Fox News at Night with Shannon Bream, every weeknight on the Fox News Channel. I'm Todd Bork for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates like affect snow showers and some gusty winds. Along your ride along I-75 in the lower peninsula of Michigan, also dealing with some lake effect snow showers and gusty winds on I-77 in northeast Ohio, I-79. In Pennsylvania, we also have lake effect snow showers and some gusty winds along I-81 in upstate New York and even affecting parts of I-87 in upstate New York as well. Uh, big issue, though, across parts of northeast Great Lakes and the Ohio Valley, the gusty northwest winds that affects all the interstates across that region, even I-95 as far north as Maine, as far south as Virginia. I-5 out west, some rain showers in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings a brighter tomorrow. I'm Idrash Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. OOIDA, representing America's truckers since 1973, presents Landline Now with your host, Mark Redding. It's the 154th anniversary of the Gettysburg Address, and this is Landline Now. And welcome to the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. To take part, just dial 1-800-444-5791. Remember, we don't have live operators over the weekend, but you can still dial that number, press 1. Leave your name and phone number anytime before the start of Business Monday morning. We'll call you back so you can take part. Again, 1-800-444-5791. We are raising money to send care packages to our troops in combat zones overseas and to help wounded and homeless veterans who have come back from these recent conflicts. You can join or renew your membership for $35 in OOIDA. The association is matching the 10% of your money that's going into that fund. And of course, a lot of folks are making donations directly into the fund as well. 1-800-444-5791. We have some encore presentations also mixed in today from earlier in the week as part of the Truckers for Troops telethon. First, our troops have always been grateful for the care packages you pay for. We'll bring you some of their thank you letters. Recreation may sound frivolous, but it can be important to help a returning vet adjust to coming home. Terry Scruton talks with Susan Kern of the VA. And finally, Terry talks with OOIDA life member Steve Davenport about a very special message he planned to deliver for the Vietnam Veteran Memorial Wall's 35th anniversary to the woman who designed it. But before we get to all of that, let's take a quick look at today's headlines. A congressman thinks an executive order is the best chance to delay ELDs. The FMCSA will hold an ELD transition meeting to eliminate confusion. And a record number of truckers are clicking it behind the wheel. And now, the news with Terry Scruton. Thanks, Mark. Texas Congressman Brian Babin has championed the delay of the ELD mandate through legislation introduced earlier this year. H.R. 3282 currently has 65 co-sponsors. However, the bill has been parked in committee since the day it was introduced. 
On November 9th, Representative Babin decided to seek a higher power, if you will, sending a letter requesting an executive order from President Trump to delay the mandate. Mary McKenna spoke with the congressman and asked him why he sent the request, and he says he wanted to remind the president of the platform he ran on during his campaign. One of, one of the biggest things, uh, the biggest reasons that people voted for Donald Trump was to get big government out of their lives, that we didn't feel like uh, that the government was representing the little guy. Uh, and uh, by far, you know, most of our truckers, I'd say half to three-quarters of them are better, uh, are what I would call, you know, small operators. And uh, the president promised to, uh, uh, to represent, to be their voice in Washington. The congressman says he's hopeful the executive order will be signed since, legislatively, we're running out of time. You know, I think it's going to be a real tough pull, just to be honest with you, uh, that this can be done legislatively at the this late date. I think we're, we're our, you know, our last two raw is going to be the, be the administration. Uh, the, the power of the, of the presidency is, is, is indeed great. Uh, I think he could, um, he could delay this, um, you know, just uh, with a stroke of his pen with an executive order. Um, again, we're not trying to get him to, uh, uh, to abolish the law. Uh, he can't, he doesn't have the authority to do that, but he can delay it. The letter Babin sent to the president requested action no later than December 1st, less than two weeks from today. As the date for the ELD mandate grows closer, so does confusion over its enforcement beginning December 18th. In late August, it was announced there would be a phased-in or soft approach to enforcing the regulation and that there would be a delay implementing out-of-service criteria. Federal officials recently met with industry stakeholders in Birmingham, Alabama, Multiple trade publications reported that when law enforcement personnel attending were asked if they were ready for the mandate, no one raised a hand. Because of all the confusion and questions that remain, the FMCSA will hold an ELD briefing to discuss the December 18th transition from paper to electronic logging devices. The briefing is scheduled for tomorrow from 12.30 to 1.30 p.m. at the U.S. Department of Transportation offices in Washington, D.C. Oral arguments were heard last Wednesday before the 8th Circuit Court of Appeals in Omaha, in which the Owner-Operator Independent Drivers Association alleges the FMCSA bypassed the rulemaking process in order to regulate obstructive sleep apnea. In April, OOIDA filed a lawsuit on the matter. The association's legal counsel argued the agency slipped regulations regarding obstructive sleep apnea into a 2015 final rule that required the agency's certified medical examiners to use a new medical form. OOIDA maintains, quote, FMCSA has been able to advance this agenda without either exposing those requirements to public comment and transparency requirements under the Administrative Procedures Act or performing a cost-benefit analysis of them under the Motor Carrier Act. Currently, only half of Americans with high blood pressure have it under control. But now, under new guidelines released this past week by the American Heart Association, you can add another 30 million Americans to that list. Previously, high blood pressure was a top reading of 140 or a bottom number of 90. According to the new guidelines, the new numbers for normal are 120 over 80. The change means an additional 14% of U.S. adults who didn't have a problem now do. And what will that mean for commercial drivers? Jerry Bartley of OOIDA's Business Services Department says this could be huge for members, but it will take a while to filter through the system. Well, at this time, it's not going to mean a whole lot because... 
you know, the physicians themselves have just come up and said, here, the the new blood pressure is 130 over 80. I believe in order for them to change, well, one, is the federal motor carrier is going to have to change stuff within the medical requirements, and I believe they're going to have to do a comment session and probably put it on the uh, federal register. The upper threshold for blood pressure has been 140 since 1993. To date, it was the longest self-driving truck delivery. It crossed four states going 650 miles. Embark Trucks, in partnership with Rider Trucks and appliance giant Electrolux, made the announcement Monday about its successful pilot run last month. The truck hauled a load of Frigidaire refrigerators on Interstate 10 through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and California. A Rider truck completed the last mile of the delivery. The trip used level two automation, which means though the truck was automated, a professional driver was behind the wheel for the entire trip. Level two automation is solely meant for highway driving. The three companies, Embark, Rider, and Frigidaire, a subsidiary of parent company Electrolux, are now planning an expansion of the program with additional trucks along the same route. And finally, commercial truck and bus drivers are putting safety first out on the roadways. The FMCSA has released its annual national survey and finds that seatbelt use for commercial drivers has hit a record high, climbing to 86%. That compares to just 65% in 2007. Since 2007, the FMCSA has conducted its national survey in seatbelt use, and each time the numbers have shown a steady increase. Nearly 40,000 commercial drivers were surveyed last year, and the guys are outpacing their female counterparts 86 to 84 percent, respectively. The survey also found more buckling up in the West, Midwest, and the South, while drivers in the Northeast clicked it much fewer times, showing only a 71 percent compliance rate. That's Landline Now News for Today. Terry Scruton reporting. Thanks, Terry. Again, 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call to take part in the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. Again, you can call that number any time before the start of Business Monday morning. Leave your name and phone number, and you can take part. Don't forget also that John Osbert and the Spirit are at the Evan Buddy Hanston Petro in Amarillo, Texas. You can take part at the truck as well. Next, we'll bring you some thank you letters from our troops. Terry Scruton reports on how recreation therapy helps our vets. And Steve Davenport tells us about his connection to the Vietnam Memorial. It's the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now. Take control of your insurance requirements with OOIDA. This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA Truck Insurance. It has to start somewhere. The softest musical whispers. It has to start sometime. Can ignite fierce nostalgic flames. Experience the genre-defying sound of 90s alternative and grunge. Carefully curated and always commercial-free. A place where that old flannel shirt will never go out of style. Lithium on Sirius XM Channel 34. Or anytime on your phone using the Sirius XM app. Are you a team looking for a change? Hi, I'm Dave Chesterman with Celadon Trucking, and we have opportunities for your team to enjoy great pay, a monthly mileage bonus, and an $8,000 sign-on bonus. Our team drivers earn up to $0.60 cents per mile, enjoy top-of-the-line equipment, and a phenomenal support team. Join Celadon today and be part of the team built to succeed. Call 844-836-9645 or visit driveceladon.com. 
That's D-R-I-V-E-C-E-L-A-D-O-N.com. Drive safe. Hello, truck drivers. I'm Carrie Hallett-Paris, and I hire truck drivers for Walmart. Walmart Transportation has driving job opportunities at many locations across the United States. Walmart offers full-time, flexible schedules with competitive pay within the driving industry. Many driver benefits, including medical, start on day one. And no-touch freight driving for an industry leader. Driving for Walmart is a great career opportunity. Why wait any longer to apply? And there are openings for safe professional drivers right now. Walmart pays for mileage, activity, and even offers a safety incentive you can earn each quarter of the year. If you are interested in advancing your driving career, see if Walmart is hiring in a place you'd like to work by visiting www.driveforwalmart.com and then apply online. That's drive, the number four, walmart.com. It could be the last job you will ever apply for. Walmart is an equal opportunity employer. Equifax, the credit bureau, breached. 143 million of you had your personal data exposed. Retired FBI agent Art Fitzenmayer warns that a crime wave called home title fraud may be coming. The Equifax breach likely exposed your home's title and loan records. Cyber thieves can see the equity you have in your home, and they want it. And because everything's online, they simply forge a few documents with your signature, refile, and take over title. Then they borrow money on your home and drain all your equity. You won't even know until you get hit with foreclosure notices. Look, no identity theft protection or homeowner's policy covers this. Home Title Lock does. Just pennies a day helps protect your most valuable asset, your home. Put an online barrier around your home's title with Home Title Lock. Sign up and get your home's title history a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and use promo code PROTECT. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code PROTECT. Weekday mornings, 11 a.m. East, freewheeling. We talk about pop culture, talk to celebrity guests, and hear what drivers have to say about the world at large. Freewheeling on the road, dog. Welcome to the Truckers for Troops Telethon, the annual campaign by OOIDA members to let our servicemen and women overseas know we support them and appreciate their service and sacrifice. Landline now. It is now day five of the OOIDA Truckers for Truth Telethon here on Sirius XM. And folks, we are having a grand old time here in Studio A at OOIDA headquarters. I am joined by many of my usual crew here. We've got Jamie Jones, Reed Black, Terry Scruton, and a special guest, Miss Nikki Johnson, the lady who is in charge of getting these boxes together and getting them shipped out. Nikki, thanks for coming up. Absolutely. Glad to be here. Yeah, this this is kind of before your part normally starts here. That's right. <laughs> this is the ramp up, yes. Yes, the <laughs> ramp up. Well, folks, 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call to take part. Again, you can make a straight donation that goes into this fund to send care packages to our troops overseas and help veterans here at home. Or you can join OOIDA for one year, for five years, as many years as you like, and every year will cost you that reduced $35 rate. 10% of that's going to go into this fund, and OOIDA will match that money dollar for dollar. It's a great deal and a great way 
to show your support for our troops and our veterans. 1-800-444-5791. And, and Reed, um, you know, one of the things that just amazed me, and, and I mean, Nick, you can talk about this too, is the fact this is an all-volunteer effort. I mean, this isn't something where we're paying people to pack these. There is absolutely zero overhead. 100% of the money goes into buying the items, getting them into the boxes, and shipping them overseas. Volunteers here at the OIDA headquarters do all the work, and it's a tremendous amount of time and effort. It's unpaid, but it's, Mark, it's fully rewarded. Absolutely. And, and Nikki, I know we started with dozens of people. We had to use the parking garage downstairs, and it just keeps getting more and more efficient. You've got this down to just a, a small number of people. It's gotten so efficient. It has become very streamlined. It's it's a little frightening to look back how we used to do this. <laughs> it was a it was a learning process. It absolutely was. But uh, we've gotten very good at this. And, and who knew that that working at OIDA would be buying so many fun things and having these special requests come in. And it, it's just really a great time. And it's it makes you feel good. And we know we're helping people. There's not a downside, really. There isn't. Although it's streamlined, Nikki, it was great in the old days to watch the process. So many people involved in an assembly line. It really. really was. It's something we won't forget. And there were times that it was very, very cold. Yes. <laughs> I, I remember that. In, oh, man. Packing boxes in an open parking garage in January. What joy. Well, they had one of those blower heaters, but it really didn't suffice. No, no. It, it took the chill off, and that was about it. About <laughs> And don't forget, in addition to calling that number, if you just want to do this online, you can go to landlinenow.com. You can also go to ooida.com. Real simple there. They've got a join here button right on that website. You go in there and it's going to have the forms where you can take part in the Truckers for Troops Telethon 2017. And, and Terry, talk a little bit here about one of the other things that I think is special about this, which is kind of how we developed the list of things to go in the box. Yeah, Jamie, you mentioned a learning experience earlier, and part of that learning experience when we first started this thing out, and Nikki can probably speak to this as well, was that rather than go off a standardized list, we reached out and, you know, talked to the actual people who'd you be receiving these things. Questions. <laughs> <And> <laughs> we we hey. have this thing where we like to ask truckers what yeah. you need to do to drive well, a truck safely. And in this case, we asked the men and women out yeah. there who are serving, you know, what do you need? What is, what do you, would you like to see in these boxes? And, and they responded in they kind. They what still were some do. Of the special requests. You said something about that. Self-heating coffee was well, a very special huge. one. Yeah. And that one that. had to go bye-bye. And, and by the way, folks, the, the company we found those with doesn't make them anymore. No. If you have ever hauled anything like that, <laughs> call Let us. us. Know. Ask for Nikki. I've done lots of research on that, and there just isn't anything out there like oh. what we had. The helicopter crews loved those. Oh, they sure did. It was they, cold up in the sky. We got some great, <laughs> great letters about that. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call once again, folks. Are you sure? (laughs) 1-800-444-5791. Now we're doing it in slow-mo. That was beautiful. (laughs) Honest to God. I'd like to say we planned that, but that was completely unplanned. Spontaneous. Spontaneous. It just happens because apparently we've had a lot of 
you know, outwardly heated coffee. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what some of those other special requests were. I know uh, energy drinks was a big thing. Oh, yeah. Um, we've sent hand warmers. Yeah. To White take socks. Of that coffee. Socks, yes. Well, we even had the specialized boxes for the female troops that went over. The- we absolutely and the specialized did. boxes for the dogs. Yes, we did. Yes. And, and everybody has loved everything we have sent. Yeah, we forget sometimes there are canine units over there. Um, that's that's something, and those folks like to take care of of their canine partners. That's a very very special thing. We sent them practical stuff, but we also sent them tennis balls and frisbees for the for the dogs. But they're puppies. Yes. Yep, that's that's what they need. They're puppies. Well, and it's good exercise too. There we go. One eight hundred four four four. 5791. And, you know, Jamie, a lot of this goes back to a very fundamental connection between truckers and members of the military. You know, we call it truckers for troops, and a lot of it is truckers were troops. So, (laughs) you know, I mean, that that's what it boils down to. I mean, we've done surveys over the years and any part of any year, it's been anywhere from 33 percent, a third of OIDA's membership up to. 43% has served at some point in the military, and it wouldn't be tough to assume that that number tracks out in the industry at large. Um, But, you know, and something else that Terry's pointed out earlier in the week that we can't forget as well, truckers are so patriotic, too. Oh, yeah. Even if you don't have that direct military connection, Mm -hmm. um, it's just... I don't know of any group that embraces and loves our military as much as truckers do. Absolutely. And they are also giving. Yes. Absolutely. There's no shortage of giving. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call to demonstrate your willingness to give. And something else that, that I think is important here is how grateful the troops are when they receive these care packages. We get thank you letters every year from them and now from the veterans we're reaching out to. Here's some examples. Every year, as care packages go out from OOIDA headquarters to troops around the world, one of the most satisfying things for those of us involved are the thank you letters that come back. We wanted to bring you a sampling of those letters as part of this year's telethon. Many times when we send a care package, we find out later that the troops who received it are headed home. But that's not where it ends. Often, they get us the name and address of someone else who's either not headed home or who is in the unit replacing theirs. That was the case with Bryant Grover. First off, I want to thank you guys so much for all the care packages you sent my unit while we were deployed in 2014 and 15. The packages you sent were such a morale booster to my unit, VMM-365. I've since then finished my enlistment, and I'm back home in the civilian world. A couple of my friends have just recently left on a deployment, and they all tell me that there were some guys that didn't receive any mail or packages from back home. I was wondering what avenues I have to go down to register them for your awesome Truckers for Troops campaign. Thanks, Bryant Grover. And in fact, Bryant, you can simply send us their name and military address, and we'll make sure they receive a care package. Another aspect of the Truckers for Troops effort is the size of the care packages. To reach more troops, when OOIDA receives a name and address, we create a care package designed for that person's whole unit, complete with a note explaining what we've done. What's more, often those receiving the packages frequently share what's inside with other units as well. That was the case with one Marine overseas. I wanted to reach out to you and let you know that I received the package from your organization. I was caught off guard when I received it. I really wasn't expecting to receive such a wonderful package. 
Thank you so much. Words can never begin to express how excited I was to open this package and share it with the men I serve with. Today was like Christmas for all of us. We all appreciate the gifts that were in the package. I'm sure that my partner force from the UK will enjoy the black tea that was sent. We are comprised of a multinational fighting force here in Baghdad. I work alongside a wide spectrum of people from the US, as well as Australia, the UK, France, Italy, Belgium, as well as Iraq. Again, I cannot express my gratitude for the gift that was sent today. I thank you and the association for their hard work and dedication to all of us that are still serving our country. Thank you for remembering us. Sincerely, Staff Sergeant Paul Progras, U.S. Marine Corps, JTACE, Strike Cell, Baghdad. When those of us at home think of care packages, often we have a picture in our mind of a GI, a soldier in the Army. However, all the branches of the U.S. military are involved in our nation's various efforts overseas, particularly continuing efforts such as Afghanistan. That includes members of the U.S. Air Force. Truckers for Troops, Christine and I received your package today, and let me say it kicks ass. We're throwing Frisbees all over the office right now. It is so good to know that great Americans like your organization not only say they support the troops, they act on it. Actions like this go a long way in the morale of the airmen here in Afghanistan. Again, thank you for taking the time to send your support. Sincerely, Ryan P. Bowman, Master Sergeant, U.S. Air Force, Kabul, Afghanistan. One aspect of Triggers for Troops that many people are likely not aware of are the care packages sent to K-9 units. Those are, by necessity, unique because the box has to contain treats for the troops as well as the dogs. In the past, OOIDA sent care packages to K-9 units in conjunction with a military working dog team support association. However, in the past year, OOIDA didn't receive any names associated with K-9 units. So Nikki Johnson, who coordinates the purchase of items for care packages and manages the address list, went to that group's website and ordered from their donation needs list. The purchases included DC Comics and Avengers playing cards for the humans, and for the canines, doggles, grooming wipes, undercoat brushes, and Kong toys. The items Nikki purchased were shipped directly to the Military Working Dog Team Support Association, which then included them in their care packages to military canine units. That group sent this letter of thanks. Hi, Nikki. I wanted to personally thank all of you for the amazing donation from Truckers for Troops. I will be packing the care packages along with the Navy handlers at Naval Base Ventura County. These items are a welcome addition for the care packages. Please let everyone know how thankful we are and also that we appreciate everything you do. Thank you again for supporting both ends of the leash. Warmest regards, Jan Sloter, Military Working Dog Team Support Association. Care packages purchased with funds from this year's telethon will start going out in early 2018. For Landline Now, I'm Mark Reddick. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call. You are listening to Day 5 of the OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon here on Landline Now. And I love hearing those letters from the folks who've received these care packages. That tells you folks what it's all about. Again, we are raising money to send care packages to our troops. We're raising money to help veterans here at home. And we need your help because it doesn't happen without you. 
1-800-444-5791. You can go to landlinenow.com. You can go to OOYDA.com. Oh, you're interwebbing so well right now. I know. I use the 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 .com and everything. I'm very proud. I'm very, very proud. It's important to remember the .com because otherwise it it, It doesn't doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. 1-800-444-5791. It's the OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now. All I ever wanted to do was to drive a truck. Our founder, C.O. Warner, said that over 60 years ago. And it's a testament to our professional drivers being the foundation of Warner Enterprises. I'm Derek Leathers, the company's president and CEO. At Warner, we promise that if you join our family, you will have a voice in our future, stability, and respect. At Warner, it's not just a job. It's a rewarding and stable career full of opportunities. Warner Enterprises has been a visionary company since 1956. We're a company founded by a driver, led by a driver, and managed with the driver in mind. Nearly 20 years ago, Warner had the foresight to help create electronic logging devices. Why take a chance on your future when you can become part of a company that has been using ELDs for over 17 billion miles? Take control of your career and be confident in knowing your future is stable with Warner while enjoying competitive pay and industry-leading benefits. Visit drivewarner.com today to join the fleet that keeps America moving. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. I'm Todd Bort, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot in the sense of precipitation across U.S. We have some gusty winds all across New England, the Great Lakes, and the Ohio Valley, and watch out for some lake effect snow showers in those regions as well. East-west interstates, lake effect snow showers along I-90 in upstate New York through Pennsylvania, as well as northeast Ohio. It does affect parts of I-90. 96 and I-94 in far eastern parts of Michigan as well. Lake effect snow showers and gusty winds along I-88 and I-86 in upstate New York, I-80 and I-76 in Pennsylvania as well as Ohio. And once again, no matter where you are in the Great Lakes Northeast, watch out for some gusty northwest winds. I-90 out west, we have some rain showers and high elevation effects of snow in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings the brighter tomorrow. I'm Eidrodge Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. Landline now. Welcome back to day five of the OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon here on Sirius XM 146. I am Mark Reddick, your host. I am joined today by one special guest, Nikki Johnson, the lady in charge of all the shopping and the packaging, these care packages. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Wonderful. 
And, of course, as always, we've got Terry Scruton, Jamie Jones, and Reed Black. Uh, Mary McKenna's out with a frog in her throat. But, you know, she gave her all before bowing out. (laughs) She gave her all for this effort. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call. And, again, join OOIDA or renew your membership for $35 for one year for that rate. You can do five years at that rate. Heck, you can do a life membership. And 10% of that goes into this fund. OOIDA is matching that money dollar for dollar. And a lot of folks, especially life members, are making straight donations into this fund. Which you can make those to the foundation, the OIDA Foundation and get that tax deductible. Absolutely. So on those straight that donations. That's a good thing. Absolutely. We'll give you a little extra pip there. Thanks to the IRS. That's words you'll never hear come from my mouth again. <laughs> um, 1-800-444-5791. And, you know, one of the most important things in these care packages, Terry, doesn't actually cost anything. No, it really doesn't, and it's a nice little touch from home. Uh, we're talking about handmade cards and letters from kids that we, we like to ask folks to send in if they can. Uh, they're very popular, uh, and a lot of times they'll, they'll decorate the area around the base. You know, it's just like I said, a nice little personal touch from home, and you can send those to, uh, Narita Taylor here at OIDA. And when you do send them, we just ask that you don't include, uh, any personal information like addresses or telephone numbers or anything like that. Just put your name on it if you'd like to, and and uh, keep in mind, too, that uh, I know we're kind of doing this uh, leading into the holidays, but these packages go out all year round. So if you're thinking about doing some sort of Christmas theme, that's fine. But keep in mind, these will be going out probably through the middle of summer at least. Uh, and as well, if you have a trucker buddy class that you oh, work yeah. with out there, that's another thing you can do is reach out to that teacher and say, hey, here's a good class project we can do uh, to send these cards and letters. And if you're a trucker yourself and you want to write one, we welcome those as well. I'm just laughing. We are on day five <laughs> of the 11th year of Truckers for Troops. I think what we're hearing in everybody's voices is the cumulative effect of caffeine. <laughs> You're darn tootin'. We love that Between stuff. Between you and Terry, it's like, ugh! Look at us, cards and letters! Let me stress, we never have enough cards and letters. Oh, please, yeah. Please, please, please. They love them. Absolutely, folks. And by the way, you can go to landlinenow.com. We will have a link under Heard on the Air with the address where you can send those cards and letters. Again, that's at landlinenow.com. That's also where you can take part online in the Truckers for Troops telethon. And, you know, while you're taking part, we've already gotten folks who are helping us out from the very start. Oh, man, we get a running start, and we have for several years, thanks to Shell, um, a huge supporter of the association. But they gave us $2,000 to kick things off this year. And that's in addition, like I said, to the other support that they give the association, they contribute to the OIDA Mary Johnson Scholarship Fund oh, yeah. and a sponsor of the Safe Driving Award. So we love our friends at Shell. If you get a chance, thank them, thank them, thank them. Yeah, yes, and, and a round you. of applause for Dave Waterman and yeah. his oh, yeah. crew who have been such great supporters of this effort and such great supporters of truck drivers. It's nice to see a company that gives back to the community. This is your chance to give back to the people who have served our country overseas. one 800 444 5791. And Terry, you know, Shell gave us a head start, but as this thing has gotten underway, we have gotten some support from unlikely It's sources. gone to the dogs. <laughs> it's gone to the dogs. <laughs> yes, it has. Well, Sassy Meow. the dog also gave us a head start by uh, purchasing her own uh, care package. And since then, other fur babies and other members have stepped up to that challenge, uh, including but not limited to life member Earl Dieterding. I hope I'm saying your name right, Earl, and I apologize if I'm not, but Earl donated $1,000 from himself and 
$1,000 from his Whoa. dog, Jack. Wow. Oh, wow. So Jack the dog. Yeah. There you go, go. Jack. Yes. <laughs> applause for Jack that is the dog. amazing. Uh, we've also got, uh, let's see, member Melissa uh, Funte. I hope I'm saying that. I'm going to just mangle everybody's <laughs> name today, I think. We love you, Melissa. <laughs> she donated to, uh, $220 for a care package in honor of her, honor of her fur babies. Uh, Lee Strabel was in here the other day with his dogs, Tiki and Spence, and he donated enough for care packages from them. Uh, we also have uh, Michael Freibarger, who is the uh, human of Jesse Furbarker, I and love uh, that. also I sponsored a care package. So we've got a lot of dogs stepping up. Oh, Not so much from the cats. We no, need no, to hear no, from no, the no. cats. We had Albert the Manx. We did have Albert we the Manx. Albert, Albert the Manx. We talked about the cats. We did talk about Albert the other day, but but where are the rest of the cats? Wow. Come on. Where's the lizards? Come on. And the lizards. I'm, I'm <laughs> or the one folks. parrot that's I know been there's in some here. parrots out there. Yeah. At the, the very least, you can outdo a cat. One eight hundred four 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 five seven nine one. And by the way, you want to pay for an entire care package if you're a life member or if you just want to show your support. Two hundred twenty dollars will pay for the contents and the postage to get that sucker overseas to our troops. It's a wonderful thing. And when you think about all the help that provides, two hundred twenty dollars. That's an efficient use of money. Well, when you talk about how many people are served out of each box, I mean, depending on the year, it's 10, 12, 15. I mean, these suckers are big boxes. So that's a lot of people per dollar that you're serving. I can only imagine the looks on their faces when they see this ginormous box with their name. (laughs) <laughs> oh, yeah. 1-800-444-5791. And they've sent us pictures. I mean, this yes. isn't something we're making up. We've seen some pictures of people that just look like this is the best Christmas ever. Yes. And that's like in March sometimes. Absolutely. So, well, you know, we mentioned the fur babies that are donating. Uh, but, Nikki, we also provide a lot of stuff to canine units over there. And we talked a little bit about that. What are some of the things we're putting in those boxes for them? We have done that for many years. And some of the various things that uh, we have provided them are Kong toys. Best chew toy ever. Yes. <laughs> it really is. Very durable. <laughs> yes. Uh, paw balm. Ooh, you, you have to say that, that very carefully. Paw <laughs> to protect their feet with the the sand and the the hot temperatures. Well, and sometimes some, uh, you know, when you blow things up in wartime, there's a lot of sharp surfaces for puppies to go over. Very true. Very true. Uh, grooming wipes to wipe all that dust off. Yeah, that's, that's so another nice. item. Uh, collapsible bowls. So if they're out and about, they can whip that out with their bottled water and surely a few dog treats have been thrown in there too a few dog treats (laughs) they always ask for good healthy treats and we provide those and of course those care packages have things for the canines partner as well yes we do at times provide those too that is a fantastic thing. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call. Once again, you're listening to the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon here on Landline Now. And we are in day five. We're wrapping this thing up. It will and there's only through. a little bit of time to give them the phone number. You Absolutely. Better. 1-800-444-5791. You can call through the start of business Monday morning. Leave your name and number. You can take part. Now, we are going into another one of these wonderful stories of a veteran and care facility that your donations helped. Here's that story right now. One area in which returning veterans have a need that many people might not think about is recreation. Those who are receiving treatment at VA facilities need to have something to do to pass the time and help keep their minds off of their troubles. 
Susan Kern, program manager with voluntary services at the Lock Raven VA in Baltimore, Maryland, says the donations received from last year's Truckers for Troops helped do just that and more. What the Truckers for Troops did is they um, donated a, a number of recreational um, items, So we have a recreation department within our facility and our recreational therapists and activity um, uh, therapists. What they do is um, not only um, very specific recreational therapy uh, treatments, but also leisure activities, okay? So, you know, you're talking... um, uh, cards and, you know, board games and, you know, uh, bingo and and musical entertainment. So that's what would all fall, fall under assorted recreational um, items, you know, um, uh, books for the for the uh, patients to read, uh, word finds, uh, crossword puzzles, those types of things. In addition, what came in was some comfort items, and, and what we, we classify under com- comfort items are, you know, just that. So, you know, you're talking shampoo, you're talking body wash, you're talking shaving cream, you're talking um, other, you know, j- if you just think about day-to-day things that we all use. Um, th- so those are always nice little gifts for the veterans to, um, to get. Not that we don't carry those items, and we certainly do have... Um, have all those items stocked within our our center, uh, but the thing is, when first off, when the gift comes, it's a gift from somebody, so that's a really nice thing. But the second thing is that you know, generally speaking, it's um, nice quality types of of um, items, and, and people appreciate that and, and enjoy that. And the last thing that came in was some um, postage stamps. And, you know, that's always great because for people that want to send a card, that want to send a little note or whatever, then um, we can, can give the stamps to our, our veteran inpatients and they can utilize them to mail, um, mail things out to loved ones. Kern says that even though there is great need, she is constantly surprised at the number of people volunteering their time and donations and the overall amount of generosity in the world. What I find is that we are so blessed in this area. We have a large number of individuals as well as groups that really do want to do kind and nice things for our veteran our veteran patients and you know um, so we're not at a loss for items to be coming in that we can shower our veterans with can we always use more oh yes for sure but I would say that I find a lot of generosity out there in addition to donations Kern says there are a number of other ways people can help out the other side of what voluntary service does is is what I will call and say manpower, and that's the individuals that come in, the boots on the ground, that come in the doors and visit with our patients, that um, uh, work within some of our services to give support to the veteran patients. We have a lot of com- um, customer service type of focused areas. I mean, we have volunteers that come in, they serve coffee. You know, they we have a huge driver program, and, and that is um, people that sign up and they um, drive a, a government vehicle, but they go and they pick up um, 
uh, patients that need to be seen for a, uh, a an outpatient procedure, but maybe that person doesn't have a license or, you know, for whatever reason. And so getting into their appointment is really important. And so it's a, a wonderful thing for these these um, volunteers that are the ones that are making sure that people do get in for for their appointments. I mean, we have people that, that are greeters. We have people that go around and just talk and visit. I mean, that's all really, really important. And again, you know, they're the, they're the regularly scheduled volunteers that come in and interact person to person, which is so very important also. Susan Kern, Program Manager with Voluntary Services at the Lock Raven VA in Baltimore, Maryland. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call. You're listening to the Truckers for Troops telephone here on Landline Now. And we are slowly making our way to the end of day five. Remember, you can call all the way through the start of Business Monday or go online at landlinenow.com or ooida.com. Anything before the start of business, if you call and leave your name and number, we'll call you back. Oh, and they'll you call will you back. be counted. And believe me, <laughs> they're going to be calling back for a couple of days. Don't think because it's Wednesday they haven't got you. They will get you. 1-800-444-5791. The folks in reception are ready to bring your calls in. Send them up to the folks in membership, and they will take care of you so you can show your support for our troops and our veterans. It's a great effort. We are so happy to have you taking part. With us. We'll be back in just a moment with the Truckers for Troops Telethon. I'm Mark Reddick, and this is Landline Now. Serious XM Fly, the channel taking you back to a time when everything was big. Serious XM Fly, your source for hip hop and RB from the 90s and 2000s. Sirius XM Fly Channel 47 is streaming on the Sirius XM app. Equifax, the credit bureau, breached. 143 million of you had your personal data exposed. Retired FBI agent Art Fitzenmayer warns that a crime wave called home title fraud may be coming. The Equifax breach likely exposed your home's title and loan records. Cyber thieves can see the equity you have in your home, and they want it. And because everything's online, they simply forge a few documents with your signature, refile, and take over title. Then they borrow money on your home and drain all your equity. You won't even know until you get hit with foreclosure notices. Look, no identity theft protection or homeowner's policy covers this. Home Title Lock does. Just pennies a day helps protect your most valuable asset, your home. Put an online barrier around your home's title with Home Title Lock. Sign up and get your home's title history a $60 value free. Visit HomeTitleLock.com and use promo code PROTECT. HomeTitleLock.com, promo code PROTECT. Howdy, folks. It's me, Jeff, your old pal from Cat Spot Litter. And that spot spelled S-P-O-T. Although I love people, I really love animals, especially cats. But I've been watching my cats struggle to get comfy in litter boxes my whole life. So I did something about it. I invented Cat Spot Litter. It's made from one single organic ingredient, real coconut, and that's it. Nothing else. It's litter as Mother Nature intended. I didn't add no chemicals, perfumes, or clumping agents. And guess what? 
I get calls every day from customers telling me the cat spot has changed their lives. Just last week, old Charlie called and told me his cats had never been happier or healthier. And if that's what you want, you should try cat spot. If you or your cats don't like it, that ain't no problem because we'll give you your money back. Just go to catspotletter.com, watch the videos, and read the reviews. After you use it, give me a shout and let me know what you think. Hey, I appreciate you listening. Martin Transport is excited to announce new opportunities with their dedicated fleet. They currently have dedicated opportunities in Texas, Western Michigan, Columbus, Ohio, Chicago, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and Orlando. Martin drivers average $1,200 per week, including $20 per hour for detention, trailer maintenance, and inclement weather pay. Make the move to Martin today. To apply, call 888-239-5746 or visit drive4martin.com. That's 888-239-5746 or visit drive4martin.com. There you are, running down the highway, and your truck insurance is the last thing on your mind. Then, some idiot cuts you off. Now you're thinking truck insurance. Do you have the protection that's right for you? OIDA can make sure. They're the truck insurance specialists. Owner-operators like you have trusted OOIDA for the right coverage for nearly 40 years. Call 1-800-444-5791 or visit OOIDATruckInsurance.com. OOIDA. Nobody knows trucking better. Welcome back to Landline Now and the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. We are on day five, and we're glad to have you with us. We're going to go straight into one of those stories that we bring you this week, and this one is about a veteran of past wars talking about the Vietnam Veterans Memorial and what that means to him. Anyone who knows OOIDA life member Steve Davenport knows he has a special history with the Vietnam Veterans Memorial Wall. This year, that wall will mark its 35th anniversary, and Steve, himself a Vietnam vet, says he was planning to be a part of a special ceremony for the occasion and hoped to deliver a very special message to Maya Lin, the woman who designed the memorial wall. I've had the opportunity to pull the wall with my tractor a couple times, and uh It seems like I've been able to do so many things in relation to the wall that this opportunity to meet Maya Lin is important to me because she is the one that designed the wall to be built with the names and the way that it happened by date. As the soldiers were killed, they ran the uh, names in a calendar, like from the date they died. And it goes from the apex in the center out to the east side, loops around to the west side. And my buddy's name is on the 60th panel on the west side, on the last line. So Wow. Wow. Um, and, and you said, uh, we were talking about this earlier, and you said you've got a, a, a special poem that you wrote uh, about all of this too, didn't you? Yes, I, and you know, I've recited it a time or two, and my mind's going off right now, but uh, I wrote a poem in 78, because from 68 when Bob died till 78, and I wrote this little poem, it was just like I had this weight on me, and I, as I showed the poem to different people in the neighborhood, they'd say, well, I lost a friend too, and they had written a poem for whoever they lost, and I put them all together. And at that time, in 78, I just titled the poem a Memorial for Servicemen, and uh, 
there you go. It was a year later when Jan Scruggs started the memorial fund, and by 82, they dedicated the wall. And you said you shared the poem a few times with, with folks over the years. What kind of a reaction have you gotten from those folks? Well, it was the emotional thing of, you know, he and I were best friends, and we talked about all the things that we would do, how we ran around as kids and felt like we owned the road. And it was uh, to make sure that he was remembered through me as a best friend and, you know, to be able to pay respect for his sacrifice for my freedom. Absolutely. And, and uh, uh, not to put you on the spot or anything, can you remember any of the poem off the top of your head or is it... Uh do you need to have it in front of you? Uh, a little bit. Uh, I won't get to the end, but uh, Bob was a friend of mine. We often called each other brother. And though it's been 10 years of time, we'll never forget the good times we had. Uh, and from Rose Hill to Cameron Station, from Telegraph Road to Springfield, we ran the roads like kings. And uh, he was always better than me. And... The, the good die young. Here I'm getting a little flustered on it, but uh, yeah, that was right. it. Was about him being my best friend, and if there was a way for me to uh, pay respect to him, that's what I wanted to do. OOIDA life member and veteran Steve Davenport paying tribute to his fallen friend. And, you know, folks, uh, we were talking a little bit, uh, you know, behind that as we were listening with you. Uh, Jamie, you said that's what it's all about. And, and I, I couldn't agree more. It so is. I mean, it, it really just it brings it all back home. I mean, there's so much excitement and enthusiasm, you know, that builds during the week. And then you have that moment that just it, it centers you back to why we do what we do. Oh, yeah. And, and Reed, you said that's just one name on that wall out of more than 58,000 from the Vietnam War. I would venture to say, Mark, that almost every single person in America, man, woman, and child, has someone on that wall, either a member of their family or somebody they knew in school. Absolutely. 1-800-444-5791 is the number to call folks to support our troops and our veterans. You are listening to the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. I'm Mark Reddig. Of course, you just heard Jamie Jones and Reed Black. We also have Terry Scruton, part of our regular crew, and another special guest today, Narita Taylor of OOIDA, the person who kind of puts the word out to the general media out there in the wider world. And, uh, and of course, you got military connections in your own family, Narita. Absolutely. My husband was a Marine, and his father was a Marine, and his grandfather was a Marine. And, uh, <laughs> well, and, and as Marines. I recall, it's not was a Marine, is, is a, a Marine. Yeah. Yes, always a Marine. Absolutely. Yep. I totally I've been am. corrected many, many yes. times. By so we don't need to ask then which branch of the service Narita will be supporting in the whole competition. <laughs> Absolutely thing. not. She is definitely <laughs> Sorry, uh, Team that's Jamie. The one. There. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we could we could ask Narita where her husband served. Well, he uh, was a reserves, and so he was mainly stateside. He did, you know, go to Panama for a few things and, you know, a few uh, short tours like that. But mainly he was in the reserves. And interestingly enough, he did suffer an injury during his time, but it was as a civilian. 
And he was got a visit from、um, higher up in the ranks, like a general came to the hospital to visit him and made a joke. Hey, we need to make you fully active. It might be safer for、yeah. you. <laughs> Very、so. good. There we go. Well, one eight hundred four 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 five seven nine one. We do have operators on the line. During our show Friday, of course, this will replay on the weekend, and folks, you can still call that number, press one, leave your name and phone number all the way through the start of Business Monday, and you can take part in this effort. We are raising money to send care packages to our troops and support veterans in veterans care facilities, both wounded and homeless veterans here at home. One eight hundred four 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 five seven nine one. You can join or renew your membership for thirty five dollars. Ten percent goes in that fund, or you can make a straight donation. And this has just been a Fantastic week! I, I think we all agree this has just been one of our greatest weeks we've、It's、had. It's been a lot of fun, but I got to tell you the energy level out there because、um, we don't have hard numbers, and we would love to be able to have the tally board behind us like the old PBS telethons or something. But <laughs> not that you'd be able to see it over the、and、radio. That would be fun. fun. But what we do know is every day this week has been better than every day. Of the week last year, so、right. we we know that yeah, things are going、awesome. so much、right. better. We're bringing、yeah. in the donations.、Woo-hoo. We're bringing in you know plenty of new renewed memberships.、Um, you know it's it's going well, but we still have the weekend, and that's something that I think everybody needs to know is、um, we'll have the show still on, and you can still call in and leave the messages. And Terry knows they'll call you back. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is. You will not have to worry about getting a return phone call、uh, when you're part of this event. They will definitely call you back. <laughs> they'll if, stalk if, you. They'll stalk you. They'll, they'll come to your house. And、they'll... you know what? I know they're going to hate me saying this, but let's make it hard for them. Let's just leave so many freaking calls on there <laughs> that they. It's going to take them till Wednesday or Thursday to get them called back. Because I got to tell you, if you're going to have a problem, that's a good problem to have. That would be a great problem <laughs> to have. I kind of want to watch and see how many voicemails we have Monday morning. One eight hundred four four four. Four five seven nine one. You can also go online again all the way through the start of Business Monday at landlinenow.com or ooida.com. It's really easy to find at ooida.com. There's that little join button right there on the website, and yes, that is for membership. But you can also make your donation through there online. One eight hundred four 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 five seven nine one. Come on, we're running out of chances here, people. I know. <laughs> and folks, I'll tell you, we've got people calling in right now, but we need more at that number. One eight hundred. Hundred four 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 five seven nine one. You know what? This is all about helping out our troops and our veterans. We want to thank them for their service and what they're doing for our country. They are making incredible sacrifices. This is all about them. But we especially want to thank America's truck drivers, folks. It's、oh, yeah. the 2017 OOIDA Truckers for Troops Telethon. Thank you, everyone out there. This portion of our show is sponsored by OOIDA's Medical Benefits Group. This is SiriusXM Radio. This is SiriusXM Radio. You're listening to SiriusXM Radio. The Dave Nemo Show. It's not just about trucking. It's philosophy. You say that you would like to go back and do it all over again and do it differently, but then you might not be who you are. So therefore, it's impossible to do it differently because if you did it differently, you wouldn't be you, and you wouldn't be able to say, "I'd like to go back and do it again," because you wouldn't have done it in the first place.
Bright. The Dave Nemo Show. Traffic and weather updates every hour and news on all things trucking. Weekday, 7 a.m. East. Road Dog Trucking Radio. That's the power of subliminal messaging. Hey, everyone. This is Edgar Hansen from Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch. I'm working with Chevron to find some real game changers, people who have found smart, new ways to improve how they do business. For me, that includes helping my crew save time and energy when they're caught in a 36-hour grind and finding ways to make my 40-year-old boat run like she's almost brand new. When it's 20 degrees outside and we're sitting in the middle of a 60-foot wave, we want to catch that crab fast, get it in their tanks quick, and get home safe. Chevron Dello heavy-duty diesel engine oil is a real game changer. I've been using it for more than a decade because I can rely on it to deliver the protection and performance my engine needs to keep running strong. After all, I'm not just a fisherman, I'm a businessman too. Like Dello, I plan to go further with the Northwestern, keeping her on the seas for another 40 years. Dello, let's go further. Are you a game changer? Know someone who is? Share your nominee at chevrondello.com slash game changer. Dello, let's go further. Professional truck drivers and warehouse workers, Schneider is adding even more career opportunities. Schneider already has team and solo driving opportunities with a wide range of home times and freight types. Now we're adding multi-stop less than truckload driving jobs and straight truck delivery driving jobs with no CDL required, plus new warehouse jobs at our LTL terminals, an industry-leading variety of career paths. Now even better, search all driving and warehouse jobs near you and apply at schneiderjobs.com. That's schneiderjobs.com. Hotel California turns 40, and the Eagles are celebrating with their own limited edition channel. Here hits, rarities, influences, and insight. All my influences came from listening to radio. Plus, the Eagles captured live at Nashville's Grand Ole Opry House. Find Hotel California, the Eagles channel, on now on Channel 30. And tell your friends and family they can listen free on any satellite radio as part of Sirius XM's free listening event, now through November 27th. Todd Bork for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates like effect snow showers and some gusty winds. Along your ride, along I-75 in the lower peninsula of Michigan, also dealing with some lake effect snow showers and gusty winds on I-77 in northeast Ohio, I-79 in Pennsylvania. We also have lake effect snow showers and some gusty winds along I-81 in upstate New York and even affecting parts of I-87 in upstate New York as well. Uh, big issue, though, across parts of northeast Great Lakes and the Ohio Valley, the gusty northwest wind that affects all the interstates across that region, even I-95 as far north as Maine, as far south as Virginia. I-5 out west, some rain showers in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings a brighter tomorrow. I'm Eid Rodgers, Todd Bork, from Weather Channel Radio Network. For all things trucking, it's Sirius XS Road Dog Live. Do be advised. We're talking about emissions, stock prices, the power of the government. It's going to be some great conversation because all the producers are hanging out with me drinking margaritas. And now, for your host, I haven't prepared anything to talk about, J.C. Phillips. Hey, good afternoon and welcome into Road Dog Live. Casey Phillips hanging out with you. It is the Thursday edition. We call it Friday Eve around these parts. It is a beautiful day in the mid-state and it's going to be a wonderful conversation as well. I'm hanging out in the SiriusXM Satellite Tower high above the Honky Tonk District in the Music City, USA. Got a little partly cloudy, not even partly cloudy. It's a beautiful fall day today. I hope you guys are seeing some clear skies 
and some clear roadways wherever today finds you. Very honored today to be welcoming a guest to the program, Dr. Greg Elam. You know him, you love him. He's been on before. We're going to be talking a little bit about some breaking medical news. And uh, it's all going to be about what is coming down the pipeline at you guys when it comes to getting your medical card, when it comes to the drug testing requirements, what the medical review officers have on tap for changes in their world. And it's going to be a lot of great information. And I invite you in if you have any questions about any of this. You know the number, 888-876-2336. That's 8888-ROAD-DOG to get in. And let's go ahead and say uh, hello to Dr. Elam. Uh, Hello, Dr. Elam. Well, hello, Casey. <laughs> Man, thank you so much for coming in. It's been, uh, we talked a little bit earlier, it's been, what, a year since we've uh, chatted on the radio. I don't know, man. I've slept since then, so I, don't, I, can't, I haven't kept up with it, but it's been a while. Yeah, well, it's great to have you back in. And uh, I, I wonder, did you do any uh, work with the truck driving championships this year? I did not. No. Okay. Because I think that's the last time I saw you was, um, other than the radio, we were out doing the thing at FedEx. Which was a lot of good. Yeah. Oh, it's a great program. I, I strongly support it. I, I think I had a conflict this year. I don't recall. But, um, but yeah, I, I think it's a tremendous program. Well, it's great to have you in. And uh, so tell me a little about what's been going on with you guys. National Toxicology Specialist. Uh, I'm sure you guys have been really busy. And obviously with the regulatory stuff coming around, uh, it's going to be even more busy. It, it is. Uh, we're a third-party administrator. And uh, as you know, I'm the medical director. And uh, basically, I'm certified as a medical review officer and also as a DOT examiner. So uh, we're, you know, in the thick of it every day with uh, assisting uh, companies to uh, administer the drug and alcohol testing programs, uh, doing a lot of training, uh, doing a lot of um, uh, really just uh, consulting work uh, mm-hmm. with employers and, and drivers who are having questions, and uh, and a fair amount of DOT physicals. And uh, and there's some uh, some big changes afoot, which uh, I oh, know yeah. you know about. So oh, I can't goodness. wait to get into that into the meat of the show and and uh, hear what your drivers are thinking and answer those questions because uh, this is going to change things dramatically. Right. And uh, just to give you in a nutshell, uh, the FMCSA is going to be entering in some new data and looking for some new uh, drugs on the panel. And so we'll get uh, more deep and in, deeply into that uh, as we go through it. Uh, guys, again, if you want, 888-876-2336 if you have any questions about uh, the medical side of the industry going on right now. Uh, we talked about uh, getting into a little bit of the history uh, during the Reagan years of uh, the drug screening process. Uh, if you would, for the listeners, uh, give a little bit of a, of a history lesson of where the drug testing uh, all began back in the day. Yeah, happy to. Uh, I wasn't here during those sure days, you but I wasn't long <laughs> after that before I got into it. Uh, you know, these this is not gray hair, by the way. These are wisdom highlights. Yes, that's indeed. how I'm framing those my, for myself these days. Um, anyway, uh, back in 1988, uh, Reagan uh, uh, in the Reagan years, they passed the Drug Free Workplace Act, and that's what really. Uh, started the ball rolling in terms of doing uh, drug testing for transportation. And and it was based at that time on the common drugs of abuse. And, mm-hmm. and those drugs, you know, were are still around today, pot, coke, meth, uh, heroin, uh, PCP. And that's the that's the core of the drug test panel that's that's currently being used. Um, it's been modified uh, somewhat through the years, uh, but not dramatically. I mean, they've they've really uh, they've changed some things around. They've changed some cutoff levels. They've uh, uh, beefed up the testing for heroin a little bit. Uh, all of those were important, 
but what's happened is since the uh, the onslaught, if you will, of all the prescription pain medications out there in our mm-hmm. country, and and uh, the horrendous uh, effect it's had on our our country. Uh, the DOT has uh, wisely uh, decided that they're going to add some drugs to the panel to help uh, identify people who are in need of, of uh, help with that or in need of assistance. So I, I wanted to come on your show today, and I really appreciate you letting me do this, to uh, talk to the drivers now. Uh, it's a little early. Uh, we're in the process still of uh, notifying employers about the changes that are coming. Uh, but for drivers that are uh, dealing with these uh, medications uh, it's uh, it's uh, six weeks away before this is going to take effect on January 1, and I wanted to give them plenty of time to start really understanding what this is going to mean for them and to start taking some actions. When it comes down to uh, such a short window of um, well, efficacy, is not the right word, but uh, the compliance date for the, the new panels coming out, uh, it's six weeks away, and so uh, I, I know that there is a process when it comes to the rulemaking and, and regulations, and typically it's about a two-year process. Tell me, h- how long has this been in the works to add these? Well, and that's a great question. Uh, it's been talked about since I've been doing this now for 22 years. Uh, I mean, we've known that uh, that opioid pain medications, and let me kind of uh, back up for your listeners, too, to make sure we're talking about apples and apples. Um Opiates is sort of the is the term that really applies just to the naturally occurring narcotic medications. Okay. In other words, uh, things that are found in the poppy plant and uh, and and the raw sap from the poppy pod is called opium, and the drugs that are found in that codeine, morphine, thebane, and a few minor other players are, are opiates. Those are naturally occurring. Okay, then what happened is because of, frankly, a lot of the side effects with those medications and, and, and really just better, stronger medications, uh, the drug industry started synthesizing Synthetics. opioids. Yes. And, okay. and, and what we call now is opioids. And that oid means like. Okay, so factoid means like a fact, right? Opioid means any drug that acts like an opiate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it, it, that term, opioids, encompasses not only, you know, all of the naturally occurring opiates, but also all the semi-synthetics. So hydrocodone and oxycodone, uh, Demerol, uh, Dilaudid. I mean, all of those medications are what we call semi-synthetics. Okay. Uh, but they're all under the category of opioids. So when I say opioids for the rest of the show, I'm talking about just in general all of those kinds of okay. drugs. Thank you. So what the DOT uh, has done is looking uh, at the the tremendous uh, epidemic that we're in right now uh, of people dying from overdoses and, and getting dependent on these medications and just wrecking their lives, uh, have decided to add uh, hydrocodone and its metabolite, hydromorphone, uh, just to kind of give you some brand name ideas. Hydrocodone is found in things like Vicodin, Lortab, Norco. Those are the brand names. Uh, hydromorphone is what hydrocodone turns into in your body, okay. but it's also active itself. And, in fact, hydromorphone is known as Dilaudid. It's a very potent medication. Uh, they're adding that plus oxycodone and oxymorphone. Uh, oxycodone, of course, is stronger than hydrocodone. Uh, and uh, oxymorphone is available by itself. Well, let me go back. Oxycodone is found in things like Percocet, Oxycontin, those kinds of medications. Uh, per, uh, oxymorphone uh, is found in Opana. That's the brand name of it. But oxycodone turns into oxymorphone. Anyway, those four drugs are 90-plus percent 
of all of the prescription opioid medications that are written in this country. And, and we are in the largest epidemic of, that, of those drugs being abused that we've ever been in in our country. I mean, we, we literally have more people dying of overdoses of those medications than, than died in all of the Vietnam War. Uh, I mean, they, it's it's incredible. The last numbers I saw were like 175 people a day are mm. overdosing and dying, and then and then what's wow. happened is since people have gotten started on those medications, is a lot of people for a variety of reasons uh, will uh, end up going to the street to try to buy similar drugs. Heroin, okay, let me let me explain that. Heroin is synthesized made from opium. Mm-hmm. So basically, okay. if you take morphine from the opium and cook it in a certain way, you come up with heroin. So people tend to go from the pain pills into a heroin, uh, and it's a terrific narcotic. I mean, it works really well, uh, but it gives people a tremendous rush, yeah. and it's and and it's uh, yeah, it's it's heavily abused, but it's cheap. Uh, in fact, I saw uh, the pricing on a bag of heroin in New York City was like four dollars. I mean, this is lunch money for kids. Uh, but what's happening is people that get hooked on the opioids then either you know run out of the prescriptions, their doctor won't refill it, they go to a clinic and they won't, whatever, uh, they, they lose their insurance and they can't afford it, whatever happens. And so what happens is they tend to go to the street and buy heroin. Now, four out of five people who are on heroin started with pain medications, okay. pain pills. And so that's the progression we're seeing. Uh, the problem is that the heroin, of course, is is stronger than it used to be. Plus, now they're lacing it with even stronger fentanyl, I heard. fentanyl yeah. synthetics. Ugh. Those are... Uh, the the synthetics that are coming out of um, uh, China that are that are coming into our country, and just to give you a, a, an idea, heroin uh, is pretty strong stuff, but uh, fentanyl is 50 to 100 times stronger. And then they've got synthetics on the street out there now, carfentanil, which is 10,000 times stronger. I mean, a dosage the size of a head of a pen will kill you. And so people are, are dying of overdoses just getting laced drugs on the street. It's really a horrible time to, to go out to the street to buy drugs. Well, now, uh, going back to the original question, uh, does the medical review officer or the, the medical side of the FMCSA, do they not conform to the same regulatory processing? In other words, notice of proposed rulemaking, open oh. comment period, 18 months, because this is six weeks out. So you're saying that no, they can this just... Is, this is the end of that process. This okay. It's been going on for quite a while, uh, and and in fact, uh, they approved this for the final rule for federal testing October one, and that had that process had been going on for the last couple of years. Okay. So there's been plenty of time for us to comment, and they've and they've listened to all that as they do. Uh, so this is the and and for your listeners. You're probably not aware of all those things behind the scenes in terms of, you know, where that process is, although you can go online and look at it if you want, and you can comment, and a lot of drivers do. Uh, but it's uh, it's just we're now at the end stage of that. This is the final rule, okay. and it's going into effect now uh, January 1. Uh, for the federal rule, it went into effect October 1, and then the DOT adopted it as they were okay. required to do at gotcha. some point. So that's just where we are. You know, if these guys had a good radio host to bring all this stuff to their attention, they would have known, and I probably would have known, too, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> well, we're talking about it now. <laughs> yes, and that's what's most important, I guess. It's going forward, you know, all we can do is, uh, you know, try to flesh out what this is going to mean. Yeah, yeah. And so when you were talking about the uh, medical review officer piece, uh, our role uh, in in the DOT drug testing world 
uh, is to uh, talk to individuals who have a positive drug test and see if they have an alternative medical explanation for the test result. And if they do, we're empowered to overturn the test. So we do this every day. I mean, we have people who have prescriptions, and so say they've got a prescription for, you know, Tylenol number 3, and it shows up on the drug test because it's codeine and turns into morphine. Um, but we, we can overturn that test, make it a negative test, but the DOT requires that we report any medication or medical condition that could result in disqualification to the employer if we find it out during the interview. Okay. And so we basically would, at that point, overturn that test, make it a negative test, and report a safety concern to the employer and say, you know, we're concerned and you probably need to have this individual checked out. Um, so we do that regularly now. But uh, what I think is going to happen, and that's why I really wanted to, to give your drivers, your, your, your uh, listeners a heads up, is that the positivity rate coming from the laboratory with the addition of these four opioids is going to increase. I mean, I don't know how much. I'm guessing double the positive rate right now. And so what's going to happen is we're going to be getting prescription medications, verifying those, and then we're going to be reporting a safety concern to the employer. And uh, and under the, the new rule, uh, the medical review officer uh, must allow five days for the uh, driver to contact their physician, have the physician contact the medical review officer, and uh, try to come up with a medication that would be okay to take and not be disqualified. Uh, and so in my hands, and other medical review officers may do this differently, but in my hands, any anyone who's taking a narcotic on a regular basis, I mean, certainly daily or multiple times a day, would not be qualified. I would report that as a safety concern to the, the employer. And, in fact, if I were doing the DOT medical exam, uh, I would not qualify them. They would need to, to come up with some sort of alternative treatment program. And so I think what, and, and I may be wrong, but I think there are a lot of drivers out there right now uh, who have been on these kinds of medications for years. Uh, they haven't shown up on any drug testing. Um, maybe they told the uh, medical uh, the uh, medical examiner about them. Maybe they didn't. I mm-hmm. mean, uh, mm-hmm. you know, no judgment. Uh, but the fact is that a lot of those uh, medication usages are going to come to light here. Sure. And people need to be prepared. And so uh, it, it, I recommend strongly that if, if uh, someone is taking uh, any of those, the hydrocodone, hydromorphone, oxycodone, or oxymorphone, uh, that they go to their doctor and tell them, you know, look, I'm, I'm driving, and this is going to be on the panel, and my employer is going to find out about it, mm-hmm. and, um, and uh, we need to start talking about ways that I can be treated going forward sure. you know, that won't result in disqualification. Now, if the prescription is present does that mean you can overturn that uh, positive and that person if he's deemed to not be a safety risk he can still take those medications provided there are certain levels is, is that how that works no that's not quite it okay. uh, no the way it is is uh, if it shows up on the drug test mm-hmm. if it's a positive on the drug test the level is pretty irrelevant i okay. mean it, because we're talking about urine drug testing and the levels of drugs in urine are really not indicative of impairment time of use amount of use pattern of use any of that all it's evidence of is recent use 
So these drugs will generally stick around in urine for three to four days. Okay. So it's just going to say that someone took that drug within the last three to four days, but we can't tell when in the last three to four days. It's not like a blood alcohol where you can kind of back extrapolate and say, okay, well, two hours ago his level would have been or something. We can't do that with urine drug testing. Okay. So the way it works is uh, if someone has a prescription for that medication, we verify that prescription. We call the pharmacy verify the prescription with them and generally you know that we'll find out i mean that you know they're taking 120 a month they're getting those filled every month and have for a long time and so we are empowered to overturn that in other words we report that as a negative test to the employer and then we have to give the individual five days to talk with their doctor and find out if they can get that Do something else to treat that condition. Most of the time, it's for a chronic pain, like back pain or something. Right. Uh, And there are so many ways to treat that short of taking opioid medications. In fact, opioid medications for most non-cancer chronic pain are not even the most effective therapy. But it's just because in our country, we've been sold a bill of goods by the pharmaceutical industry. Marketing. KC is smiling about this one. (laughs) And so it's just become become the standard of care. If you go to your family doctor and say, Doc, my back's killing me, you're going to get a prescription for an opioid and a muscle relaxer. I've been there. That's the the standard. Now, that is changing. That is shifting. And people are paying attention. Uh, but uh, even so, there are a lot of people who have been on those medications for so long uh, that this train just can't be stopped, uh, you know, immediately. And that's why I want to give as much notice to your, your audience as possible to sure. say, look, this is coming. I mean, this is in your future. If you're taking those medications, it's going to it's going to come out. And uh, and I'd strongly recommend you go ahead and start thinking in terms of what can you do long term. Frankly, that's going to be more effective uh, in fact, uh, if, a couple of things about that. Um, if you look at uh, medication treatment for uh, back pain, uh, and most pains as a matter of fact, uh, an extra strength Tylenol and an ibuprofen and an Advil taken at the same time gives you better pain relief than all the opioid medications. That is crazy. It is, but it's true. And, and of course, the pharmaceutical industry has not been promoting that sure. information because they don't make any money. Um, I'm not a fan of them. Uh, second thing is that uh, I would encourage uh, your listeners to look at Consumer Reports. They did an edition several months ago looking at all of the uh, treatments for back pain uh, and, and what they consider to be the best modalities. Uh, the best modality they came up with was yoga. And so Stretching. we know that most back pain, most chronic back pain, is related to a lot of factors, but in general, a lot of it's related to lack of core muscle strength. Mm-hmm. And so drivers, of course, really don't have much of a choice with that because you have to sit and drive. I mean, there's no, I haven't seen a better way to, or an alternative way to do that. There's no other way to drive a truck. Uh, so that weakens your back muscles by definition. So uh, doing things that increase the muscle strength uh, really can make a huge difference. I suffer with this myself, and I know that if I don't go to the gym three days a week, I hurt. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? I can't take opioid medication for a lot of reasons, and so I go to the gym three days a week. I mean, Are you I practicing yoga? To. I I have done some yoga. <laughs> I, I am not a regular yoga person. Show me person. warrior one, man. My Come brother on, is it. a yoga instructor. He can tell you all about this. I am not a yoga person per se, but I like to go to the gym because, frankly, I like the endorphins. 
Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Dr. Greg Elam, he is with National Toxicology Specialist. We call it NTS here in Nashville. He is a certified medical review officer as well as DOT medical examiner. And uh, he's going to be with us for the next few hours. We're talking a little bit about the changes to the regulations in the medical screening and the panels that are used to determine if you are abusing or using any drugs that are on the list now. So in a nutshell, it's going to affect everybody that drives a big truck. Anybody holding a CDL license is going to be affected by this thing. If you have questions you want to get in, 8888-ROAD-DOG is the number. 888-876-2336 to get in. Before we go, uh, take a quick break. I want to ask you if you're ELD ready. Ah, the hits keep coming, don't they? The December date is looming, but there's an easy solution. It's called the Easy ELD from Stone Ridge. It's easy to install, it's easy to use, and the easiest way to get compliant. The Easy ELD comes with everything you need to connect. It has no contract, no hidden fees, all for one flat rate. And it's the only ELD with interchangeable connectors to fit the truck you have today or drive tomorrow. ELD compliance is stress-free with Easy ELD. You can get yours at EZELD.com and use promo code RADIO to save 20 bucks off the device. That's the letters EZELD.com, promo code RADIO. With that, we're going to take the break. Hey, when we get back, we're going to take some phone calls and talk more with Dr. Greg Elam on Sirius XM 146. Listening to NFL radio is like spending your week wearing a coach's headset. Analysts like Tory Holt, Ed McCaffrey, Jim Miller, Gil Brandt, and Bill Polian bring you closer to the game. Unless you have the rushers, you can't finish. And if you can't finish, you can't win these close games. It's that simple. Then Sunday at noon Eastern, it's like being on the sideline. When we take you live to every stadium for the biggest moments as they happen on the Sunday drive. 10, 5, touchdown! Sirius XM NFL Radio Channel 88 and on the Sirius XM app. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out. Because your timeshare isn't a fun escape, it's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast, professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. What would it take for you to get a tattoo you didn't want? A million dollars? How about a million socks? I'm Randy from Bombas. When me and my business partner, Dave, How's it going? quit our jobs to start a sock company, Bombas, we wanted to make the best socks in the history of feet. No more annoying seam, no more falling down your leg, added arch support. You get the idea. And what's better than creating the best socks in the history of feet? Sharing them. This is what we do. One pair purchased equals one pair donated to those in need. Our dream was always to donate a million pairs. We thought it would take 10 years. That's why Dave said, When we donate a million pairs of socks, I'll get a tattoo to celebrate. But then something happened. People loved our socks. And instead of 10 years, it only took two and a half. A million pairs. And one Bombas tattoo on my arm. Join the Bombas movement today by visiting bombas.com slash play. 
and you'll get an additional 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash play. Bombas dot com slash play. Wow, look at that lawn. You've worked hard this summer to ensure that your lawn is the focal point of the neighborhood. It's time to pack it in and begin your winter hibernation. You deserve it. But wait a second. The job's not complete. Before that lawnmower is tucked in, you got to use Staybill. Fuel can go bad in 30 days. So if you want your equipment to start next spring, store with Staybill Storage, America's number one fuel stabilizer. The Dave Nebo Show, 7 a.m. East. Your talk and conversation open to um, everybody in trucking. Road Dog Trucking Radio. You're listening to Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Hey, we are back. Welcome back into Road Dog Live. Casey hanging out with Dr. Greg Elam. We got Charles Roberts III in D.C. He is keeping everybody in line. Give him a call, would you? 8888-ROAD-DOG is the number. That is 888-876-2336. And we're talking a little bit with Dr. Greg Elam about the changes coming down the pipeline at us when it comes to the change to drug testing requirements for the industry. And it's a very big news. It's going to affect everybody out there. Dr. Greg, thank you for uh, coming in and uh, chatting with us. My let's, pleasure. Let's go ahead and uh, take a phone call. we got the golden ticket hanging out there, Snowflake in Virginia. you got the handicap parking sticker, my friend, so you are first up today. How's it going, bud? Good, man. How are you, KP? Fantastic. You got a question for Dr. Elam? Yeah. Hey, Doc. How's it going? Hey, good. You? Not bad. Not bad. Um, I know you're talking about opioids and all that, all the regulations coming down the pike today, but I was curious about uh, with all the new medical marijuana stuff going on and all that stuff, I got two questions. Have you had a lot more drivers being tested? and uh, coming up positive for marijuana, and in the future or anytime soon or ever, would they ever be able to come up with a test that would detect it, that you smoked it within like 12 or 24 hours? Uh, Great questions. Uh, Well, as you know, uh, with all of the states that have uh, decriminalized it in various ways, both for medical use and recreational use, um, marijuana is still a Schedule One drug, uh, as far as the DEA is concerned, and so it's uh, uh, on the controlled substances list. A Schedule One drug cannot, by definition, be prescribed by a physician in this country. So, uh, for DOT drug testing, uh, marijuana is uh, is uh, there there is still not allowed. The plant form is not allowed. Now there are. Uh, some uh, synthetic uh, marijuana uh, medications that are available for uh, specifically generally for cancer patients. Um, Marinol is, uh, is the name, the brand name of one of those. Uh, so we are allowed to accept those prescriptions kinds of things. But as far as the plant form of marijuana, it is not, uh, it is not allowed for drivers. Now, uh, as far as uh, whether it ever will be or not, I mean, I have no idea. Uh, that's, uh, you know, yeah. trying to predict the government is just, I've, I've never been good at it. Uh, but, but your point is, your point is well taken, and that is that, uh, any of these, uh, medications, any of these, uh, 
uh, drug tests that are done are uh, with urine uh, are not necessarily going to be something that just happened in the last uh, you know few minutes or few hours because the test can go back several days. Um, the oh, DOT okay. has played around with oral fluid a little bit, but they have not approved it. Uh, that would uh, have a shorter window, and there are some people that, that think that that's uh, going to be uh, the way to go. Uh, right now, uh, in terms of the uh, in terms of the uh, trying to de- detect when it happened, just within the last few hours, uh, the only test that will do that is blood testing. And um, the states that have DUID laws, the ones that you know have defined uh, the levels of marijuana in your blood that can be, and 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 defining that as impairment kind of thing, are highly variable throughout the country. So. Uh, that's, but that's the only way that I'm aware of that you can, uh, you can actually tie the level of the drug in with impairment. Thank you, Snowflake. I appreciate you, buddy. Great question. And when it comes down to the medical marijuana usage and, as you mentioned, the decriminalization of that uh, substance, uh, you put together a, a PowerPoint uh, for presentation, and you showed the graph of marijuana users being, I believe it was uh, two times more, no, it was alcohol was two times more likely to use opioids. Marijuana came in at four times, was uh, it? Three times in that study. But here's the thing, and this is something that um, that any anyone out there who's, who's thinking about marijuana uh, need to be aware of, and that is that, uh, the marijuana that's out there now is not your mama's marijuana. It's not even How'd the you marijuana. Know my mama smoked marijuana. It's not even the marijuana that I smoked in college. <laughs> that stuff was all stems and weeds, uh, and and really, uh, it, it was just the the stuff that's out there now because of the decriminalization in the various states and the and the the research they've done and the growing techniques they've come up with. Uh, the stuff that I was doing in college was one percent THC at most, probably. Uh, the stuff that's out there now, the average uh, that the DEA is confiscating is 12%. Oh, my God. But uh, I visited a couple of pot shops in Washington State earlier this year and looked at all their products, and they had bud, uh, the marijuana buds, which is the you know the bud, the flowering the part of the yeah. female top that's mm-hmm. right, that contains most of the resin where all the THC is. They had stuff like that. Uh, those Those plants were at least marketed, whether it's true or not, at 25% THC. And they have concentrates now with oils and waxes and things that that basically they're just concentrating the THC out of the plant. And some of those are getting into the 80% range of THC. This is a serious, serious drug. I mean, it's it's on the level of of the other drugs, heroin and meth and coke, in terms of the effect on the brain. It's not just smoking a little weed here and there. So it's a totally different drug than it used to be. And I tell people that if you're, yeah, you know, if you're in a state where you can use it and you're not going to be, you know, in a safety sensitive job, and there, you know, there you have a medical condition, your doctor wants to, uh, to to use it for, uh, at least use it orally. I mean, they come, it comes in edibles, and so you can buy little chocolate bars or candies mm-hmm. or those kinds of things. I think that's going to be safer, easier to control, and better for you than smoking stuff into your lungs. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, but again, this is banned for drivers. So, did you make a purchase while you were in the store? I gotta know. <laughs> you you would ask that, Casey. He, he, he shakes his head. No, <laughs> I did not. Uh, no, I, I I I'm there. I was purely there for research only, Casey. Yeah. Um, but the, I did the photos you took on your. I did take photos, and yeah. I did talk to the guy at the concentrate aisle. It was funny. I went over and I said, "Tell me about this." And he sized me up real quickly. And he said, um, 
I think you need to start with the plant form and build up your tolerance. <laughs> I said, well, at least you have some integrity. Uh, they, yeah, there you go. Let's stay with the phone calls. Let's get to uh, Bob in South Carolina. Hey, Bob, thanks for holding on, my friend. How's it going? Hey, Dr. Greg. Kind of got a two-part question. We'll start out now. This isn't me because I know better, but uh, I've got chronic back You're just asking and- for a friend, right? <laughs> Yeah, this has got to be, yeah. And, and my doctor gave me a prescription for hydrocodone. But okay. I kind of forgot on purpose to tell the medical examiner about the hydrocodone because getting that medical or the medications form and or a clearance letter is such a pain in the butt. With the changes in the testing, if I pop for a random... Or heaven help, I have to have a post-accident drug test. What kinds of trick bags have I created for myself by accidentally, on purpose, forgetting to tell the medical examiner? Now, I'm an employee driver, so you're going to tell my employer, but how does it work for an owner-operator that doesn't have an employer when they accidentally forget to tell the medical examiner about prescriptions uh wow okay <laughs> let's uh let's take the first part um I, first of all you were you're exactly right as the medical review officer i wear a different hat than the dot medical examiner so as the medical review officer if you have that prescription show up on the drug test uh, I will verify the prescription, and then, of course, I will report a safety concern to your employer. Now, that's not every time, Bob. Uh, I mean, that's up to the discretion of the medical review officer in terms of whether they think that's a, a disqualifying thing. So, for example, if you had gone to the dentist and had gotten a prescription for, you know, you had a tooth pulled and you needed a couple of days of hydrocodone for that, uh, and that was, you know, several days uh, later before the drug test came back and you were done with the prescription and I verified that, yeah, that's all you got, uh, you know, I probably wouldn't even report that uh, because it was kind of after the fact and it's not an ongoing thing. Uh, so if you've got, so that that's at my discretion. If you're taking the medication for a chronic uh, pain medic, uh, base or for a chronic pain issue, uh, then I would report that because that's ongoing. And then it's up to the employer to decide what they want that fitness for duty evaluation to look like. Um, the DOT uh, rules do still allow uh, for uh, the prescribing physician to uh, write a letter saying that, you know, this person is safe to take this medication and drive. The problem is most of us don't put much weight in that and uh, for two reasons. One, uh, the prescribing physician probably is not a DOT medical examiner and therefore is not familiar with the standards, so his opinion is is not based on much. And two, uh, he has an inherent conflict of interest with you. In other words, he is your, your doctor. You have a doctor-patient relationship. He is your advocate. Uh, he is too close to the situation. Plus, if he's the one who prescribed the medication, uh, that puts him in another conflict of interest situation where he's all of a sudden uh, being required to say, oh, well, I should have asked you about what you do for a living before I prescribed all these narcotics, but I didn't. So, oh, yeah, of course it's fine now. I mean, of course I, of course I, I knew that. I knew that, right? <laughs> so it, it really is just something that doesn't work well. What I recommend to... Uh, employers uh, is if someone is uh, taking a chronic pain medication 
and a fitness for duty issue is raised by the medical review officer, uh, I recommend sending them back for another DOT medical exam. Only this time, uh, Bob, uh, letting the medical examiner know to make that decision. Now, this is not a slam dunk. In other words, not every medical examiner uh, in, in, in every state is going to take the same position. Uh, I think the majority would. I think the majority would say you're taking an opioid and trying to drive a 40-ton bomb on the highway out there. I think we got a problem with that. Uh, but, you know, if the DOT medical examiner uh, doesn't agree with that, then, you know, that's, I guess, hit or miss. But, uh, frankly, I, I, I strongly, strongly, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to come on the radio today and talk is I strongly recommend that for your own safety, that if you're taking these medications and trying to drive, find an alternative because it is just not safe. I've been there. I'm speaking from personal and professional experience, and I'm telling you that this is a safety risk you're taking for yourself, not to mention the public, the liability issues, uh, and it's just not the most effective therapy. I hope that covered that. And I think the second part of your question was about owner-operators. Uh, and in those situations, it's kind of a case-by-case thing. But generally, uh, we, we try to, to, to persuade them to do the right thing. And then if not, we can report that to the FMCSA. You're narking them out is what you're telling me. Is that what you're saying? Well, if, if I have someone that is disqualified, <laughs> they're disqualified. Oh, I mean, yeah. I, now... Having said that, I mean we are our, our I, th- I see a large part of our role is educating uh, drivers to help them understand the issues, and it's like, look, I'm not going to just say, eh, next disqualified, next disqualified. No, we talk about it, we figure out what's going on with that, come out with a plan, a way mm-hmm. to to get qualified, to stay qualified, and frankly, to live healthier. Uh, I can tell you, I have lived in the hell of being on narcotics chronically, and it is a prison. It is a terrible life. It is not the way to live, and especially if you're in a high-stress job where sure. you're already you're already under under unbelievable physical and emotional and mental uh, stressors. Uh, adding an opioid uh, dependency and/or addiction to that is just a recipe for disaster. Not to mention a living hell. Hanging out with Dr. Greg Elam. He is a medical review officer with the FMCSA, certified medical examiner as well with National Toxicology Specialist here in Nashville, Tennessee. And we're talking a little bit about the changes coming down for you on the drug testing side of things and also ask, uh, answering your questions. If you have any questions for Dr. Elam, get them on the air with us, would you? 888-876-2336 is the number. I do have a couple of open lines right now. I'm going to pull up Facebook as well. A little later on the program, we have something special that we're going to do together because uh, I smashed my finger pretty bad today whenever i was at the house and uh i think we're gonna have a guest host come in uh buzz brainerd from the highway uh channel 56 and doc is gonna lance my finger and relieve the blood pressure out of my cuticle is that pretty well, much under, what you're gonna, underneath your nail underneath my nail <laughs> it's like it sounds pretty painful but we, we might do it if i get well, my courage up <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh we got all kinds of time for that let's go ahead and take a quick time out if you want in again give us a call 888-876-2336 this road dog trucking news break is sponsored by martin and we'll be back I'm Todd Bork, the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. Not a lot in the sense of precipitation across U.S. We have some gusty winds all across New England, the Great Lakes, and the Ohio Valley. And watch out for some lake-effect snow showers in those regions as well. East-west interstates, lake-effect snow showers along I-90 in upstate New York through Pennsylvania, as well as northeast Ohio. It does affect parts of I-90. 
96 and I-94 in far eastern parts of Michigan as well. Lake Effect snow showers and gusty winds along I-88 and I-86 in upstate New York, I-80 and I-76 in Pennsylvania as well as Ohio. And once again, no matter where you are in the Great Lakes Northeast, watch out for some gusty northwest winds. I-90 out west, we have some rain showers and higher elevation effects of snow in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings a brighter tomorrow. I'm Idrash Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. What is the future you doing right now? The answer is driving for UPS. UPS is hiring tractor-trailer drivers nationwide. Tractor-trailer drivers at UPS are paid competitively and receive weekly and attendance bonuses in select locations. Drivers typically work weekdays and get to spend the weekends at home. Applicants must be 21 or older and have a valid CDL. Apply now at upsjobs.com. That's upsjobs.com. How does the future you become a tractor-trailer driver? Get there at upsjobs.com. Because home time matters, we're growing our dedicated fleet. This is Craig Harper, Chief Operations Officer at J.B. Hunt. Truck drivers mean so much to our economy, and they mean a lot to their families, too. That's why I'm proud to announce that J.B. Hunt is adding over a 1,000 dedicated jobs now. Our growth means better local and regional driving jobs. Make the money you deserve and enjoy time at home. Find a local or regional dedicated job near you at drivejbhunt.com. That's drivejbhunt.com. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now, 1-800-900-8407. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now, 1-800-900-8407. That's 1-800-900-8407. 1-800-900-8407. Tim Ridley, a former driver who gets and understands the life of the professional driver. I get the phone call. I just listen. Join a community of drivers helping each other get through some of the long, lonely miles. Share some of the laughter, some of the things you laughed about. A former driver sharing his wisdom in life and the industry. You can help yourself get through certain situations. The Tim Ridley Show, weekdays, 5 a.m. East. Get involved on Road Dog Trucking Radio and everywhere on the Sirius XM app. If you're one of the millions of Americans suffering from 80s counterculture withdrawal, Sirius XM's first wave has the cure. The Smiths and Depeche Mode. Along with daily features that will jog your memories of the 80s, like Monday's Magnificent Seven Countdown and the Saturday Night Safety Dance Mix Show. The 100% commercial-free classic alternative music channel. First Wave Sirius XM, Channel 33. Or listen with the Sirius XM app. This holiday season, don't just give thanks. Give back. 
Join the fight against hunger with SiriusXM and Why Hunger's Hungerthon Annual Donation Drive. Our finest gifts we bring. Bid on one-of-a-kind experiences like co-hosting an episode of the Y2 Country Show, Throwback 30 with me, Trace Atkins. Or, or hang out with the SiriusXM Hits 1 Morning Mashup crew and help Nicole with the daily entertainment report. Or simply donate. Go to SiriusXM.com slash Hungerthon now. Ever had buyer's regret? A pair of shoes you didn't really need? Electronics obsolete before you even plug them in? Or tens of thousands of dollars of timeshare regret? That's what you get when you're stuck with a timeshare agreement you don't want anymore. We're the timeshare exit attorneys, the leaders in helping folks get out of timeshares and erasing regret. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. Maybe you made an impulse buy that has become a financial burden you can no longer afford. Maybe you don't use the timeshare enough to make it worthwhile. Maybe you were pressured by a timeshare salesperson into making a bad decision. Now you want out because your timeshare isn't a fun escape. It's a waste of your money. With decades of experience, we're your number one trusted option with fast professional service. No middlemen, no cutting corners, no more timeshare regrets. See if you qualify. For valuable free information, call 1-800-900-0019. That's 1-800-900-0019. Think about it. You've got some great photos on your phone, but what are you doing with them? If you don't have Free Prints yet, you've got to get it. Free Prints is the free app for iPhone and Android that lets you print all those photos for free. You get 1,000 free 4x6 photo prints a year. All you pay is a small shipping charge. You can even print photos at other sizes for next to nothing. Using the Free Prints app is easy. Just select the photos you want to print, whether they're on your phone or on Facebook or Instagram. Choose the sizes, and you're done. Your premium quality free prints will arrive on your doorstep in just days with more than 100,000 five-star reviews free prints is one of the world's favorite apps download it now at freeprintsnow.com and start enjoying real professional quality free prints the app is free and so are the prints no subscriptions no commitments just free prints go to freeprintsnow.com to get the app and your 1,000 free prints that's freeprintsnow.com Hey, remember a good night's sleep? Remember eating when our dinner was still hot? (laughs) Remember going out to eat? Remember spontaneity? (laughs) Whose turn is it? I don't remember. Life changes a lot when you have kids, and that means you should also be thinking about a change to your life insurance. Amica Life makes it easy. Calculate how much coverage is right for you, get a quote, and apply online at amicalifelessons.com. Online application not available in all states. If you got it, I'll bet just about anything that a truck brought it. Road Dog Trucking Radio. Series XM. 146. Now, back to the conversation on Road Dog Trucking Radio's Road Dog Live with host K.C. Phillips. Hey, welcome back into the show. Casey Phillips coming to you live, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Thursday edition. We call it Friday Eve around here. Joining me on the program, Dr. Greg Elam. And uh, Dr. Greg, we got a lot of folks that want to talk. Uh, before we get back to the phone calls, I do just want to make mention that uh, this is not uh, a lot of times the fault of the person who's addicted to the substance. Uh, you put up a slide on your PowerPoint about the prescription that Elvis took. Uh, back in the late 70s or mid to late 70s that was prescribed by his doctor. These are all 
prescriptions a lot of times that turn into the addiction. Yeah, agreed. Um, in fact, what uh, what happened is uh, for the longest time, physicians were very uh, strict in terms of the amount of narcotic they would give people. And that, I mean, that's how I was trained uh, when, I, when I went to medical school in the mid '70s. Um, but it shifted um, because, uh, frankly, I think the pharmaceutical industry uh, shifted the whole conversation, and um, they uh, started marketing these uh, drugs heavily. And, uh, and they had a study, which was not really a study. It was a letter to an editor uh, that said that the risk of somebody becoming addicted to medication for chronic pain was extremely low, less than 1%. I mean, one out of many thousand, actually. Mm. And uh, it, was, it was not true, as it turns out. Um, and, and so these, these drugs started becoming uh, you know, the mainstream. And uh, now we know that if someone... Uh, is prescribed uh, opioid medication for particularly a chronic pain condition. They take them for any length of time. They've got about a 25% chance of becoming mm. addicted, uh, not to mention, um, you know, so many people out there, even if they're not outright addicted, they can be physically dependent from uh, taking these medications, and they're just taking them regularly, and they for think sure. everything's fine and no problem. Uh, but, you know, no one knows whether they're an addict or not. I mean, I, 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 no one... In the fifth grade, when they ask you to hold up your hand, you know, who wants to be a pilot, who wants to be a fireman, who wants to be a, you know, teacher or whatever, uh, you know, if you asked them to hold up their hand through a drug addict, nobody would say yes, right? I mean, no, that's just not how it happens. It starts, it, it starts very insidiously where you start taking something for something, and then, mm-hmm. and what happens is uh, it usually is starts medicating a deep emotional pain that you're not even aware is there. I mean, it's just something that... You just sort of learn to live with, but then all of a sudden, and, and most people in recovery will tell you this, they remember the first time because it was like the first time in their life they felt normal. It was like, oh, my God, I feel like a normal human being. I, I, that Whatever this drug is, it filled that hole in my soul that I sort of knew was there because I felt afraid a lot. Uh, you know, I felt insecure. I didn't feel uh, as good as. I felt less than and all of a sudden, but I had that first drink. I had that first drug, I had that first behavior, whatever it is, and it was like, oh, my God, I've joined the human race. Well, there's no blood test for that. There's no x-ray for that. There's no way to to really predict, well, who's going to have that kind of reaction. So it's trial and error. So it was just kind of a perfect storm in our country when all of a sudden the market was flooded with all these really potent uh, opioids, and a lot of people who were walking around with those kinds of uh, inside, start taking the medication. I mean, uh, it's not a real surprise that a lot of people ended up addicted. But no one does it on purpose. I mean, no one goes, I'm just going to get up this morning and see how bad I can screw up my life, right? <laughs> we're, we're all trying to do yeah, the best we yeah. can with what we have and where we are. I believe that. I mean, I believe everybody is, is good-hearted enough that they're trying to do the best they can. And, and you know, once people get started on these medications, it, they do work for a while. That's the problem is the medications do make people feel better. They do mm-hmm. medicate mm-hmm. deep emotional pain very well. Uh, the problem is that once we become tolerant, uh, then it takes more and more, more to get less and less. And mm-hmm. then next thing we know, uh, you know, people are escalating their dosage. Uh, the dog ate it. They go back early. They're trying all these stories that, that people start using. Uh, and then, you know, they're caught in the hell of a drug addiction. And, no, it's never this person's fault. Uh, but what uh, what a lot of people kind of relate to is that, yeah, okay, you didn't ask for this. You know, it's, but it's like diabetes or high blood pressure uh, or sleep apnea, any one of a number of medical conditions you can relate, you can think about. You didn't ask for this, but you got it, okay? It's yours now. 
the only one who can treat it, who the only one who can take the responsibility for treating it is you. Right. So it doesn't do any good to think about blame or any of that. That just ties into shame. And what I believe is you can't shame people out of a shame-based disease. So it doesn't do any good to take people and go, well, you know, you're just a darn drug addict and, you know, blah, 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 put you in jail. That doesn't work. Uh, what we know, what works is treatment. I mean, what works is identification and then helping people, you know, get good treatment. Now, a lot of people, you know, may or may not do it. I mean, uh, and if so, if someone, you know, in, in thinking of another medical condition like high blood pressure. Okay, if you've got high blood pressure and you're medically disqualified for that, well, if you don't take the medication to get your blood pressure down, you're disqualified. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. You're not a bad person trying to get good. You're just a, a sick person trying to get well. Mm-hmm. So same thing with addiction. Uh, if you find yourself in one of these situations, then, okay, treatment or not. If you don't take the treatment, you're not qualified, you know. Uh, but if you do and you get sober, then, yes, you can have a career. There you go. Let's go ahead and grab another phone call before the end of the hour. Next up on the lines is going to be Problem Child in Missouri. Problem Child, thank you so much for holding on, my friend. What's your question? Uh, uh, I don't. I, well, I, I do have a question. Um, first of all, thanks for taking my phone call. Second of all, back in mid-February um, of 2015, I was in a truck that caught fire. Um, in the midst of putting up uh, the fire, I took in all kinds of poisonous fumes. Well, then a couple of days later, I'm comatose laying in the hospital. And they said that I had swine flu and double pneumonia. Are the symptoms anything alike for smoke inhalation and swine flu and double pneumonia? Did my kidneys shut down? I was on um, dialysis for a couple of weeks, um, ventilator, um, hole in the throat, um, tubes in um, both arms, tubes in the nose, the whole nine yards. Good Lord. Uh, bless <laughs> your heart, sucks. man. Golly, yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm yeah, they, you know, I, they said they, I actually died three times. I was going to say, I'm say you had a significant risk of dying in all of that. I I can't speak to what all the medical conditions were that were going on with all that. I mean, that sounds like a a real mess. Uh, sounds like you got septic uh, and your kidneys shut down, and that that goes along with that and when people get septic from for whatever cause whatever the the basis of the infection is uh it's it is a very serious condition and there's a significant risk of death so brother thank your lucky stars man i don't know how you survive <laughs> yeah. that but you know uh, I, I, every I day you're second air is a miracle yeah i got medical bills to um about a quarter million dollars i had insurance um like i said this happened in the job my employer did not do the paperwork for the workman's comp, so guess who had to pay for it? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, I guess we're talking to the guy. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I hear you, and that's all. You know, a lot of a lot a lot to deal with. I give you that, and that's all a lot of stress. But you know what? As long as you're you know getting up in the morning and your head's clear and you're sucking air, and uh, you know. Uh, there's hope, and uh, you know, I, 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 it's no fun to deal with bills. Uh, trust me, I don't like them either. But, mm-hmm. um, but you know, as long as you're able to work and uh, and 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 take care of your affairs, you're ahead of uh, you know probably eighty uh, percent of the world. Problem child, thank you, and so sorry that happened, my friend. Uh, I know we like to make light of certain things, uh, but you know, some things are pretty serious, and that sounds like he was in a 
in a sling all of a sudden. Yeah, you know, comatose. Makes oh. me grateful, man. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, we're hanging out with Dr. Greg Elam. This is a Thursday edition of Road Dog Live. If you have some questions and you want to comment on anything, 888-876-2336 is the number. We do have some information coming out in six weeks. The drug panels are changing. They're going to include four very common prescriptions for the trucking industry, anybody dealing with uh, uh, pain. So we're going to get more into that. If you want to get in, give us a call. Hour one is done. Hour two is coming up. We'll be back. Driving coach to coast. Sirius XM 146. Or listen on the Sirius XM app. And now for a Road Dog Radio Check. Hey, it's Meredith Oaks. Hi, I'm Chris T. And we're right here in New York City. <laughs> now, here in Rockefeller Center. I'm Mark Reddick, the host of Landline Now, and we're coming to you from the hometown of President Harry S. Truman, Kansas City, Missouri. And that, my friends, is the Road Dog Trucking Radio Radio Check. Rest assured, wherever you are, we are. Road Dog Trucking Radio. CDLA drivers. Roadrunner Transportation is not waiting for the new year to make changes, and neither should you. We're implementing fantastic changes across our divisions for both owner-operators and company drivers. New increased pay packages, new safety programs and incentives, new choice freight programs, less downtime, and more home time. Roadrunner also just added more brand-new 2018 trucks to our already industry-leading lease purchase program. To join our family, call 888-456-0885 or visit joinroadrunner.com today. I'm Jamie, founder of Ring. And I'm Shaq. Today we're here to share some of the thousands of reviews we get here at Ring. Like this one from Dorothy. I love this invention. It makes me feel so safe. I'm away from home a lot, and now I can see what goes on at home. This one's from Erica. On Friday, someone tried to break into my house when I was at work. Thanks to your doorbell, that didn't happen. And this one from Debbie. The Ring Pro is great. Something I'm definitely recommending to friends and family. A lot of love in these letters. With over 20,000 five-star Amazon reviews and millions of happy customers, Ring is changing the way we make our neighborhood safer. Home security begins at the front door with the Ring video doorbell, then extends around your home with the floodlight cam and the new spotlight cam. Motion-activated cameras, two-way audio, lights, and even an alarm connected right to your phone so you always know what's going on. Build a ring of security around your home today. Go to ring.com forward slash shack and get some serious savings on the smartest security around. That's ring.com forward slash shack. Ring makes it easy to protect your home. Moving the chains on Sirius XM NFL Radio. They don't just speak to the insiders. They are insiders. Jim Miller, 11 years as an NFL quarterback and a Super Bowl champion. Pat Kerwin, NFL coach, scout, and executive. It's Moving the Chains weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern with me, Jim Miller. And me, Pat Kerwin, on NFL Radio Channel 88. And tell your friends and family they can listen free on any satellite radio as part of Sirius XM's free listening event now through November 27th. I'm Todd Bork for the Weather Channel with an interstate weather update. North-south interstates like effect snow showers and some gusty winds. Along your ride along I-75 in the lower peninsula of Michigan, also dealing with some lake effect snow showers and gusty winds on I-77 in northeast Ohio, I-79. In Pennsylvania, we also have lake effect snow showers and some gusty winds along I-81 
in upstate New York and even affecting parts of I-87 in upstate New York as well. Uh, big issue, though, across parts of northeast Great Lakes and the Ohio Valley, the gusty northwest winds that affects all the interstates across that region, even I-95 as far north as Maine, as far south as Virginia. I-5 out west, some rain showers in Washington State. Join the Forecasting Hope Project as the Weather Channel auctions off official weather gear to raise money for disaster relief efforts. Find out more at weloveweather.tv slash auction because your help today brings the brighter tomorrow. I'm Idraj Todd Bork from Weather Channel Radio Network. You're listening.